No, I get it. I get it. But like, why do you want so many furnaces? You want to steal a whole box truck filled with furnaces? That makes no freaking sense to me. Like, explain it to me. I just have awful luck. Like today I went down to the grow and my temp, my temperature thing that regulates my temperature. The thermostat? Yeah. It fucking, it would click off. Are you going to steal a whole truck of thermostats? I'm I'm hoping they have both. That'd be weird but if they I, had like both. Oh, here's West Engine. He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna tell you how wow. silly it is. You're gonna have to steal either. I don't even know. I mean, no, you're gonna have to steal a bunch of for thermostats too, or you're just gonna basically have like furnaces for no reason. Oh, I could, I could, I could fence off the other ones. We could replace mine, and then we dispense. What are you off a furnace salesman? I'm not a. Fr- I don't even know how to sell a furnace. What do you? What do you? How do you measure them? BTUs or some shit? I don't even know what a BTU yeah, they, is. They call the beef, BTUs. They're, they're beef and tractor unit. I don't even know. Well, I mean, I mean, how are you going to fence the furnaces? Do you know a furnace fence? I don't know a furnace fence. We're in the fucking grow industry. Someone would want it for their grow room. What the fuck do they want a furnace for in a grow? <laughs> I realize. I just realized. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We're talking about. We're actually talking about grow. West Engine. Uh, perfect timing. Uh, we're talking about grow. I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You heard something else, obviously. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, Chronic Table with uh, Fumidor and the Flavors. That's my channel, ladies and gentlemen. I always forget to say it. But uh, welcome, folks. Thanks for hanging. If you guys would like to listen to this show, if you would prefer not to watch our made-for-radio faces or something, uh, you guys are welcome to maybe have a, a, a job doing something with your hands or whatever. Uh, listen to us, ladies and gentlemen, at your uh, favorite podcasting platform, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Again, believe it or not, those are two different uh, places, iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Anyway, go figure. Uh, Google Podcasts, Pandora, you name it, folks. We're on a bunch of different platforms. Look up Chronic Table, folks, and uh, subscribe if you would. That'd be awesome because uh, I post regularly. I'm actually behind this week. I had a little uh, upload problem, but uh, we're going to have the, the episode up tomorrow, folks, if you're listening in. Never fret. Uh, but again, Chronic Table, ladies and gentlemen, is the podcast. I'd be honored if you go take a look. Uh, leave a positive review if you could, honestly. Oh, by the way, Smash, could you possibly post a link to Ms. Jill? Because uh, she was asking about literally this show. So if you could post the YouTube link for this show, that'd be super freaking awesome. Uh, thanks, by the way, uh, D, for posting the uh, podcast links and uh, uh, also my website. Thanks, Samuel Olson. Thanks, by the way, folks, for stopping in. Uh, let's uh, say hello to uh, some of the chat here. Let me pop this uh, stuff out here. I'm obviously not prepared for for the show. Look at that. I'm not doing a chat up. Anyway, T.O. is first. Look at that. T.O., welcome, my friend. I think that's not the first time you've been first. Elite in the house. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Grayson, Samuel Olson, Bud Kilowatt's already here. Mountain Sky, Poor Pizza. Look at all these books uh, tuning in to watch Ms. Jill. Miranda, Family Farms. Look at that old uh, friend of the, the old friend of the show, old friend of uh, TGA. Uh, welcome, buddy. Uh, Denk Annex, Mind, Body, and Soul. Cheers, buddy. Uh, one Smoke Away. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Raymond. Cheers, folks. Jeff, good day, buddy. Uh, Jeff has such a freaking beautiful garden. If you guys don't follow him on uh, Instagram, I don't remember if his uh, account is private or not, but if it's not, oh my God, he has the most gorgeous goddamn garden. It's just, it's just, it's, it's a little bit silly. Honestly, how nice it is. He sends me pictures and videos of it. It's just, it's an idyllic. Like thinking about like hosting Weed and Whiskey Wednesday in that garden is like a dream of mine, basically. Like there's just, it's just literally like a jungle of pot plants pretty much so you can pretty and there's like uh, uh streams and like koi ponds and stuff it's kind of an enclosed like all the style area dude you have no idea i'm I describing it poorly so compared bad. to how beautiful it is it's freaking lovely uh what was i um, gonna say uh what's that smash real quick you said the zoom or the youtube link i put it in our chat where do you yes. want to put it? Uh, just send it. Yeah, put it on our chat so that Ms. Jill can copy okay. and paste it. Uh, Ms. Jill, right there, if you want to send it to your friends or whatever, uh, right here. I, I don't know if you can see it, but we have our private uh, Zoom chat, basically. So uh, at the bottom of the window, it says, like, uh, what is it? More. Security participants chat. It says more. 
There you go. Uh, and then it'll show the chat. Uh, Smash just posted that link. Or maybe you can... Uh, I can send DM. it to you on Instagram, Ms. Jill, if that's, if that's that all right. That will also work. And then it'll ping, and then she can actually copy and paste. Yeah. I think the... Um, I think they We're still getting a lot of cutout. Uh, the mic is cutting in and out on Ms. Jill's mic. What could that possibly be? Is there interference? Do you have... Um, I don't know. Do you have something super loud in the background? Do you have a fan or something running? Or no? That is weird. We're going to figure it out. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe it's... Uh, Internet. I don't know. Someone can figure it Well, but the picture's coming in just fine. I don't get it. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Maybe it'll go away. Uh, thanks, folks, for tuning in. Uh, remember, folks, for the... Well, I guess I haven't even told you before you could remember. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, join the photo contest. So let me uh, just open my website here so we can uh, quickly go through it and get to the interview with Ms. Jill. Uh, folks, take a look at... Uh, where the frig is my website? Here it is, right here. I'm just going to open it up. Uh, take a look at uh, the Portland Canvas Decent Society photo contest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, easiest way, this is obviously very self-serving of me, but the easiest way for you to find it would be, boom, on my website, and gentlemen, conveniently, I'd like you to uh, come back there after you go to Instagram. But in the meantime, uh, take a look, folks, at my Instagram right here. It's Fumidor underscore Chibidor. Please load. There we go. Uh, take a look at the pretty pictures, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, take a look at, uh, there we go, D's pretty pictures right here. That's one of the Morganas. Uh, he's just starting flower like right now. Beautiful, my friend. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, some photos from a friend's outdoor garden a couple of years ago, you know, before the freaking pandemic. Can you imagine like outdoor things and outdoor stuff? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, take a look. And uh, while you're there, click on Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. This is where I host the, uh, hopefully now that all the mask mandates are, are going away and stuff. And honestly, people are talking about the the the, the freaking Rona is uh, uh, going away a little bit. I don't know. Knock on wood. Nobody freaking breathe. Nobody Nobody touch any voodoo dolls or something. We might actually have some live in-person meetings again in the near future. But in the meantime, photo contest with my friend is live for my friends. Uh, you guys are all eligible to be judges. The, the, the judges are all basically you. Popular choice is uh, uh, what wins the day. Basically, whoever gets the most votes pretty much wins the, the, the month and gets some free uh, genetic preservation kits, I think they're called. Uh, we have some, as you can see, some beautiful photos already. This, this month basically is January oh, and February, by the way. So yeah, this, this beautiful photo from Stoner's Haven. Uh, what's that smash? We got to stop for one second. This oh, show is for educational entertainment purposes only. That's and it. we're already showing pictures. So we got to say you're 21 and over. God damn it. I already forgot. See how discombobulated we are. We're all freaking uh, all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not even a professional podcast. What can I tell you? <laughs> If you are over the age of 21, you should already be relaxing, chilling. We've been chilling. We've been goofing off, ladies and gentlemen. But if you are under the age of 21, we have bad news for you. Who wants to do it? Smashed? You got to go. Get the That's heck it. out of here. That's it. This is not the show for you. If you are under the age of 21, go watch something else. Go watch checkers, chess. Go watch the Olympics. Go watch, uh, what do they have now? Do they have uh, iced beach volleyball? That'd be cool if they did. Wouldn't it be cool if they had I like, like watching uh, I heard HBO is trying to do like a prequel now. Wouldn't it be cool if they had like a winter Olympics event, but with like the White Walkers? Except the White Walkers turned out to be lame. Like they would, I mean, they'd be epic at like hockey, right? Like they would just, they would totally kill it at hockey. First of all, they would touch you and you'd turn into an ice walker. So then like their team would get bigger. You gotta go watch the bobsled team. It's all about, yeah. it's all about that the would work. That would work. Team. that would work. Yes. Yeah, man. Ladies and gentlemen, while we're at it, let's uh, quickly go to my website. Cause Ms. Jill is like, God damn it. I'm here to talk about my seats. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm joking, obviously. 
Uh, take a look, my friends, at the contact page uh, right here. Discord link, ladies and gentlemen, copy and paste. Uh, for some reason, I cannot make it a clickable link. Discord is just weird that way, but that's just that's that's apparently life. If for whatever reason that Discord link does not work, just DM me. It's 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 a freaking stone in my shoe. But what can I tell you? Email address, fumador at chronictable.com, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know the uh, uh, YouTube page that we're basically on right now, or the YouTube, uh, what, what do they call this? Uh, what do you even call this, an account? I don't even know. For some reason, the, the word escapes me. Uh, whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen, click on YouTube forward slash C forward slash Fumador and the flavors right there on my contact YouTube page. YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Thank you. I don't know why I was, that was escaping me. Ladies and gentlemen, go to the shopping page if you are in need of some genetics. Uh, in fact, I bet you'll be in, uh, purchasing some Miss Jill's genetics here in the near future. But before you do that, take a look at my website first. It's a nice website. It's 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 maybe not as nice as hers, but what do you want? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying here, ladies and gentlemen. Package deals right at the top. Uh, very simple kind of order to them. I see a witch, Morgana, and her two friends right on the left here. If you'd like a pack of Morgana and two packs of something else, that's your that's your baby right there. If you'd like three ten packs of Morgana, right in the middle there, these witches three. And if you want no Ghana, okay, it was I, I keep trying to want to make it funny, but Wes and you're not here. It's only for no Ghana man. There we go. That's it. That's it. Now it now it's funny. The West Engine Swindle Bundle, my friends, has no Morgana in it at all. You tell me what you want. Lime River Rose, Black Prince Ruby, Thousand One Nights, you name it. The individual strains, my friends, you can get five packs, ten packs right here. Lime River Rose, if you want just a ton of lime. Someone was asking me today, oh man, I'm looking at your website, but I'm, I'm having a hard time picking what I want. Honestly, the, the the three that I tell everybody, not that I don't like the other strains, but the three that I tell everybody because I know they're going to like them is Lime River Rose, Morgana, and Black Prince Ruby. Uh, I know it's going to be left field for them. I know it's going to be a lot richer flavors for them than they're, than they're uh, used to with a lot of other uh, breeders. You know, of course, they might have some wonderful genetics already, but uh, based on my friends, based on my testers, based on my customers, I'm pretty sure Morgana. Lime River Rose and Black Prince Ruby are going to knock your socks off. I'll leave it at that, folks. And uh, use the coupon codes BRAINS with a Z, B-R-A-I-N-Z for 14% off. You can also use the co uh, coupon code ERMAGERD for 14% off. I should really give that one one more percent because it's so hard to spell. I should give it like 15% off just because just it's weird to spell. And also a joke between Wes Engine and me, Birkenstock, my friend, if you both love and or hate them, you can still use the coupon code Birkenstock for 14% off. I'm not in any way, neither is Wes, actually. That's the part of the funny part. Neither of us is affiliated with uh, Birkenstock in any way, but you can still use the coupon code. I think that's funny. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ms. Jill, why don't we do a, a quick introduction, say hello to all the folks, and then we'll get into the meat of the interview. It's a pleasure to have you, honestly, on the show. You've been on the show before, and it's been a bit, uh, honestly, uh, glad to have you back. Welcome. Thank you so much. Glad so um, I'm Ms. Jill. I um, co-founded TPA Genetics. Now I have Ms. Jill Genetics as well. My namesake strain is Jelly Bean. It's won uh, multiple cups and awards throughout uh, the cannabis industry over the last, I'd say, about 15 years. That's a great introduction. That's uh, that nails it. And Jelly Bean is famous, so that's that nails it. Uh, D Zombie, what's going on, my friend? Uh, how are the brains today? Are they fresh? He's working on it. Uh, and he says Ms. Jill is still uh, choppy. I don't know. Could it be the... Cheers. Uh, thanks for the brains. Could it possibly be... If anybody has an idea in the chat, that would be helpful because the video is coming through just fine. You're on the phone, so that is not super useful information for me. I don't know. That doesn't help. But uh, could it be the... Uh, um, 
See, that that's what I was thinking. There was a fan in the background and her noise uh, cancellation is on high, but that still doesn't make any sense. It still shouldn't be so shy. Uh, so most of the time, the phone's mics are on the bottom. So you, it, it, it kind of interferes if you just kind of have it up against the bottom of the phone. It could it be like echoing everything. somehow. Ms. Um, Joe, could I've you literally flip your phone upside down and see what happens? Or sideways. Or I'm sideways. Okay, I can do that. But is that, is that okay? Oh, sure. The, oh, the orientation lock. Well, let's check the sound at least, if the sound is less choppy, because then maybe that confirms Wes. Because I, I don't know why it's so choppy. Uh, uh, Ms. Jill, uh, tell us what's in uh, Jelly Bean. It's a, a famous strain now, super fruity. Yes, yes. Jelly Bean is a cross of uh, my um, infamous uh, orange velvet, which was originally came to me as Melvin. And across, it's crossed with the Space uh, Space Queen, original Space Dude male um, that was gifted to TGA by Vic High. It's a cross of um, Romulan and Cinderella 99. And um, I'm actually going to remake that um, that uh, strength, um, be a, basically a BX F2 um, IX. I mean, I'm sorry, it'd be a Space Queen F2 IX. So oh. um, take the original seats that have with the that's awesome. Ms. Jill, for some reason, okay, for the rest of you guys, by the way, weirdly enough, Fish, uh, fish and Grows, how do you say that? Fish and Grow NZ says Jill is coming fine uh, over here. For me, it was coming through super choppy. It's coming through better now. So all we would have to do now is change the orientation lock on the screen. I know we're, we're basically, we're like, she's, she's like, come on, Jesus Christ. Uh, or maybe if she flips the phone all the way upside down so the microphone was on the top. Yeah, sometimes we're gonna phone, figure it out. Especially when you're using Zoom, uh, Miss Jill, like they have so much software running right. that any interference with the microphone will uh, make your voice choppy. Even if you have, like, if I'm in the grow room and there's a fan like ten feet away, there's, you can hear no, that. I have a lamp on. That's it. I'm I'm in a quiet. I'm not in a grow room. I'm in my living room. That sound is better. So let me um, uh, pick this. Let's, I'm sorry. No worries. No, no, no. We'll, we'll get it figured out. It's no worries. Uh, this is a very laid back show. Uh, we like to say we take the weed seriously. We don't take ourselves too seriously. No, so no worries at all. Uh, Matt, what's going on, bud? I was just hanging out, man. Cold. Um, anyone that's good with furnaces or house heating, hit me up because I have a problem. I had two things break on me today, dude. I'm just like, I have the worst luck with like equipment. Uh, thermostat broke. The one. Do you uh, always have like problems in threes? I've known a lot of folks that have basically problems in threes, and that's not very helpful. And <laughs> it's like big problems, but three at a time. Yeah, it's always a bad. So yeah, my house heat. Uh, I even changed. We got a new thermostat. Changed it. Uh, still not kicking on. Okay. I kicked on. There's a, a relay button in, in the furnace itself that you can bypass and see if the fans are working and everything. Everything's working. It's just. It's not igniting and not, it's the, this, the thermostat's not sending the signal to ignite. So we got to get someone in here. But the shitty thing is that's my fucking drying room right now. Uh, we're going to have to talk about that because it's an interesting subject. You can't be the only person that's uh, uh, lost their furnace or had some weird uh, uh, mix up. Cause you have like super hot downstairs and super cold upstairs. 
clusterfuck. I can't be the only one. Welcome, Star Delta Nine. Look at that. A uh, 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 long time no see. Well, actually, that's not true. She's been around uh, uh, not too long ago. Richard D in the house. What's going on, my friend? Paper Scratcher. All the freaking uh, uh, old friends. Cassie Pirate. Very welcome. Uh, uh, who's else in here? Stangman. Uh, Fish and Grows. Cheers, buddy. Uh, what's going on, West Engine? Uh, what's the what's the good word, dude? Oh shit! Your sound is worse than all of us. West, you're feeding back or something. It's weird. Yeah, I hear you that. You sound like a you sound like a bunny or something. Maybe it's those Russian drone fish. It is, dude. It's the Russians. The Russians are messing with us today. It's, it's enjoy <laughs> Comcast, com- podcast. Comcast enjoy said, weed podcast. You guys, you've been you've been good for too long. <laughs> He's working on it. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, I guess I'll say here before we get into the uh, interview, uh, since we do have a guest, you know, the rules are a little tighter than they are normally for the show. So if you haven't been on the show before, maybe stay off uh, while we're working on here, unless we kind of recognize your name. You know, if you've been hanging in the show, you can actually ask permission. That would probably be the most polite. Just ask permission in the chat. And we'll be like, you know, yeah, whatever. Or maybe we'll just kind of ignore it for a little bit. And that'll be your sign. Like, oh, maybe not right now. Uh, but if you have been on the show before, you know, you're welcome. We love to have some uh, uh, intelligent new questions for our guests. You know, like, obviously, I can think of every possible interesting question. So, folks, if you've been on the show before, if you're a regular, you're more than welcome to come on here. Uh, you probably know who you are. You know, if you're if you're a regular with the guests on here, you're more than welcome to come on here. And so I'm going to post the link here. But if it's an unknown name, basically, if it's you know, a stranger or whatever, don't be surprised if we don't let you in. It's nothing personal. We're just... We might uh, start a breakout room or try that or something. Maybe. Hey, that's a good idea. Honestly, yeah. Maybe if I can think of it here, I actually can uh, recreate breakout room. Okay, so we have a breakout room. I don't know. How we do that right now. We're going to figure it out. Maybe Smash or somebody can figure it out while we're working on it. Uh, but can in the meantime, uh, I can hear you. Yes, What's, going on, Wes? What's up, Wes? Big up, big up, Smash. Appreciate big up, D. Big up, Pimidor. Big up, Mrs. Jill. Welcome. You're back to the most interactive show in cannabis. Hope you already have Amen. a couple of drinks and throw a few cheers up there, you know? That's true. It's Whiskey Wednesday. It is Whiskey Wednesday, man. You know, we get a little bit loose. So, uh, make sure if you're not 21, get your Ross out here. We can't have you in here, especially uh-huh. not tonight. Especially not tonight. Especially yeah. not tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm cracking open the Sazerac Rye again. Hope you guys have something uh, uh, intriguing or interesting as well. Uh, and like I say, bring your uh, intelligent questions, post them in the chat, and we'll be happy to uh, uh, try to ask uh, Ms. Jill. Ms. Jill, uh, welcome back. Uh, Go ahead, Smash. I was going to say, you got a lot of support. Everyone has said, hi, Miss Jill. I don't know if you can see the YouTube chat, but right. you got a lot of support in the YouTube chat over here. Um, I was going to say, if anyone has questions, I'll try to I'll try to stay vigilant because Fumi's pretty busy sometimes. So I'll try to stay vigilant and, and put the questions in our chat so we can go over them. Right on. Cheers, Smash. Appreciate it. Uh, so uh, honestly, first one, Miss Jill, is uh, just, uh, I don't know, remind folks, uh, uh, I don't know, or, or tell us what your sort of uh, drive in breeding is. You know, like I know that you've, uh, how do I say this? You've, you've created some really legendary strains at this point and you're working on some crazy nice stuff in the future here. I'm going to try to post your website here in a second. Uh, but what do you, what do you, what do you drive for in cannabis? Like what's your, what's your goal or what's your passion for uh, a breeding or wh- where, what are you breeding to maybe? Um, my, my goals for breeding same things I've always um, focused on, and that would be medicine for the patients first and foremost. Um, I want to make sure that it has medicinal value um, for the patients, and I like to collect data to find out what type of um, ailments or il- illnesses that it will help symptoms, relieve symptoms for. Um, 
and also flavor. I flavor is a big deal. Uh, everybody has cannabis. You can get high. You can get high. Um, it's not whatever. So I'm looking for flavor. I want to make sure that we have something that has great flavor. I like that you categorize. Have you found that like one thing will work for one patient, maybe, but if someone has like the same, like we'll say we'll just say anxiety. Um, and you tried that same strain, sometimes it doesn't work or is it always like, has it been a consistent baseline? Um, I would say that on the average for the majority of people, for the larger part of the population, um, most things are, you know, across the board, you know, more, more so average, but you know, you always have some people that are a little bit different, a little more special, uh, you know, needs or, or whatever have you. Um, whereas one person, they may feel sativa is super racy another group of people might say, you know, I really don't, it doesn't affect me that much. So in, in that aspect, definitely. Um, and as far as medicinal is um, pain relief, different things, everybody has a little bit different requirements, you know, even so much with, if you were to take a pharmaceuticals, it's the same, you know, people have different effects, different outcomes, depending on their body chemistry, or even um, what they've eaten for the day, that definitely plays a factor as well in cannabis saying that earlier i was like uh i have to take edibles like in the morning or like early afternoon and i can't really have smoked or dabbed or anything i want and then i have to let the edible hit me and then i'll start smoking you know and i i think it's a great time um i have not had my after dinner bong hit yet so um i was, I was just kind of hoping that maybe we could all have a, a joint session real quick yeah, let me, uh, I'm trying to, my grinder is so clogged up to me, it sucks. That's a good thing. It is, it just sucks when I need it. I could have, I'm looking for the other one too, and I'm like, I put it down somewhere. This stuff's really good. I, um, I'm really happy with how this came out. It's a really funky smell. What is it? You're muted, you know? Uh GG4 crossed with a cookie train wreck, which is oh, yeah. the, the form cut cookie to a train wreck. Sounds fabulous. What's your? What's that, D? I'm just sitting jealous over here. Oh yeah, right. Cookies. What's your, uh, Ms. Jill? What's your favorite, uh, or uh, how do I say this? Uh, what's your take on um, so-called hype crosses? So, for example, you know the GG4. I mean, that's an old hype cross <laughs> at this point, right? But you know, we've certainly heard about the Max and the Skittles and the I don't even know Apple what. The, yeah, the fritters and the GMOs and everything. What's your, what's your take on that? I, mean, I was scrolling through your uh, uh, strains here on your your uh, Instagram. Uh, the Instagram, by the way, for anyone listening in is Ms. Jill 420. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, none of the crosses that I could really see were really crossed to any of the kind of stuff that you'd say, oh, it's that hype shit, you know? And so I, I think you have kind of a different perspective. What, what do you, what's your take on that? Everybody has those. One, something, whatever. Um, <clears throat> with that said, I can hear real soon. Um, but I'm, I'll, I'll, you know, think about it and, and figure out which one she's going to pair with. Find something really amazing that way. Um, I do have an entire line of um, strains that were created. Well, not an entire line anymore, but the Space Queen was, uh, I would say, kind of the kind of like the hype strain back then, it's, but except for it's a really amazing strain. So it is um, 
the male role in most of um, the original TGA crosses, I'd say about a third of the TGA crosses. And I'm trying to bring several of those back. Of course, we have the jelly bean, um, the plush berry, which is um, a black cherry soda cross with space queen, as well as uh, Queen Anne's Revenge, which is the uh, blood wreck, uh, also mother of the Chernobyl. And um, which other ones do I have going? Uh, Quirkle. Quirkle was always a favorite. That's the uh, purple Urkel crossed with um, Space Queen as well. And I do have the original um, Apollo 13 that was used to make the Vortex. So the next run I make um, with the Space Queen male, I will also be making Vortex and Dairy Queen. And of course, um, I'm, I'm kind of holding off on that because right now I'm, I'm growing out the Space Queen, uh, several of the original packs that I have um, left over because I'm trying to uh, And then of course, we'll be crossed with the Space Queen male, Space Dude. Uh, at the same time, I make uh, the Vortex and the Dairy Queen and re-up on the Plush Berry and a few different strains. So by the way, this is a little bit annoying, but I think maybe the feedback or something is on my end. I don't get it because basically it was it was super choppy. And then I just thought, I'm just going to mute myself. And I wonder if that's it. Muted myself. And then basically she stopped being choppy. So I don't know. I'm going to have to mute myself every time Ms. Jill talks and I won't be able to, to interact. So if I, if I sound like silent or whatever, or if I forget to unmute myself, just let me know. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, what kind of highs do you like, Ms. Jill? Do you like the, we were talking about kind of medicinal uh, highs. Do you like to be up? Do you like to be down here? I'm going to roll this uh, joint here in a second. Or is um, there anything you're nostalgic about from back in the day also that you, that you miss and look for? A space queen. I, uh, we had a space queen mom that was absolutely one of my favorites. It was, um, it was called Tiny Mom. She's the mom of Space Mom. And uh, definitely one of my, I'm, I'm trying to uh, keep my fingers crossed that I'll find that phenotype when I grow out all these seeds that I have going. And what was it? So what is my favorite high? Um, sativa, uh, more uplifting or more of a, a, a couch lock? I would say it depends on the time of day. You know, during the day, if I'm jumping up, trying to run and do errands, go to the gym, whatever, I would want something that's a little bit more uplifting. Definitely at night when I'm sitting out watching some movies or relaxing, I, I like to have the more indica or the more couch lock type strains. Well, cheers, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys have a, a nice puff to uh, a puff here. I got my joint finally lit up and we got a drink. So cheers, folks. Happy, uh, happy day. Happy Wednesday. Happy Weed and Whiskey Wednesday. It's a pleasure to have Ms. Jill on here. Cheers, Ms. Jill. Uh, where's my freaking lighter? I'm not going to run it because I lost my lighter. Pretty, pretty dumb. I have a friend who keeps stealing my lighter. Damn it. I have to keep, keep, keep having to buy <laughs> That's a good lighters. friend, no. man. That, that'd it's be a, me. That'd be me. I was I used to come home with like 10 lighters in my pocket. Me too. Always. I'd look in my pockets and I'd be like, fuck. And then, and then, bastards. and then, you're like, the people that I have to keep buying new lighters for, you people. And then, meanwhile, well, every day you the game, you're fine. You're fine. like, who can get the most lighters by the end of the day? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I was actually, you know what? We should show her uh, website. It's actually a really nice website. Uh, Ms. Jill. Oh, this, should we uh, say? MsJill.com. Go ahead, Smash. Should we say that didn't your main account get taken from you? Also? I think that's right. When people see that, isn't that pathetic? That 6,000 something, you had like 25 or 30,000 uh, followers and it got taken down. Yeah. I, I believe it was thirty six thousand. Yeah, you were you were up there, uh, one of the bigger accounts. Uh, 
and they hit yeah it sucks when they do stuff like that it, um if you if you're not like i had it happen to me and i lost all the pictures because i wasn't smart enough to back them up i was using it as like a backup <laughs> i do have most of the photos still on my page i mean in my um my photos i have them all stored i have thousands of photos but um i don't have all of the commentary to go with them that kind of thing so yeah um to anybody that just starts following me, this is my backup page, the Ms. Jill 420. Um, it's it definitely doesn't have everything on it that I've been working on over the last four or five years. But uh, my website does have a strain guide and descriptions and photos. I do need to add some more photos to that and add some uh, new updated photos. I have some great photos to add to that. You know, uh, my great friend um, Katie Chronic. We we did a photo shoot recently and. I, I really like some of the photos, so I'd like to upload some of those. So I guess just keep checking back. I'll be adding more soon. Um, is the best place to like get your seeds your website? My website, I don't actually sell anything direct, but if you go to my website, there is a um, a, a drop down um, or a clickable. It's, it's at the top and it's in the middle somewhere um, for vendors. You click on that and it'll take you to the list of vendors. There's at least a dozen of them on there. So. Um, most of them have websites and everything, so you can right there. Yep. Look hey, we got that guy in chat. Miranda Family Farms. He's a good. He's a good friend. Yeah, Miranda Family Farms is cool. Uh, a breeder himself as well. Uh, uh, funny to think I've known some of these folks for uh, you know not as long as people like Clackamas Coot have known people. It's funny like Coot's known people. Some of these people for like twenty years or whatever. I was there but, when uh, he started it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But uh, uh, you know, like uh, even five, six years, it's already like a ton of time. Like I always say that uh, Charlie's Farm and I have known each other. Uh, it seems like uh, ages in the internet, and it's so rare anymore to uh, have friends for ages on the internet. People just disappear and everything else, especially with uh, cannabis stuff. It's just that uh, people come and go and. I don't know what are you gonna do. Yeah, it's a great website. Look at all these freaking pictures here. You can get all nostalgic. Awesome. That's some big plants. Look at that right? with the outdoor right there. Oh, I know, and the greenhouses. Holy cow. Dude, oh my god, outdoor growing is so fulfilling. Is that Ms. Jill? Is that something that you actually um I don't know, do you actually do a lot of outdoor growing? I think you did a little bit last year, but do you miss the kind of California sunshine and stuff like that? Yes, I absolutely love to do the big outdoor grows. Um, I, I'm not really much of a smoker of, of the outdoor cannabis. I know some people will be a little bit offended of that, but, um, I smoke a lot of cannabis. As you can tell, I have kind of a, a, a rougher voice. Um, maybe that's from smoking so much out of a bomb, but I, I can't, uh, it's a little bit harsher outdoor weed. It's, you know, from the elements that it has to protect itself from, you know, the wind, the sunlight, the bugs, the dust, all of those different things are factors that, you know, I, I prefer just to have indoor. I grow it, so that's what I'm going to smoke. But I do take the outdoor. I love to grow it because it's beautiful. It smells amazing. And I like to donate it. I can make a lot of edibles with that. And, I, you know, the flower. A lot of people are in need of that for medicine. Uh, it's so annoying that I have to keep unmuting and muting and whatever. It's a kind of a weird dynamic. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my freaking sound canceling, whatever, uh, regardless. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, it's probably so once the again, mic, mic and the speaker being so close on the phone. It's probably just picking up feedback. Maybe that's what it is, but why is it doing it to my freaking account? I don't get it. Well, anyway, we'll figure it out somehow. Uh, probably because I, I bet you I know why. I bet you I know why. Cause you got the mic and yours is so much more cleaner and booming. Or... We can hear you Fuck clear me. your throat. Me? Yeah. Oh, dang it. That is kind of gross. <sighs> I got to remember to not do that. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Part, see, now it's all freaking jittery. All I can hear is... <laughs> Go ahead, Ms. I was saying, you sound like you're on a radio. We sound like we're on our phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fuckers are the ones that told me to get a mic and shit. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> I had one, but I upgraded my computer, so I got rid of it. I was like, I don't want to have that whole setup anymore. All right, you guys are lame. It's on my wish list. I got like fucking that's a million it. kids. Like ahead of the well, that's right. Little Tommy wants his uh, PlayStation or whatever, right? I got. That's it. How close are you to the basketball team yet? Are you? No, I got the basketball team. team. Here's Charlie's farm. Here's the man himself. Right on. Greg Rowe from uh, Aston. Anyway, what was I going to say? I'm kind of forgetting. Uh, Miss Jill, are you? No, that's what it was. Cheers, Charlie. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Are you interested in these new uh, cannabinoids? Like uh, Jack the Ripper was famous for having, at least it was found a few times, THCV. And I think uh, a lot of folks have talked about sort of these... uh, CBDV, some other different kind of exotic cannabinoids that are quite medicinal in actually some TGA stuff, maybe from that Space Queen or actually I don't know exactly where it comes from, but that's even a question. Do you know where some of those exotic terps in in uh, uh, TGA stuff come from? You know, I think that I think that a lot of that is coming from the Jack the Ripper, maybe um, some of the crosses like the the Pluton or something. Uh, you know, a little bit older like that. Um, Jack the Ripper did have a lot of unique, different uh, cannabinoids and, and such in it. Um, jelly bean as well. So, you know, I'm thinking maybe that the the orange skunk mother might be bringing some of those things through too. I'm not quite certain yet. I haven't done enough research. It hasn't been around long enough, but I'm paying attention to it. Um, I'm waiting until they, they're certain figuring things out. It's been around a little bit longer before I start making my opinions, forming opinions. Do you think, um, I don't know who was talking about this. Uh, you know, it was an old video Now that I think about, it. I don't know why I keep mentioning the guy's name, but, uh, Kevin Jodry was talking about how in the future women are going to be, uh, grow like people that grow like women that grow marigolds and stuff, uh, uh, these days are going to be knocking it out of the park with six or six plants, four plants, whatever their legal amount in their States. It's going to be some California, I don't know, a, a banker. She's going to be a bank manager or whatever. And she grows marigolds and, you know, she's going to be like, oh, there's something to this pond and she's going to be knocking it out of the park. And I'm just honestly curious, do women have a different, um, do they have a different palate? Do they have a different perspective on growing? Do they have a different way of growing? Because I kind of always laugh. I guess the reason why I'm asking this is I kind of laugh at a lot of I guess you could call it the dude bro culture in weed where it's uh, Wes is going to laugh right here. Cause I make fun of the skunk and the dead animal skunk and the roadkill animals and the, just the death and the putridity dude, and the bro. socks. And he's just getting turned on now. He's like, that's all of what I like. Right. Like, he's like, please more. But I laugh because I'm like, I don't think I've met too many, many women that like, like dead skunk sock, you know, and stuff like that. And so I'm curious, do you have a, go ahead. Yeah, that's the, um, the baby poop smell. And I definitely like the the vortex. I do like those funkier smells. I, I don't know how you would really describe dog uh, dog walker, but I, you know that's kind of a funky one. I definitely like that. So um, that one's kind of like what, like wet wool, some of that, right? I'm not sure. Almost no? smells metal, kind of like a little bit like metal. Um, yeah, that that's definitely a weird one. Um, dog walker. I don't like the AK-47. I have a Cherry AK-47, Mom. Don't like it. Ugh. God, it stinks. And my G-13, Mom, she stinks, too. I don't really like the way she smells. 
but she, you know, other people really like it. Uh, I can't definitely, I can't base what I um, offer definitely uh, based just, uh, just upon my, um, my taste palette alone, because everybody has a different palette and definitely like the um, Jack the Ripper, for example, super lemon, but it's not just like a, a lemon candy or, or a sweet lemon. It's like um, a cleaner, like an astringent. So it's that one, I, I don't like it. It's almost, I'm trying to think. I guess it would all like taking a hit of a cleaner, you know, it's kind of, you know, the way it feels in your sinuses and such. It's, it's an odd strain for certain. So how do you select uh, uh, when you say that you don't like uh, this mom or you do like this mom, but you do like, for example, the progeny or your customers like the progeny? How do you select those plants? Like, how do you... Um, What's How do you checklist? pick basically? Yeah. What's, what's your checklist? I mean, I, I guess that's a great question anyway. What's your selection process for both, you know, uh, girl and boy plants, but how do you select that kind of flavor profile? At least if you, for example, either do or don't like something. Um, well, because I, I can tell, I, I can tell that's what other people are going to like. I've, I've, I guess I've been around a, a lot of stoners for a long time. I've, I've sat around in a lot of circles, joint circles, bong circles, and, and we've had a lot of conversations over the years. So I would have to say based on on the different things I've learned and, you know, been told over the years that that's where I come up with that. I'm like, OK, well, you know, I've, I've smelled this awful smell before, but everybody else said they really liked it. That kind of thing, you know. I dig it. By the way, actually, let's take a chance to say hello to uh, Charlie's Farm and uh, Captain 420. What's going on, Charlie's Farm? Yes, Charlie. Hey, everybody. It's good to see everyone. Cheers, bud. Joe, I'm on it. On it. Truly on it. There's so much respect for you. I said it last night on the show. You know, we need more women like you in the industry. But just the, uh, the creations that you make. I was going to say, I had a Jack the, Jack the Ripper one time, and it just was a straight lime Ricky. It had a little bit of that cleaner, but it was just all it reminded me of is a you know a local chain Brigham's that used to be around here. And they used to, when I was a kid, get a lime Ricky, and that's all it smelled. It was just a beautiful. I had it around for a while too. You but, got uh, one a little more towards the space cleaner had pulled some right. uh, something. Yeah, I got, I got lucky actually because I'm not a big fan of those disinfectant type, you know, turps that can come out sometimes. So, but um. Yeah, yeah, I've had, and I had the honor of running a few strains over the years between. Uh, nice. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking the time. You're always very generous with your time. Thank years you. ago, after the fire, read many articles when you were doing some of the uh, the layouts with some of the, the the mags, online mags and stuff up in Oregon when you settled down. I remember when you were kind of up in the air, we were going to finally put plant some roots. Hope your family's doing well, and I hope everything's yeah. well with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're so kind. So, you know, just uh, speaking about the magazines, I um, have an article that will be coming out in the March issue of the Northwest Leaf and the Leaf um, in several other states. But here locally, it's called the North Northwest Leaf. Um, I believe it's a free publication, and it should be at, you know, local dispensaries and, and such um, I, I guess that's the places you get it, maybe grocery stores or tattoo store. But um, anyway, so the article was written by Danny. He's, he used to be with uh, High Times, Danny Danko. Right. Yeah, he was a BU grad. BU grad. I didn't know him when he was at BU, obviously, though, like close to the same age. But 
Yeah, I remember him just uh, in his in his bio one saying he went to BU. Surprised we didn't run into each other in the circles back then, only because oh no, going down going down the common and stuff. Everybody, you know, there was a certain area down in Boston Common that everybody used to smoke, and it was kind of a safe place. The cop didn't bother you, but uh, never ran into him. So, but yeah. Cool, Northwest Leaf. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Do you know when it's uh, when it's gonna be released? Um, he said the first week of March. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. And we hope we see. I hope we see see you more. No doubt. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. You're the, you're the only reason why I go on Instagram. Well, I mean, I blow up Cumi's pages sometimes, and I've I've been known to roam around. But I, I got off Instagram about a couple of years ago just because I was spending too much time and too much negativity and all that stuff. But your page, I'll go through and blow up about a hundred pictures. <laughs> just, and I'll apologize at the end saying, sorry, <laughs> I had to blow it up. Cause you just take whoever takes the, your pictures of it's you unbelievable pictures that you take and the, and, and your description down below, how you get in depth. I love that. What you're using, what your environment is. I mean, just all your, all your, all your variables that you put out there. And how OCD you are about keeping your garden clean. I have so much respect about, you know, people like that. Thank you. Yeah, I feel bad because my garden, I'm not the cleanest. I do clean up, though. After every run, I clean the floor and stuff, but I can't be OCD. I'm in dirt. (laughs) I spill stuff all the time. Clean it up immediately. I have a little hand. (laughs) I I feel you. My room's with. I don't even want one piece of perlite on my floor. (laughs) (laughs) i have black i'm like i better clean that up i've always like i'll take out the whole bottom tray and just replace it with a new one that's guy already cleaned and then i'll bring that one outside and pressure wash it (laughs) (laughs) how do you like to uh uh, grow ms jill actually like uh i don't know if i've ever asked you that i think you came on the show before and i just kind of didn't ask it uh, you grow organically, I think. You grow, do you still grow in kind of a super soil mix, or do you grow in some sort of other mix, or what's what's the story? Yes. Um, when I'm growing the larger plants, you know, I, I do put them in a super soil mix. I prefer to put them, you know, in a large enough pot and um, with, with a nice base of super soil at the bottom. Um, now I'm not, I, I do not grow my plants quite so large anymore because I'm not, um, I'm not doing it for production. I'm just doing it for personal use for patients and myself. And, and when I do seed production, I do grow the plants a little bit larger, uh, but I am keeping them a little bit smaller. Um, but I, I grow in, in just regular soil. If, if I'm not doing real large plants, if I'm not really pushing it for, for the pot size, then I don't use super soil. I just use uh, uh, the roots uh, organic. And I, I prefer not to use any type of bottled nutrients if possible. Um, that's why I try to put them in pots that are going to be large enough. Um, that's something, you know, you, you kind of learn that how large the plant's going to get or what type of root space it's going to need for whatever size you're putting it in as when you flip it. So um, if you can think ahead, and you know, know how much space it's going to need and make sure you accommodate that, then you shouldn't have to uh, feed. And, and it's, the plants are just much healthier if you don't have to chase them. Great. I like that. So what, what's your transplanting? Like, what do you go from to, to end pot normally? Well, um, depending on the pot size, of course, I, I like to go from, I, I start them in one gallon pots. Um, and I like to go from one gallon to whatever it is I'm going to go in, whether it be a tin or um, I'm right now, I'm trying to test what is more efficient. If it's more efficient for me to put a plant in that's um, 
really had no veg time, just put, put into a two gallon pot right out of the gate and just let it sit for about a week, you know, let the roots start coming out and getting dirt and then flipping it right away. Um, you can get about two to two and a half ounces for a two gallon pot. Um, doing it that way. And I, I'm thinking comparatively to vegging a plant, um, a group of plants for 45 days that go under the same light, um, getting about eight ounces per plant, you know, eight to 10 ounces per plant. But you're putting in 45 days of veg time with the lights burning. So if you're not putting having having any veg lights burning, you know, except for, for your moms, of course, um, then the amount of money you're saving versus the amount of, of flour you produce. So I'm trying to figure out exactly where the sweet spot is on that right now. Experiment. I love how Ms. Jill talks about it. This is what I've, I've been talking about for anyone that's kind of listening to the show. Maybe they think that I'm too, uh, 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 I don't know, too goofy about it, too nerdy or something, but I'm, I'm always talking to Smash like, oh, what's your, uh, what's your PPFD? Well, I, guess I don't really ask that, but I'll just ask like, you know, what's your Watts? What's your square footage? You know, do you ever figure out your yield per square foot? Da, da, da. Do you ever figure out your yield per uh, Watt? Uh, do you ever figure out honestly your yield per square foot per Watt? Da, 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 da. And smash is like, you know, no, no uh, attacking smash. Cause everybody fucking grows differently. Right. But I, I'm always like, well, how do I say this? Uh, even if it's not a business, it's kind of a business because it's your fucking money. You know what I mean? Like if your money comes from somewhere, maybe it falls from the sky and then you don't give a shit, then you still have the issue of time. So it's like time and money is always kind of flying out the window when you don't kind of keep track of stuff. See, Ms. Jill is shaking her head. Yes. You know, like she's like, man, you got to kind of be. Uh, uh, I, I try to <clears throat> I try to keep track of like my like I how much I paid for the whole plant set all set and stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like this pot or this this plant from root plug to final pot cost me four dollars and fifty cents. You know, I like to track that and whatever that is, I'll I'll figure like obviously I weigh my stuff. Like I just don't like saying I you know, I got a weird so I'm in a state that has so I'm allowed twelve plants, but we have a weird limit of ten ounces. By the way, I was sharing the chat just a second ago. People maybe thought I was doing an accident. I was trying to show Ms. Jill because uh, I don't think she has the chat open. Tons of people are saying hello to Ms. Jill. Uh, Star Delta 9 saying, uh, Ms. Jill, honored always uh, to see you. She says, love and light and uh, uh, does a bunch of emoji. Uh, fairy oh. star heart, fairy star heart, fairy star heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a bunch of folks here like uh, Paper Scratcher says, makes my day to hear Ms. Jill. Uh, Ms. Jill say paper scratcher. He's laughing. Uh, who else here? Uh, lots of folks. Uh, uh, lots of folks love Ms. Jill. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, have you ever? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying thank you. Oh, no. Have you ever been disappointed with crosses, Ms. Jill? Like, uh, how do I say this? Uh, being uh, a fairly new breeder, you know, I've been, been uh, taking my stuff in different lines, trying to do a little bit of line breeding and stuff and mixing with, you know, different fathers and so on, trying to uh, try different prototypes and so on. And some of the crosses have just been flatly disappointing to me. Uh, and, you know, some stuff I just haven't released and whatever else. Do you ever get disappointments or uh, is breeding for you, I don't know, always a success or how does it, how does it work? I don't think I've ever, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about it, you know, like how many attempts it took them to get to Jelly Bean or whatever else. Like, how does it work for you? Um, I, I make, a, I make some pairings that just, I throw them away. I, I, t I send them out as testers. Um, either they, they're not stable or they're really crappy producers. There's, they, they don't have anything that stands out as special about them. There's nothing good about them. And they're kind of, you know, just eh, mediocre. I toss them. 
And what is mediocre? Like uh, I remember TJ used to basically uh, say you're going to get a keeper in every five pack. Is that kind of the same thing? Or how do you even define a keeper? Let's say in 2022, as opposed to let's say 2015. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> it would be something that you'd want to grow again. I mean, that's fair enough. I didn't mean to uh, uh, be coy about it. I guess, I don't know, like uh, back in the day, it was a little bit more difficult to get seeds. I think maybe you had to go to the show or whatever. Now you can just kind of order anytime you want. I don't know. Do you pick, uh, maybe that's what I was getting. Like, do you do you pick different plants now? Actually, that's kind of a roundabout way of asking that question. But anyway, let, let's ask it anyway. Do you pick plants differently now than you did, let's say, five years ago? Has your style of uh, just plant selection and breeding and everything else, has it kind of evolved and changed over time? More certainty. I think a little more certainty, maybe when you're, when you're making a choice or you're making a, you know, cause a lot of times you're just guessing until it's been tested out and ran out. So you, your guess becomes better. I dig it. I mean, you have more, um, yeah, you just have more experience. So you have like more, you have the equivalent of muscle memory somehow, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, if someone's really good at something, you can kind of watch them doing it, and it's almost like their their brain shuts off, and just they're 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 doing the motions somehow. They just they have this way of uh, solving a problem almost instantly. Another another person has to kind of think. Ah, that's probably a terrible description, but uh, anyway, no, no, I dig it. I understand what you mean. Go ahead. That's a great description. No, you're you're exactly right. You know, um, when you've been doing something, when you, I remember when I very very first started. The light schedule thing was so confusing to me. I just didn't get it. I couldn't grasp it. And now it's like, what? I can't even believe I was that dumb. So, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, you, you learn as you go and, and <laughs> you look back sometimes. You can't believe how far back you started. Isn't that fun, too? Like, honestly, it doesn't take that long to kind of look back and be like, oh, my God, I was so so silly <laughs> like five years ago or three years ago or whatever it was like oh my god the stupid stuff that i said or did or whatever yeah isn't it funny like you had such a long career oh here's potent he's got probably some interesting questions for you too uh potent's a cool dude i don't know if you know him he uh does uh aquaponics basically so dual root zone aquaponics actually you may have met him before you probably recognize him uh have we said hello to captain 420 i think yeah. we did not captain 420 is over there he's like damn it they're not even talking to me we weren't ignoring That's you. That's all right. I came in late, so uh, I have to apologize, Miss Joe, for that uh, and panel. And uh, hey, I'm just here being a wallflower tonight, uh, listening to all this good information and uh, hearing about these new strains. And uh, there's a uh, new uh, vortex coming out. Am I correct? Um, it will be the same vortex. Good. Yes. It'll be the same, but it'll come back. Yes. Same model. Basically remade. It's awesome. Yeah. Because I'm a big Opal fan. That that weed will get you so high. I mean, it almost, I mean, what I remember when Sub and I first had gotten together, we, we had some of that, um, I think it was, uh, Oh God, I can't remember the guy's name. He sent some of it and I smoked some of it and I was, I got nauseous. I was so high from that. And I was like, oh goodness, we, I have to grow this plant out, you know? And that's what we're, yeah. 
absolutely amazing. Had some friends uh, vomit on that strain a few different times uh, over the years. Also the um, the time wreck and the space queen, just just the space queen. So yeah, that that could be a little bit with the vortex. It has the Apollo and the space queen. So the the combo might just yeah. Ms. Jill, have you ever uh, smoked anybody on, under the table that we would know? Like, uh, I don't know, some famous weed people at a show or something. Did you uh, have a couple of puffs and watch them fall over or anything like that ever happen? I'm sure it has. I just, I can't think of it because I've, I've been smoking a little bit. But Ed, Ed Rosenthal. Oh, goodness. He doesn't like fall over because he's usually seated. Jane takes really good care of him or he would fall over. So you can knock him over with a feather. <laughs> right on. By the way, challenge accepted. That's it. What's going on, Potent? I don't know if his uh, audio is good. He's got a guest as well. What's going on, gentlemen? They might be trying to talk, but they're muted. Are they going to do sign language today? Maybe. Wave, gentlemen. We're going to play charades. That's right. <laughs> there we go. That's their. They're waving. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Twisted oh, in the house. They're, they're in Puerto Rico, so don't forget that. That's We're it. live from Puerto Rico. Big water, ocean water. Right on, cheers, Bowden. Cheers, man. I'm with uh I'll let you introduce yourself. I'm with Puerto Rico natural farming. Yeah, yeah. Uh Ian Jimenez. Uh I work in agriculture and uh, as as a whole, but I'll see use cannabis and hemp as a great tool uh, to promote natural farming here on the island and uh, trying to trying to get this to spread throughout my island. It, you we see the pockets here and there, but it's, it's something that's relatively new, uh, forgotten about. And so with the help of people like Steve here, we're slowly getting back into it. Yeah, man. That's a an intriguing thought. You, you, uh, I don't know. Basically, from cultural whatever the fuck, I don't know, just some stupid uh, movies and stuff. You, I kind of assumed like, oh, maybe Puerto Rico farms naturally or something. But you're right. Like, shit. Of you course, you probably of, don't. Like, it's probably all salts. Yeah, right. A lot of American and Western influence as far as agriculture goes and oh. big ag goes. So uh, a lot of salt based farms across the board, not just cannabis, but yeah. And basically strip mining what little topsoil there is on that island, right? Yeah. Yeah, but there's the even in fact I was at a grow uh, yesterday. You can see where the water is cut through, but the air, the actual like organic layer is like six to twelve inches, and anything below yeah. that, like sand and like and six coral to twelve rock. inches is, is and, yeah, it's is, like real shallow, like three to six well, inches by the average amount. It's yeah, a very shallow layer of organic material, really fertile, and below that, it's it's not very fertile. But these are just areas that have been manipulated over the years by us. If you go to any system that's living and unhampered with, for instance, if you go to the southwest corners, the desert forest gets less than 30 inches of rain a year, and it has just as much life under the microscope as the rainforest in the northeast, which gets 200 to 300 inches of rain a year. Hmm. Right. So how do these two opposing systems come together to form these two incredibly vibrant uh, habitats and then in between those two systems is us and we're fucking it up what are we doing wrong and it, it, it comes back to what's what we're finding in the soil at the end of the day 
Is there a perpetual like push and pull with the the money people who basically say like, yeah, we don't we don't want this stuff, we don't need this stuff, like that's nice, keep dreaming, and they're just like, let's go back to the salts. So right now, the local universities have been pushing out their mobile cell reps, as we call them, you know, here like the pharmaceutical reps, and they've been doing a pretty good job of consistently pushing these people out that push these agrochemicals. And you will get like resistance and a pushback from people that just say, no, this, this is fallacy. This is a fantasy land. Prove it. All these things that, that they, uh, they, uh, they, they try to refute you, uh, just, just through the word of mouth. But as soon as you present something to them, that's completely opposite of them. They shut up, you know, they stop talking and then they start paying attention. And that's been my experience with a lot of agronomists locally here uh, who have been traditionally uh, educated. But the, the tides are changing here for sure. And you're seeing a big push against, uh, for instance, Monsanto has a huge, huge hold on us. They do, I believe, the majority of their soybean breeding and a lot of their pesticide uh, testing here on the island, the south side of the island. And they've had a big grip on us for as long as they've been, you know, a functioning corporation, really. So you will always, you will always have that pushback, no matter what happens, really, in my opinion. Speaking of that, Ms. Jill, um, oh, I was just—I don't ask. know. Perhaps this is. Uh, oh, go ahead, Smash. Go ahead. I'll write down um, the question. So. You've been working with Feminized Seed lately. Um, have you, how, how have you liked it? How, what's your experience so far? Um, I, one of my favorite strains is uh, one of my Feminized Crosses. Um, actually, she's been around for about three years now. Um, the Purple Turban, it's a headband cross with purple Afghani Kush. Um, I, I, I had a lot of doubts about Feminized. I, I had kind of a negative opinion of it before I ever tried them. Um, this, you know, the, the word back in the day was, oh, they're, they're bad. You know, they're, they hermaphrodite more than, you know, they're, they're, they're not worth your while. Don't grow. Them. So um, I've always been hesitant to grow them. And then um, my friend, yes, I humbled, he, you know, happens to be um, one of the bigger feminine readers around. So uh, we talked about it. He taught me, you know, Talk, walked me through how to do it, him and uh, Matt, Matt Riot. And they walked me through, you know, all the processes of it, everything. And so I did my first round and it was extremely successful. Everything went as perfectly as well as planned. Um, I was, uh, had just a plenty of, a big amount of seeds. Um, I tested them all out and out of that group of seeds, all of them passed testing. They were wonderful. Um, and um, I did cross uh, the purple Afghani, you know, the same mom, but I crossed her with a space dude. And uh, we were talking earlier about strains that we don't release that we didn't like. That one was uh, named uh, Princess Jasmine. And I did not end up releasing that strain because she actually had issues with uh, hermaphrodites. And that was a regular. So, but so the purple Afghani used as with a regular crossing uh, had strain that made a lot of hermaphrodites but as as a feminized crossing she seems to be do pretty well and um basically all of the strains that i've crossed her with the moms that she's crossed with they they are just like their mother 
but with a little hint of, you know, the purple and the um, little bit of the purple flavoring coming through, but, uh, or not purple flavoring, I'm sorry, the purple Afghani flavoring coming through, which is kind of an earthy grape uh, type flavor. But um, definitely she's, she's worked out really well for uh, Feminized. So I think that it depends on what, which mom you use. Um, some, I guess, would be better suited as Feminized versus crossing with a regular I don't know what that is specifically, what that reason is, or if it's, you know, just a coincidence, but that's, that's my opinion. I, I don't see any difference in growing them out at all versus a regular. You still hear, I still hear, cause I, I don't mind running coming. I see that I haven't. Um, I mean, when you're looking at small numbers and stuff, it's nice to know you're going to have good, good seed stock. That's already a female and, and hopefully it, you know what I mean? And it all comes down to the breeder, obviously, if they did good work and if they've picked out the good prodig pro progen I can't even speak right now, I'm so high prodigy. <laughs> but um I, I I I've never I've never seen a real big difference at all, honestly, between regulars and, and feminized. And I'm happy that you I'm happy that you said that because a lot of people still say it like, oh, they're they're shit seeds. And I'm like, well, I mean, you should go in second look. Uh, Do they really I, I say, think, they say that they're shit seeds these days? I mean, I've said that I'm worried that the long-term breeding consequences are unknown, but I don't know that they're shit seeds. I mean, do do folks say that? Yeah, I still hear it, it once in a some while. People, some people still say that, but I wouldn't say that it's true at all. Um, you grow a bunch I, of uh, feminized too, right, Wesson? I grow, I grow a bunch of feminized. Um, what I was wondering, uh, do you ever mess with S1s? Uh, or is it our all our ones that you do, or um, how, what? What? What do you? What do you feminize? Do you actually pick? Do you pick one and then just fem and then S one it so you get a? Um, yeah, I made S ones of the purple Afghani because that was the whole focus in the beginning was to make it into a feminized form so that I can make it available because everybody clones of this plant. She's beautiful, beautiful plant. Um, she's got a very happy height. Um, great flavor. She's just a wonderful plant and very easy to grow as well. So, you know, I paired her with a few different moms that I thought would be a good match with her and it was very successful. And I'm, I'm very glad for that. Uh, I guess that, uh, folks, by the way, you guys are welcome to ask questions and, and that we goes to uh, saying, um, as well. What's that smash? We both said, um, at the same time, we're like, um. <laughs> I know it's like the show that we're on the show or something. Um, Ms. Jill, I was going to ask you, um, <clears throat> again, um, it's an impolite word, right? You're not supposed to say it, but what are going to do? You know, so some private. Yeah. Right. And the guy said that you can hear me clear my throats and I'm all freaking subconscious. Anyway. So, uh, I went to this cool regen conference uh, a couple weeks ago and, uh, they talked a lot about, and you could palpably see how uh, big business has swung a wrecking hammer through the entire or a wrecking ball, honestly, through the entire, what we knew of as the kind of Northern California weed scene. Honestly, what you knew of as the Northern California weed scene, you've probably right. been down there in the, in the recent time. So you probably know what we're talking about, but a lot of folks I think don't know what we're talking about. I didn't honestly, cause I hadn't been down there in a few years. It used to be so vibrant and there used to be so much weed in the scene, right? For, you know, for both for good and bad, of, of course. But how do I say this? There used to be tons of money in the scene. Uh, tons of people had money, like, uh, uh, trimmers had money, growers had money, breeders had money, everybody. And a lot of the farms have had been forced to close down or change their distribution model to even more risky and whatever else. And you've seen kind of the hollowing out of the entire 
honestly, like even entire entire towns and cities that like I, I had driven through and it was all pretty and everything was, you know, like lots of stuff was going on. And now there's like closed down businesses and, you know, stuff has been removed. It's where do you see the little guy in the future? You know? Well, you know, and that's what happens when the government gets involved with anything. It goes to shit. Um, they're going to take it away from us. That's what's happening slowly over time everybody you know and and legalization is wonderful because it makes the medicine accessible to people who couldn't get it before but honestly and truly i prefer it when it was a medical when it was medical i I wish that everywhere was more of the medical scene that we used to have and i would have to explain that better you know being in oregon um, for example you know we were all growing legally because we just had our medical cards we could trade um, flour back and forth between each other. Um, we had dispensaries and we could, as any, basically anybody could go in there and sell to the dispensary, you know, and have it tested out and, and sell to the dispensary. And, you know, it was wonderful like that. Um, Walking with a backpack, right? Yeah. And the, and the prices were cheaper and, you know, we weren't getting in trouble for it then either. So it, this, this whole change, it's taken the rights away from the smaller growers. They don't have the money. And um, even the ones that do have the money, eventually over time, they're kind of getting pushed out or they have to abide by so many regulations. What their product used to be is no longer what their product is because it, they're not allowed to have it that way or, or, you know, it's too expensive to do it that way. But I also think a lot of what you see when you were driving through California has to do with the fires. Um, People are people are getting out because of the fires. If if it, if you're referencing, you know, up into the northern California area, that's the fires have a big deal to do with that. I think. Uh, I mean, we kind of drove through. I guess we went to the bottom of Humboldt, right? Because uh, didn't uh, didn't they tell us basically? We were telling us at the show like Garberville, basically, or the 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 one tree house or whatever that's at the bottom of uh, Humboldt, and the whole reason why they basically held the conference there was that it's like the gateway to Humboldt and stuff. So we kind of drove through all of it. I don't know, weird way we we got to see. Uh, I mean, quickly we drove through at night, and then we drove through in the daytime on the way back, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to belabor it. Like, I don't want to, it's not, this is not like a c- catastrophe show or something. I'm not trying to celebrate catastrophes, but it's, it's been really interesting to see how um, it's been very easy for big business to just kind of swing its wrecking hammer as you assume. I mean, how do I put this? Like when Amazon came to town or when Walmart came to town way back when it closed all kinds of small time businesses. So when these bigger uh, farms with the multi uh, multi-license uh, farms down in California compete against the small guys. Uh, uh, it's uh, sort of no contest. I don't know. I guess I was wondering, like, where do you see somebody talking? Or is it radio? I don't know. Something. <laughs> anyway, uh, where do you see? Um, again with the um, where do you see the craft business developing? Right, okay. and, and I've said this before on the show. Like, uh, what's that, Smash? I said my bad. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, no worries. You think about it. What's up on what? What's that? Oh, on the um? um yeah, like, um, um, um. No, every single show I say one word like 50,000 times is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. Uh, by the way, why do we have like, okay, the breakout room is open or not? All right, that's bizarre. Never mind. That just doesn't make any sense. So, Mr. Jill, I was talking about, um, or I was trying to get to, honestly, where does the craft business go? Because I feel like uh, when people want craft, they're actually talking about weed that you breed, basically. I think a lot of folks would agree with that in the chat that know you. I think, you know, the, the beautiful colors and the beautiful aromas, the beautiful smells. People know TGA. They know you're a jelly bean. Like, they know it's just you open the bag and it's just an explosion of flavor. What's the future for that in this kind of 
in the context of this California stuff where uh, this guy's Sun Grown Mids, I don't know if you know him, but uh, uh, he's been on my show. He's been on a couple other different shows. Super interesting guy. He broke up the Phyllis show or Phyllis story. Uh, uh, Potent knows him uh, quite well. Uh, he was talking about, um, God, this is one of those times where weed gets to me and I lost my train of thought. I had COVID a couple of months ago. I'm going to blame that. The freaking, I lost my train of thought. I was trying to talk well, about, oh, there we go. I got it again. I, so he was talking about how one specific lobbyist was basically responsible for the kind of obliteration of the California craft scene as we knew it. You know, all the small farms. Uh, there was the, how do I say this? He was apparently, I don't remember the guy's name, unfortunately. We, we should probably get uh, Sungrown Mids to come back on the show. But it was this one particular lobbyist who was only really paid like $300,000 for this issue. That's kind of amazing when you think about that. Like he wasn't paid $100 million to screw everybody. He was paid like $300,000 to screw everybody. Uh, and he got California to remove the one acre cap on licenses. So basically people could stack licenses or corporations rather could stack licenses. So they could have 200 licenses. They could have 300 one acre licenses and use it as one license. And he also, uh, I guess I'm forgetting the other part of it right now, but anyway, essentially he, uh, Oh, and he also made it very difficult for people to even get licenses so that California only released them on apparently a lottery basis and only a few times. And so it made yeah. it almost impossible for people to get licenses. Apparently one dude was responsible for that. And so when you think about that, it's like, where, where, where does the craft scene go? Where do the little guys go? What kind of quality are you getting? How are, how are you going to process fields like that? It's going to be cut down like, hey, you know, it's, yeah. but there are still, you know, in Northern California, there are still several, you know, really good growers. I know my friend, um, Russian River Farms, he still grows. He's, he's an amazing grower. Um, one of the few that I would actually, you know, smoke his weed. His weed was amazing. So um, are they really being priced out? Like they say they are. Like you yeah. hear, like I'm on the other coast. So like all we hear is like everyone's really getting priced out in California. Like the small businesses are disappearing because of taxes pretty much. Oh, I'm sure. I'm in Oregon now, so I'm not 100% certain on all that. But yeah, I mean, everything's, COVID caused a lot of it. But you know, cannabis was all open during COVID. So Michigan too, well. Michigan also is fighting right now. Their their whole caregiver program is getting lobbied against. They're trying to cut back their numbers to twelve and like yeah. And apparently, it's the big money dispensaries, basically, and big money farms that are basically pushing to shut down all the little guys that they feel like compete with them. Which is such a I don't know. It's such a silly way to do things. I don't understand it. Like, couldn't they just have better weed? It just seems like to me if they if they could just have better weed than the they make fun of the basement growers anyway. If the basement growers are such losers, couldn't you just have better weed than them and outcompete them? But apparently they can't. So apparently are, the basement growers actually have better weed. <laughs> are the basement growers um, able to sell to the dispensaries? I think only to uh, patients. I think they used to be able to sell the dispensaries, but just like with California, I think they changed that a few years ago. But even that, I think they're trying to lower the uh, patient number that you can have. I'm not from Michigan, so I, don't, I can't swear to it, but someone in the chat will probably say it uh, right away. But uh, our friend, uh, show friend Spartan Grown is always talking about this. He's been kind of going to the courthouse and, and lobbying with it in Michigan. Uh, but I think, as far as I remember, they're trying to lower the patient count as well as the plant count, as well as uh, essentially the amount of weed that you can actually have on hand. Like basically all across the board, they're trying to lower it to the point that, uh, yeah, they're going to be like, you know, California uh, uh, noobs with six plants, you know? Wow. 
what they were oh. trying to do was uh, limit the number of plants that a caregiver can have per patient. Right now, it stands at 12. And just like Smash was saying, uh, I believe it's uh, two and a half ounces per uh, patient that you can have on hand, where recreationally, you're allowed to grow 12 plants. And from those 12 plants, you can have 120 pounds. And you're just fine. But uh, they want to change it so bad that they want to put uh, cameras in the grow rooms so they can monitor it. That's and delightful. They have, That's not creepy uh, at all. Access to your grows anytime they want, and it doesn't even have to be a state employee. It can be a city employee that makes these inspections. Well, what about the people who like to garden nude? I mean, that's that'd be funny. Pre-show. You should just exclusively <laughs> do that, and like, so true. just to, to annoy the freaking guy. This might make a pervert. They might make you sign a fucking a contract though that you have like you know like you must wear shoes and shirt to to grow in your grow room or some shit yeah something in stupid <laughs> in your in own your house, house right something <laughs> dumb that they're gonna be like yeah you can if you're okay, using our cameras as long as they make that rule for tomatoes I'm okay with it like as long as basically like the tomato growers have to have cameras and shit and they're not allowed to you know, garden in their boxer shorts and whatever else as long as they do that tomatoes peppers what else. Uh, Marigolds, I was Rose. mentioning earlier. Uh, roses. Avocados. Do you like growing anything other like not cannabis? Like what's what else do you like to grow? A whole garden. Yeah. I love what, what you, what's your favorite thing other than cannabis? Yeah. Pumpkins. I like squash. I like pumpkins. Um I like big to see how big I can get my zucchini. Um I have do. you ever thought about doing the giant pumpkins? Um, yeah, I've just never had room for them. <laughs> Those things are crazy. <laughs> I used to go and find a big pumpkin for my kids and at my um, kid's dad and I would go and pick it up and we'd, we'd have to put it on something like, you know, slide it onto a, like a piece of carpet or something. So we'd get on each side and carry it. Cause we get such huge ones, you know, like batting around and I would blow up the, um, the pattern. So it would be big enough for the front of it. And I just have all the kinds of cool, big, huge, cool pumpkins. It's awesome. That cracks me up. Uh, I had a friend not too long ago who was convinced that those giant pumpkins are fake. And I was like, so what are they fake from? Like, what did they make them out of? If it's a giant pumpkin, wouldn't it be easier just to grow the pumpkin? And then the person's like, no, but like, that's just too big for a pumpkin. I've never seen a pumpkin that big. Well, I was like, well, yeah, because those are giant pumpkins. Those are literally giant pumpkins. Anyway, we had a whole discussion. And I, I, I changed someone's life. Now they realize that pumpkins can get, get to be, they were like, no, there's no way that it's over like 200 pounds. And I was like, no, 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 man. I think the world record's like over 3,000 pounds. Sure enough, I looked it up. It's like over 4,000 pounds now. They're like a two-ton pumpkin is the fucking record. Like a two-ton You can pumpkin. make a little like Ford out of it. It's so big. I mean, what do you do with a two-ton pumpkin? I wonder to myself, like it cannot well, possibly taste good. Like what do you do with two tons of pumpkin matter? Like seriously, the garbage company's not going to take it. Cows. Once you, Cows. Once you, there you go. yeah, pigs, goats. Pig. Pigs will get anything. Right, yeah. There you go. Fine. Goats will eat shit, that shit shit up real quick too. Just let them That's fucking true. go. You see, I hadn't thought it through. Oh. If you have a giant pumpkin, you probably also have pigs and goats. All right, never mind. I want fine. Uh, the bigger ones have an air pocket. 
like they get a huge air pocket in them. Like, oh, I bet. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so crazy how they grow. Um, you have so to like I, massage them and stuff, don't you? Or yeah, like uh, moisturize the skin thing. so they don't crack and whatever. Yeah. Keep them shaded. You have to put like a shade cloth on them and stuff so they don't get burnt. Keep them damp. Have you ever thought about, Ms. Jill, this is a stupid question, but I don't know, might as well. Have you ever thought about growing like just goofy plants just for fun? Like a, a few years ago, the, the Oregon State Fair actually had like a cannabis uh, like event or whatever, and they were going to try to, to integrate it in the whole fair and whatever. And I think it kind of, I, don't, I think it's off on the, I don't, I don't know that they're still doing it, but anyway, it's been, you know, the pandemic, yeah. but they had like Australian bastard cannabis. You probably saw it actually. Cause it's, oh it yeah, you're working with but, that. So let me tell you about that. So my friend, um, Danny from uplifted farms, um, he actually won, won the contest or won a first place or whatever. Um, Ed Rosenthal was one of the judges. Um, so Danny is the person that grew out the original Chernobyl seeds. Um, they were made by dioxide uh, when he was working with TGA. So, um, Danny from Uplifted Farms grew out those original seeds, but you know, when they were just testers and he found the uh, golden ticket that the phenotype that everybody is, you know, dying to have. Um, and, and then it's also been named Slimer, which came from Coma the Grower. It ended up in his hands. You knew he wasn't supposed to have it. So he renamed it uh, Slimer. So anyway, so it's the same cut. Um, and I do have that one. That's the mom of my jelly bean line. But um, so that's, you know, where I'm going with it is he, he won um, the contest. He was in the, the like local newspaper. So it was really cool, you know, to see that it was so mainstream at that point. Right. Like uh, you, Rose how do you like competitions. It? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to, how do you, how do you like it? Like, I, I know you're working with it. I seen, I seen a couple of posts that you said you had it. How do you like it? Like what? I think those things are cool. That and the freak show are, are so intriguing to me. Oh, the, um, oh, the Australian uh, bastard plant that I have. Yeah. Um, I've never grown her out and smoked her. I've grown her out and my daughter has used her to make RSO. She makes okay. beautiful. Hell yeah. I think those are cool. They look like ferns. I think it's going to be a cool, cool situation. Where, like you can have a plant that actually buds and then put it somewhere where people aren't going to really notice it. Like it looks like a fern or something. It smells like that. It smells like an herb. It smells like parsley. No, maybe something. It's it smells like just an herb. It's just huh. you know smell. Houghton and I had the coolest uh, uh, flower. It was honestly probably my favorite flower of that Regen conference where there was some uh, cool weed. Uh, a lot of folks liked uh, Bob Hemphill's Puck and a few others. It's super, super like fuely. I think it was like rubber, tire rubber or something. Anyway, my favorite was honestly probably this. Uh, it was actually a freak show, not the ABC, but the freak show from uh, Humboldt Seed Company down there. Now, I think you're friends with him. Uh, it was, uh, and, and they had a couple different phenotypes, actually. We, we smoked a couple, and I think Poten and I both smoked a couple. We were kind of disappointed in the other ones, because this one, actually, with the most leafy, freak showy kind of uh, leaves, it looked like looked like a fern plant, as, as Poten was uh, ripping it apart for a joint. It looked like he was ripping fern leaves off of it. It was so kind of larfy until you got to the meat of the bud, and then it was actually, not, uh, like, meaty, and it had this beautiful... Uh, a floral cakey. It's been actually a couple of weeks. So I don't remember exactly, but it was just this complete out of left field. I thought it was so, so charming freak show. Just anyway, it's delightful. Oh, now that I think about it, that wasn't completely freak show. It was freak show mixed to a, um, something pineapple, a, uh, 
I can't remember the name of the farm that did it. Uh, uh, they kind of bred it on site, high, high, spring, high spring farms or something. Anyway, do you remember Potent, that freak show that we were smoking? It was freaking delightful. Now oh, he's often lost in thought. <laughs> talking about something else. Yeah, folks don't know what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, it's just a crazy, like, leaf structure on a cannabis plant that actually flowers. So it's not like um, it's useless. It actually does flower and stuff. Are you uh, making fun of the weed? Like D's going to I asked D to show his freak show off because he's got a freak show growing. Have you ever, have you ever like thought about working with the freak show? Mm, no. Nah, it's not, not your cup of tea. Nah. What's new? Taste their own. How about Go what's smash. new? What's com- What's coming up? That's a good question, Smash. Well, if my friend's, he, you know, he gave me the seed. I'm not going to eat the breeder. I'm not going to. I'm not going to use, you know, something he gave me. It's his thing. Oh, that's a good point. Honestly, that was, uh, I like her uh, uh, take on it. Ms. Jill, uh, that could lead me to the one question I was really kind of hoping to ask you. Uh, uh, I know maybe that's a controversial question. So when I asked you before the show, you were like, oh, I don't know. We can talk about it for a second. If you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to talk about it. I've been really interested in, uh, I don't know how you pick, um, how you pick things to work on when you don't want to, let's say, step on someone's toes or it's uh, Okay, the question has kind of two different sides. All right, flat out, now that I realize that I'm a little bit stoned, it's two different questions. I'm going to ask two different questions. The second question is about testers. Basically, how do you find and retain good testers? But the first one is, uh, where do you where do you draw the line between stepping on someone's toes and maybe just working on something that you like? For example, Clackamas Coot, uh, he's not on here tonight, but maybe he's listening in, but he's not on here tonight. He has uh, the one, uh, it's called, and he's very, uh, he's had it for like 37 years, and it's a little bit famous. A lot of folks know, uh, have it, and a lot of folks even have it that don't know that it came from Coot, weirdly enough, because he gave it out for years. He just gave it out for free for years and years and years. And these days it kind of irks him every time he hears, you know, he talks about on the show, it kind of irks him every time he sees people. There's a few people who actually kind of started their entire seed line by crossing a bunch of hype stuff to TO. Uh, but then not only that, there's a bunch of other people who've sold TO cuts for 500 bucks a pop and because it's got that name, right? And it's got a great name actually, like the one, right? Uh, and it's a nice cut actually. It's Afghan by Thai or Thai by Afghan, I think. Uh, actually, that's what it is. It's Thai by Afghan. Um, how do I say this? Where do you draw the line between working with something cool like TO and maybe stepping on somebody's toes, like, uh, uh, stealing, uh, uh maybe, uh, 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 humble seed company's work or stealing Coots work or something. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. You know, like that, since that's his main namesake strain, I mean, if they're friends with him, you know, no, they shouldn't. If they're like, if they're like actually real breeders and stuff, you know, and, but everything has to come from somewhere. But if they're his friends, you know, and then he gave it to him as a gift and, and he knows that, you know, they don't know he doesn't really like it. I don't I don't know exactly where that line is. I mean, because we all have to use something. Um, I don't think you should F to someone else's work without their permission or unless they have, you know, gone away. They're not using it anymore. And are F- you OK then with, uh, let's say, a so-called F1? Like, are you OK with uh, crossing? Um, you know, a, a, a jelly bean to, uh, I don't know, pick something. What were we just talking about? To <laughs> say uh, you cross jelly beans to TO and uh, find the progeny. Are you okay with that cross? There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, I've, I mean, I had some of my new jelly bean hybrids released like 
six months and people were already making crosses with them. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, that's there's all. really nothing you can do, huh? You know, once somebody buys that belongs to them, but if somebody gives something to you, like, I mean, he, he wouldn't even get mad if I did it. I just, you know, I just, I choose not to is, is really more of the thing. Um, but obviously, like I said, again, you know, we all have to use something that belongs to someone somewhere. F2s, you know, especially if the breeder's still working that strain and the breeder's still active in the community, you know, that's, that maybe you should ask them first, you know? Or, I mean, that seems polite to me, right? Like I, to yeah. me, that would be kind of an honor if a friend of mine, especially that I respected said, Hey, do you mind if I use your such and such in a cross? And I would assume that they would probably do it anyway, even if I said no, because I mean, just, you know, people are people, honestly, but a lot of folks, at least a good friend, I think actually would say, you know, listen to my yes or no. But if they asked me politely, I would probably say yes. And I would be honored if you like to, to give them, you know, my Morgana or my Lime River Rose or whatever else. Again, I'm, I'm, you know, you're a legendary breed. I'm not comparing the two of us, but I was just ta- talking to a friend of mine about, uh, she said, Hey, so what, what, to, what do breeders uh, get if they sell their seeds? And then like someone else basically finds uh, a, an awesome flower. So literally, I guess uh, if they find a litter, like an awesome flower, like the, the golden ticket, if they find an awesome flower in a pack of seeds, what does the breeder get from that? Nothing. Said, nothing. A, really nothing. That, it's called a new name. That's And that was part of the question too. And then what if they call it a new name? And I said, you know, a lot of people actually get a little bit upset about that. And I said, you know, it's because of the following reasons. It's kind of logical. Like basically you're stealing their work and everything else. You're basically taking something that should have been theirs and giving them recognition and taking it for yourself. Uh, uh, OG is famous for that, right? It's been renamed Six Ways to Sunday. It's probably 66 Ways to Sunday. Uh, SFE, fucking uh, Ghost OG, uh, Larry OG, on and on and on. It's the same fucking cut basically, but they've renamed it 50 different things. Um, I said, on the other hand, I don't think that there's anything that you can do about that and that it's real life and it's just, it's part of life. And like Ms. Jill said, I've gotten my genetics from other people. I mean, I didn't steal them. I got them like willingly. People gave them to me and I asked nicely and everything else. But how do I say this? You do get them from somewhere. Um, I don't know. Honestly, better to... Fuck, again, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm going to blame it on fucking COVID. I'm trying to... I was just getting to my point too. That's the best part of it. I was trying to say that uh, uh, it's kind of... uh, It's going to happen anyway. And because it's going to happen anyway, it's kind of an honor if someone is stealing your shit. If it were not worth anything, they wouldn't steal your shit. But because they're stealing your shit, it's worth something. And because it's worth something, how do I say this? Because they're stealing your shit and because it's worth something, it almost will give it a better cachet than if no one had ever stole it. So they're almost doing your fucking favor. I mean, if you, if you, if you find out, I suppose, I don't know. I guess well, that, any that, advertisement is good advertisement. A little well, bit smashed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm way off in left field, but I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Ms. Jill, for example. The one I, the thing I really don't like is when there's a company, you know, like for example, rocket seeds or, or whatever um, he wants to call himself. Um, 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 seed King or whatever, whatever. I can't remember what he's going <laughs> to name it. Um, anyways. So he went and he made, um, and they're not even agent orange but he's just calling it agent orange you know what i mean he's not calling it agent orange f2s he's not calling it anything else and it's not even agent orange those people they're those companies they have several different company names and they just buy buckets full of seeds you know that are similar to what they are trying to represent and they put them in a pack that's what you get you're not getting And so in that case, it kind of dilutes your brand because it's a deliberately kind of shittier version of what you have. And then people will associate you with that. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That's a blatant ripoff. Like 
they're not even using the real thing you know what i mean like like watering down at at least if you're gonna take my shit use like the real thing yeah (laughs) the reputation it's like watering down the reputation of the original at least you know i think if they had enough respect for the strain they'd have enough respect to at least ask to ask the reader i mean if their attributes you know i always say this there's some of you in everything that you grow. So if, if, if you have a strain that, you know, you absolutely want to breed with, it, it doesn't take much to have social, enough social grace and etiquette to just, and respect, to ask, do you mind? Because most people won't say no. And I'm not saying there isn't some, you know, proprietary st- stuff out there. We know how the market can run. So I'm not saying that everything's going to be uh, open gate. Let's go. But, you know, does, does that make sense? I'm, I'm not trying to over overanalyze. Just put a point on it. Absolutely. And uh, Ms. Jill, um, I said we've had a, a delightful interview. You're welcome to hang out here. I know you have a bad back. So just like I, I have a bad back too, so I'm very conscientious about making people for too long. So I'd, I'd love to ask one more question. You're absolutely welcome to hang out. We're going to be here for quite some time still. Uh, but if you do have to leave for any reason, you're absolutely welcome to leave. I'd love to ask one more question. Uh, maybe if, if the audience has, let's say, one more question after that, we have two more questions. We have to let uh, uh, her either decide if she wants to stay or leave. It's, it's absolutely up to her. Uh, but uh, it's been a delightful interview, honestly, uh, Ms. Jill. You're welcome back anytime. Uh, uh, we always, uh, honestly, everybody always uh, values your perspective. Every time I bring you up, nobody ever has a bad thing. That's how you know somebody is respected because nobody has a bad thing to say about them. Like I've, I've noticed that there's a few breeders in the industry that I've never heard anyone say anything bad about them. And that to me is a better sign than anything. Like, for example, if you can keep friends and no one talks shit about you, I think that's a pretty good indication that you're not a shyster or a shithead. You know what I mean? Like, that's I mean, it's a pretty good indication, right? If you can keep friends. I've heard a couple of people actually say that recently. Like, if someone doesn't have long-term friends, why is that? And so in other words, if you do have long-term friends, it's a very good indication that like, you're not a total shyster or whatever. But then also, uh, how do I say this? Uh, uh, again, my fucking brain is like uh, uh, wobbling back and forth. Anyway, uh, I swear it is this freaking uh, uh, cold that I got. or Maybe it was the Rona a couple months ago. Anyway, the question for you, uh, Ms. Jill, is uh, how do you keep and retain good testers? Uh, uh, it's kind of... Um, how do I say this? It's an awkward subject because a lot of folks haven't really put the thought into the fact that the free seeds that they might get as a tester that fell from heaven, that actually cost the breeder money and time and everything else, and maybe even a risk depending on where the breeder themselves lives. Because I've gotten testers from breeders that lived in red states, uh, so it's actually a double risk for them. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, the, the, a lot of folks will assume that the seeds are theirs to kind of play with and they can keep them. They can, they can, uh, uh, trade them. They can breed with them. They can do whatever they want. I don't know. How do you, how does one find good, uh, uh, testers and keep them? Well, um, for example, the testers that I do use, um, I, I, I just have them. I kind of memorized, you know, they're the same ones they've grown for me several times. They're, they're usually more quiet. You know, they're not the, um, loud boisterous. They don't change things a lot, you know, um, but one of the things I, I, I mean, I lay, I lay out, you know, what I expect, you know, I, I would like for you to be able to grow them. Um, I would like feedback, photos, verbal. Um, I want to know, you know, how it performed in comparison to other things, you know, in your garden. And um, I don't want them to breed with it. I don't want them to give out clones of it. And that's one of the things that, I, that they're told and uh, they, they're supposed to agree to is that, you know, that they will not breed with it until it's released. 
if it is released. After I release it, then, you know, it's different because they can buy its seeds and do the same. But uh, yeah, so no, they're not supposed to do any, any cloning, you know, giving away clones or, or um, breeding with it until after it's released. And that's a touchy subject for some folks. Some folks basically think, hey, man, you sent me some seeds. I should be able to do whatever I want with them. Uh, but the reality is, like, again, like you, you sent those things out as a tester specifically. Like you paid to tell you, like you paid to send it out yourself, right? Like I send out my seeds. I don't charge my testers anything. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just the envelope is four bucks. I mean, just shipping. Yeah. You know, padded envelope is four bucks. Yeah, and the shipping has gone up. So basically, every time I ship something somewhere, even first class is now like $4 basically for that same envelope. So yeah, you're into it. A few dollars basically already, not counting the seats, not counting the time that you take to the post office, on and on. You got to stand in line, on and on and on and on, because these days there's always a freaking line. Uh, how do I say it? Uh, there's this trope basically where you send out, and I found the same thing when I sent out testers. I sent out a couple of rounds of uh, testers. I'm about to send a couple more in the next few months too. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, like 90% of them, uh, I never heard from those people again. And in some cases I basically be, made enemies, literally. This was a very interesting thing for me. I'd never yes, seen that yeah, before. I remember that. I made a number of enemies by basically it was sending really people weird. free shit. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah, free yeah. shit. Got yeah. You lost a lot of friends. It was really it was a lot of friends. That's and then rude. I joined the team. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That is rude. How do you get something free and then become enemies with the person that just gave you something free? That's ridiculous. Oh, a new jealousy, enemy. jealousy, turn friend into enemy. Right. Hey, if you ever send me some um, beans to test, just let me know. Like, I liked what Miss Jill said. Um, I want, I want that feedback from her telling me how she wants me to grow it, because I want it to be as successful as it could be. Being that I'm, I'm in the Sacramento Valley, where it gets to 110 degrees um, quite a few times during the summer. I want to know what's what, what's going to be successful for her for that plant to thrive in my garden. Um, like that's why I asked you uh, what what you would send me that would make it, and I wouldn't have any problems. That's why I um, always ask every you know, single grower. I mean, every single breeder. I so expect to be able to withstand that heat. If you have them in a if if you um, if you have them in a pot, they need to be in a pot large enough. Um, you can't have them in a plastic pot out there and outside um, in that kind of heat because if the roots touch, it'll burn the hell out of them. Yeah. You know, they have I, I, 45 burn. gallons, 45 yeah. gallons. Yeah. That's what I grow in fabric pots. Um, also, I have a, uh, I'm be probably doing four, four by uh, 12 or four by four by 12 redwood uh, uh, planter boxes for one for each uh, box. And then I also have one that's a four by eight planter box that I have for two. Um, and that's what I grow in. It's all natural soil, all natural growing. So that's how I do it. Um, yeah. I got a question for Miss Joe. What do you like better, like cloning or popping seeds? Like what's your favorite? Like I like, like I genuinely love popping seeds. Um, I like for, 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 for outdoor, especially yeah, popping seeds is best. Um, uh, I like popping seeds, but usually I end up um, using clones more because that's what I'm going to end up, you know, um, crossing and making seeds. So what's your uh, cloning method? Um, I just I use the cubes, the um, riot cubes, root riot. Okay. And um, I I 
just, I take each plant into my station where I'm going to do my cloning. And I have all my little tags. I use my tags every time. So I have all my little tags laid out and I soak my cubes and everything. I just soak them in plain water, pH water. And then I, I take each plant. And as I take each plant, you know, I mark the, you know, the cube, put the plant in it. I usually take two of each clone. Um, I still do it the old fashioned way. I put them in tissue boxes that are turned upside down. So it's like a dome. Um, And I take the ends of it, you know, just so it doesn't slide off, you know, and have them dry out. And then I put um, a couple of little fluorescent lights over. I put like a a row of them for fluorescent lights, you know, they're they're on a a metal rack. So they have the fluorescent lights. And then, you know, I just check on them again and like 10 days, 10 and two weeks and they're rooted and ready to go. Like uh, I've never like I take clones. I've just never really been a fan of it. Like or revegging. How do you ever reveg anything? Like has that ever come up? And you're like, fuck, I really want to keep that. Um, no, I usually just don't. I I did when uh, when I was a younger girl, or you know, back in the past, because I had I I was just I grew just more weed. I think I smoked more weed, probably also because I was able to sell weed. You know, so it was a little bit different. Um, now I'm just, you know, it's just my patients and myself that, you know, I'm growing flower for, but, you know, and then of course I make seeds, but, um, I like to test out seeds because, you know, I have to, te- I mean, I have to test out seeds. So I do grow a lot of seeds. Um, I test everything, you know, that I make myself as- before it goes out. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's like, nice. you're one of honestly the most respected people I've seen in the industry. Uh, it's pretty crazy and your strains have stood for years and that's a steeple at like jelly bean is a steeple in the cannabis industry you know what i mean thank you that's i guess the last question i would ask i lied and i'll just ask one more question uh, miss jill what what are the legendary <laughs> strains to come what are we what are we looking forward to in the next uh, year or two um i'm working on agent orange um i I'm, I'm gonna make a i'm doing pheno hunts right now I um, do have some clones I took from uh, one in from one um, grower that had some um, Agent Orange clones. So I'm going to grow those out. I have uh, a bunch of seeds that have grown out and I'm still going through those to try to decide uh, which ones of those I like. And then I have some more seeds, uh, original seeds I'm going to grow out as well and test those. And I'm, I'm still open to anybody that has a, a really awesome Agent Orange clone that they would like to send my way. Um, of course, you know, and make a deal, you know, um, a donation or a trade of some sort. So anyways, um, that's, I'm working on the agent orange, but I will also have the uh, vortex that will, like I said earlier, that the vortex and dairy queen will come back just next time I, I run the space queen. Um, my daughter's holding those still. I just, uh, getting those back right now. It's just, um, hadn't gotten them yet. That's all. Um, no reason, no particular reason. Um, so anyways, um, what other ones do I have coming back? I also am going to work on the Brianberry. I have, um, a couple of Brianberries, uh, um, um, plants that they're, they're hybrids, you know, like the, it's a Brianberry lemon lime. Uh, I think the Brianberry melon is one of the ones and I think a Brianberry black currant. And I would like to make some S ones of those. And I do, um, I'm wanting to bring back the, uh, Brianberry as well. They're uh, Brianberry cough. Um, so I will be working on those. And um, other than that, I, I don't have anything else lined up yet. 
by then I'm that's enough honestly I mean come on how many awesome strains do you need right well, um, I'm looking forward to all of them basically especially yeah. the vortex I want that I want that uh, I want the the stuff that basically will knock people's stocks off like and vortex is one of them I do have the Girl Scout cookies coming down I was I was um in the future I was planning on taking that and, and make it one of the hybrids with the agent like a That'd be a good cross, honestly. Uh, Coot is on here all the time, and he laughs people, at cookies. Yeah. But honestly, like it's it, it's nice weed, man. I mean, it's not. How do I say this? I wouldn't mix everything to cookies, and thankfully, there's almost nothing you've talked about. Thankfully, Basically, nothing she's talked did. about has. But yeah, thankfully, everyone already did exactly. But I'd love to see some of that orange uh, TGA style weed with the, the the cookies, the jelly bean cookies, or something. Yeah, straight That'd be up, dope. right? Vortex right. cookies. That'd be epic. Jelly uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I was thinking space. Well, oh yeah, oh, hell yeah. Well, because Space Queen already has this weird candy flavor, so yeah, it'd be like candy cookies. It'd be mm -hmm. great, honestly. Sure. So yeah. yeah. Well, also, I will be working. Like I said, I'm I'm going through Space Queen right now. I just started uh, started some seeds. I'm just doing round one. Uh, I have a handful more seeds that I'm going to do if I need. You know, if I don't find a great one, then I'll go back through it again. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be doing, um, I'm, I'm assuming I would be probably be doing a, a, the S1 as well as I will be making some feminized with that Space Queen female, as well as making the, you know, crossing it with the original Space Dude to make a, a it would be a, a, like I said earlier, I think it would be a F2 um, XI, All right? Uh, uh, Steve, Steve was here, he's the, he Sorry, would know my... better than us. F2I. Yeah, I'm not a good I'm not good with all the breaking like messed up with all those breeding terms. Yeah. Right. Uh Ms. Jill, it's been a pleasure. Honestly, I don't mean to keep you the entire evening. You're absolutely welcome to hang out. Like basically this show is a virtual cannabis pub for smart growers to hang out. And uh uh Clackamas Coot hasn't even shown up. He might yet show up, honestly. He might be listening in. He's just like, you know, laughing at us, you know, talking about him. Uh he might uh, show up here in a little bit. Potent might come back. In fact, Potent will. He said his computer dies. If his computer dies, he'll be back. We goof off for hours here and uh, uh shoot the shit. Uh, so if you're interested in shooting the shit, you're more than welcome. But uh, you're also absolutely welcome to uh uh, uh take a nice Yeah, whenever off. you're down to go, just let us know. Exactly. I'm just gonna yeah. have a chat with you guys. Do you wanna I love her taste in uh, uh, question gear right there. Yeah, we're the same. <laughs> I always use a little or Have you ever uh, have you ever had something, uh, Miss Jill, that um, you felt you maybe was something that was awesome that didn't maybe uh, hit with the public or something because it wasn't named right or or have you seen anybody else that you thought thought, thought created something special? And just didn't name it right, and it, it just didn't hit with the public. Oh, there was a handful of them, you know, with the huge menu we had. There was, you know, a lot of them that didn't get the attention they deserved. They were that were awesome. I believe uh, Third Dimension was one of them. Uh, can't think of them right now. What kind of flavor did that have? That was a Vortex Cross. I'm I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with Vortex. Vortex cross. What's Vortex? It's that God's pussy. Yeah, right? It is literally actually. No, literally come that. on, man. I like you I don't like no, it's God's pussy. Like that's what it was in Ty Times Cup under. Space to me, a space queen. Yeah, some so 
thing is uh, the story is that, and this really is what happened. So we're at a High Times Cannabis Cup. It was like one of the very first ones. It might have been the very first one in the U.S. And I think it was. And so this dude, his green bicycle dude or whatever. Um, so he, he's cool, Patrick. He has a YouTube show. He's uh, Patrick from Green Bicycles. He's yeah, down yeah. in uh, Crescent City. He, he had grown it out and he entered it into the cup and 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 he entered it as God's pussy instead of vortex. And, and <laughs> I'll never forget it. He's standing there and he's on stage and he's like, and the winner of the best sativa is uh uh. <laughs> Did I say that? He's like so stressed out. He didn't. He's like, uh, God's pussy. <laughs> the entire the building was packed. It was just totally. Uh, what? Everyone's probably just looking at themselves, like, what's so bad on that card? Okay. And all of a sudden, we gotta know context, guys. What year was it? What? Not that long ago, like two thousand or something. It wasn't like a hundred years ago. Oh, like, yeah. Not no, even 20 years ago, like I want to say. If it was in the 90s or the 80s, when it was more wholesome time. It was one of the very first High Times Cups in the U.S., I think, whatever that was. Yeah. I have a question for Miss Joe in the chat. Some people in the chat want to know what you're smoking on right now, Miss Joe. I think that this is Time Wreck. There you go, chat. Time. What? Oh, chat. He said, there you go, chat. Oh, I'm smoking cool. train wreck. Um, He's been trying to is good. Hit, That's bad. from uh, OD Diesel, right? Everyone stop for a oh, second. And uh, yeah, let's take a hit. This train wreck is from uh, Humboldt Seed Company. Nice. It's really good. I really nice. like it. And I also have their the Humboldt, uh, the sour diesel, the Humboldt sour diesel from them. It's really good. Really great plant. Both of them were really... Uh, the time wreck, uh, the original time wreck that TGA used for head stash and production, I um, had also intended to uh, make that into an S1 as well. So I know there's a lot of people that really love that phenotype. She was, um, everybody, she bought, she was sold quick at the dispensaries. Nice. Does she taste like train wreck? Because I mean, yeah. mostly everything that ever gets crossed with train wreck always has that train wreck taste to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a train. Hell yeah, yeah. That's what I'm smoking right now. <laughs> I actually just seen some cool structure from uh, the train wreck coming through on that the GG4. I actually still have a plant going right now, and I'm at uh, I believe I'm going on 11 weeks. I would have to look. I was at 10, so I got to be going on 11 now. Um, and I still have one going. Um, and it's got short. It's kind of squat. It's kind of weird, like shaped flowers. I'm like. The, like one of the flowers looked like a like a pancake butt at one point, and I'm like, "All right, you're really kind of train wrecky to me." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. By the way, VT growers say in 2010 is when God's pussy won, so it wasn't even that long ago. Oh, no. Twelve years ago, Jesus. crazy, right? Like the weed scene is so young, basically. Like, I mean, dude, 20 12, years old, 25 right. years old, really. I mean, it's a little bit older, but twelve years is a long time. <laughs> See, that's the thing that sucks about how like you guys know all these different strains and shit because like i was just sitting there working my cousin's garden and shit and, and getting all the weed from him 
So it was like I didn't really have to go to the clubs and shit to go fucking do shit. Oh, to go dude. get to that. I was on the East Coast, man. It was totally we have a totally different perspective than everyone else. Like we have like a couple of strains that were hits over here. Like well, there wasn't a lot of stuff that came out of the East Coast that were was infamous, like Amherst Diesel. We got a couple of cuts that got okay, but it was always hush hush over here, you know what I mean? It still kind of is hush hush, like in the grower scene. That's I, I true. Yeah, like I was smoking on cheese when you guys were all smoking on uh, uh, the Girl Scout cookies and shit. I was smoking on hybrids of cheeses and different, like Mindo perps crossed with cheeses and different, different shit from uh, Clear Lake and Mindo, because um, that's where my cousins would go get his cuts. And his go get his uh, seeds from, from the, and also probably from Harbor Side too. He would go Harbor Side. Um, I know because he would go when he ever he would go get his uh, wreck. He always got it in Oakland, I think, near Harbor Side or at Harbor Side or around Harbor Side. I don't know. It's the same doctor he's back had. Harbor Side. Yeah, I don't know. It's been, he said it's been the same doctor since it the, since the law became came in. He's had the same doctor. So he's an old timer. He's he's in his sixties. So he's been doing it for a long ass time. Like I said, I've always I've always been the dude that's been digging the ditches and shit. Like being six foot four, three hundred and seven pounds, I was the ditch the hole digger. So I'd be oh, yeah. digging the big ass holes and shoveling all the all the shit into the holes and doing all that. You had a cheese quake, right, Miss Joe? Mm-hmm. How is that for like? Is that a good rep? Like, does it have a good like UK cheese presence in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to find it because like I've been looking for. I, I I loved UK cheese back in the day, and I I can't get the real cuts. There's some stuff I can't get my hands on, like Amherst Sour Diesel or New York. You know, I can't find those. The um the Dairy Queen when I remake the Dairy Queen, it's the same um, cheese mom. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Literally making Louisville sluggers. I had I, I was fortunate enough back in 2014 or 13, somebody, somebody gave me a cut and it was 14, 15 maybe. And all I remember was uh, it, the taste was fantastic. Definitely a cheese liner, but it it, um, it literally made Louisville sluggers. Size like awesome. And they were then they were perfect. They weren't too dense, but they weren't too airy. You know, and it wasn't just fox tailing that was coming together. Like some of those, uh, you know, oversized ones, and it was really nice, beautiful structure. Nice. Food at the end, food, food at the end was just beautiful. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's something, I was, we were trimming like 12, 15 foot tall ones and shit with giant ass arm sized fucking buds and shit. The shit with the, the cheese, the cheese and the snow cap, those things were like heavy yielders. Like, like when somebody was saying on here that, oh man, I, I, I grew cheese and it was small and everything and, and little tiny buds. I was like, that wasn't cheese, man. Whoa. I don't know what you, I don't know what you were growing, so, but that wasn't cheese. Because that shit was so huge. <laughs> I remember trimming that shit. Kind of. Cheers. 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 It's good, Steve. I remember my arms getting tired from holding up Early, the buds and shit. Kicked up for a <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we heard hear you. you now. Yeah, but yes, we could. Hi, Hi, buddy. Jimmy. That, 
said, uh, post you put up a bid for the, uh, you know, conference. That was, that was, I was just going to say, um, oh, thank you. I just Cheers. wanted to agree with uh, what she was saying about Ed Rosenthal. His hey. wife is uh, the brains in the operation. <laughs> you see, women are. <laughs> she's the My wife's the brains of the operation here. I'm just the brawn and shit, you know. I'm art, I'm more artistic, and Chris, call I like what to work with my hands and shit. <laughs> yeah, my mind like is my hands. Wonderful Mine's night. Head out, Ms. Jill. Right. Absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. You're welcome back. Absolutely anytime. Thank you, thank thank you, thank you so much. Good night, everyone. Check out. Nice to see you again. Nice to meet you, Ms. Jill. Here, I'll show her Instagram. Well, yeah, show sure, the Instagram and her, her website. That was, treat, take a look. Yeah, that was a treat. Yeah, yeah. that was a treat. Legendary. I guess I should take longer. There it is. Yeah, Ms. Jill 420, it. folks. Take yeah. a look. And looks, as you see, fantastic uh, too. She looks right. 100%. Uh, as you see, ladies and gentlemen, it's a surprisingly small amount of followers for uh, such a legendary uh, uh, cannabis figure. Guess what? Instagram for no explanation, like just no explanation, no nothing, no reason, no anything. Just they fucking closed the account. That was it. And just one day she got it. There's in fact a post here. Your account has been disabled. <laughs> this was her backup account. See, it's Ms. Jill 420 period or whatever. Well, actually, that's not. But anyway, the other one I think was just Ms. Jill. Anyway, regardless, the other account got taken down. So folks, go follow it. Uh, legendary uh, uh, genetics, legendary breeder. Uh, purple Afghani Kush. That's that's what I was going to ask her. I was going to ask her about these freaking crosses. Then I forgot. Oh, I was ask her about all these Afghan crosses because they're a little bit different than the traditional. Uh, in fact, excuse me, very different to the traditional uh, TGA stuff. I mean, look at this. I don't know what the Batgirl is, but it's crossed to a purple Afghani Kush. Batgirl is crossed to a Jack the Ripper or a Space Queen or a Space Dude or a uh, Quirkle or whatever else. Crossed to an Afghani. That's going to be a very very different Batgirl, cross. Batgirl, I believe, is a Jinx thing. I'm is it? Sure. Oh, I you're think. right. Yeah, yeah. But even still, very different as to a G13 by Purple Afghani Kush. That's going to be delightful and very look at some good red well. Space Queen. Yeah, look at the colors. Beautiful. Oh, hey, look at the tent. Yeah. Right. Uh, and these are all testers too. Stony was in there. Which one was Stony? Stony was this one, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was Stony. Excellent pictures. Uh, I think he's in the chat right now. So Stoney, I like well, the one that she, I, I bow, think it's Jill's holding a uh, bud. Oh, that's a beautiful point too. Uh, what are you talking about, Smash? Which the picture? picture's a little bit underneath. I think it's Miss Jill holding a flower. Picture underneath the one that I just showed? Yeah, uh, it was in the same line as the band photo. Uh-huh. It's right there at the end. There you go. It's really frosty. This one right here? No, down one. There you go. That bud looked beautiful. That's her, like, the one that she's holding. Oh, oh yeah, on the this, left. This one with the, the nails, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Wow. The, yeah, gorgeous. Looks, looks so like Mac, right? Purple or gold, Julie B. He's a class act. Class act. Yeah, man. Good breeding too. Interesting, uh, yeah. interesting genetics. That's Ray K. Cut raisin. It's not on I his. I liked what she said. We kind of glossed over it, and then just kind of moved on to some other stuff. I, I liked really what she said about how, uh, you know, everybody else has that other stuff. 
And uh, uh, that's basically something I think about a lot where uh, either it's the same kind of hypey crosses or the same known crosses. I mean, it is a really, really easy way to sell stuff, which is kind of a, it's an annoying paradox. I mean, I, I don't know. It's one of those things you can complain about or just move on and, and, and do stuff with. And so I guess that's what I've opted to do is just move on. Uh, but uh, how do I say this? Like uh, everybody else has some version of OG and GG4 and this and that. Right. You know, like just you name it. There's a, a, a handful of things. And it really is only like a handful of things or a couple of handful of things that every fucking buddy has one version of. It's either the mom or the dad or the dad and the mom. And then the other one is the mom and the dad. And so you can basically look at these people's menus and put them upwards, sideways, backwards, turn the pages upside down. It's the same fucking menu, basically. Right. Uh, I think I really dug that, okay. that, uh, you know, she'll selectively pick some stuff that maybe she's interested in. You know, cookies is not a new strain, so it's not like she's jumping on the hype wagon or something, right? But basically, like, she'll dip her toe into the cookies wagon a little bit or, or the cookies pond or something. She'll dip her toe into this pond or that pond, but she's not going to go fucking full deep with, I don't even know. You know, yeah. All the like, uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, she, she has a very stable gonna, and she'll work with the hype. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna put out the name, but you know, somebody just did a release about a month, two months ago, whatever it was, and it was um, you know, they just threw a mail on the whole line of whatever they had in their in their library. Must have been open pollination. Eight eight to ten different strains, all with the same mail. And it's like uh uh-huh. And, and, and even the, even what they would cross with were with the hypes, the the skittles, the the runts, the. Yo, the you don't line. want. I gotta. I'm doing. I'm not a, saying that. You know, to each his own. Got it. Let's go. She does a she does a, a more selective, and that's what you know. You can ride the wave, where you can set yourself apart. And, you know, and she you know, credibility, and then what she's doing on top of it, just just a treat. Oh. I actually have a question now that it's just us chilling. Does anyone know a weed friendly uh, air guy like that does like thermostats and air boxes like for my house? (laughs) You mean in your neighborhood too, right? Not just in general. On the East Coast, like somewhere like everyone. Uh, I mean, realistically, it's going to have to be in Massachusetts, right? Uh, Yeah, well, well, New Hampshire would be some people, yeah. What do you need done? Oh, oh, there's so many questions. I can't answer six at once. Hold on. Uh, What do I need done? My house house is heat. Shit the bed. Um, It's not kicking on. I changed the thermostat. Still not working. does it I start blowing? There. Does it start doing anything? No, it's just not turning on. I went down there. I opened the panel. Um, I flipped on the. There's a relay to check if the blower's working and shit. So the blowers work and everything. It's just not triggering to turn on. Okay, so thermostat. Saying- but he replaced his thermostat. So how did you know the, th- the thermostat was bad in the first place? Yeah. I just thought it. I just thought it was. I see. And so you preemptively replaced the thermostat. Did you replace it with something similar or different? Yeah, no, like pretty much the same. It's just we ours was old anyways, and um, I pulled it off the wall. It was two wired, so and they're all pretty like yeah, it's pretty easy. Like wiring, there's a diagram that tells you the R wire goes here and the W wire went here. So I just changed them and I put new batteries in that one. 
we needed a new one. Like this older one was shitting the bed anyways. And now it's not working. It, 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 that, it turns on and stuff. You set it to the temperature. And when it gets to like the temp- desired temperature, like we had it set, it said that we need to test it. And it was, it, it, it's already dropped down to 65. I've, I've turned it on. Um, it's on, oh, it's on heat. Okay. Um, smash, you don't have, you don't have, uh, air conditioning in the house, do you? You just, just heat? I, it's, it's central air, but it's just heat. Okay. Now the thermostat should only have two wires in it, right? To test yep. the thermostat to see if the thermostat's working, just disconnect the thermostat, take it off connect those two wires together uh the your furnace should fire right then immediately that that would be the connection that your furnace would make that will tell you if the, if the thermostat's fucked if that's a problem there if huh. not then, then it's further on down the line at the at the um at the furnace yeah all right that is absolutely correct because what that well, wire yeah. is that's the power wire and then well, yeah, that's the wire that that goes to the furnace that tell to tells it to turn it on. So that's yeah. he's telling you the truth right there. So that's hot well, wire. I, I figured I figured it was either it's a trigger somewhere or a relay somewhere not not clicking <laughs> on or something. So I'm not gonna dive into the uh fucking like heater and stuff. I'm gonna call someone. That's why I was wondering yeah. it because we got yeah, some people first, on the east coast. Uh, in chat, and I was wondering if anyone had someone I could call that was well, friendly. Yeah. I would just open it, test it, and then if it is the thermostat, exactly. then you just go pick up a new thermostat at the hardware store for twenty I bucks. Bought, I your... just bought one, yeah. so I changed. I it just could still be bad though. It oh. could still, yeah, that could still be. You could have still installed exactly. it wrong or something, yeah. And I mean, uh, shit. These days, there's been all kinds of supply problems. I mean, I would honestly check that because that'll be something you check off your list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well. I because okay. you so right now you don't know you have no way of knowing one. that it's not the furnace or the thermostat. You have no way of knowing if it's the thermostat. It could. I mean, I've bought defective shit right out of the box. I I, I have to be honest. I'm kind of famous for that among my friends. Yep. Like, I buy defective computers, defective fucking TVs. I was famous. That's okay. one of the reasons why I hated. I, I bought a defective because I was the, the one box. person in all of America that bought defective Apple over and over and over again. Uh, it happens, honestly. So I would check that off the list just in case, because otherwise you might try a thousand fucking things and you'll go back to the beginning. Oh my fucking God. Are you serious? Was it this? You know, don't, well, don't be I've, me. I've kinda, me are you I, saying I, that you've bought few Apple with a worm in it? Uh, yeah, I guess literally, you know, like a virus worm or something. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, computers. Uh, yeah. Like everybody else. Oh my fucking God. They're always perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have one in a thousand that is not perfect. And you, that's and you one buy that it. one four times <laughs> in a row. They save it for me. They always save it for me. Yeah. That, was, that used special. to be me buying trucks. I, I'd walk up really? the truck lot and I'd be worth more. Fucking lemon uh, there. I'd be like, oh, that one right there. The one with all the problems. Give me that one. So I believe like I'm at the point where I figured out, like I changed it. I made sure there's power coming in and out of that switch. And I've heard it click on and on. Like when it hit 70, it, it clicked. It was like, it, it sent it connected. So I was like, okay. And then it sent power. I checked it. And then I still went downstairs and there was nothing. Wasn't even trying to start. I was like, fuck. I know, and then I'm scared to go into the. Well, I opened it. I don't know if anyone 
I, I've been Googling like the brand and stuff to see if it's a, a electric spark or how does it how does it ignite and shit. Yeah, it's you know what? It, hey, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Also, that if it's not electric and it's and it's a gas, uh, yeah, yeah your pilot light might be out and should that's be why it's not kicking on. No, nah, I don't think we are. I think it's all electric. I don't think we have. Okay. Do you hear a fire coming on? No. Do you smell like a, like a, a burning? I don't smell any of... gas or anything. I've actually opened it up to make sure. What's Do you see any pipes furnace? going in there? Or do, how, does the, how does the heat in the house work? I don't really like know. Right or now. It's a new one, man. Um, so it's like a... There's vents, so one air, one vent sucks in and one vent blows out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it okay? What? Okay, so what? what oil burner. Your, what's the fuel? Okay, it's oil burner. Okay. Okay. Are you out of oil? No, uh, says quarter tank still. We were gonna get oil. That's why we thought we, we were like, oh fuck, are we out? Alcoholic is saying the igniter. People are yeah, the igniter. Right now, but... What you have to do is you have to actually prime it. I've had to do it many times. Uh, and um, not the place I'm at now, but you, you need to go down to where the motor is, where the pump, the motor is, and um, you'll see the copper wire going in. You're gonna take—I uh -huh. don't know what model. I don't have no idea what the model is that you have. And what you uh -huh. have to do is you have to bleed it, so it's got a—you know—it's got a, a release valve. You put a cup underneath it, you bleed it, so you get yeah, all the air bubbles like out of the line. that's like the old line. one we had. <clears throat> and then, all right. So if you have an automatic one, sometimes you just gotta go down and just pump that, push that red button. This one, I mean, yeah, not, this one's I'm just, weird. Guessing. Mine was rather new. It was only five years I old. I can go down there. Five Wait, years ago. Do it. You never know. I'm just sitting there be like, oh, I'm a fucking repairman. At the same time, how do we know that they're not true? Oh, I repair you? these. Wouldn't it be funny if he's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Guy, repair these nuts. Like two minutes and he'll charge you like, uh, lucky bucks. for you. I was a helper for like right here now. I'm to repair. But I never well, really well, I can but find my keys. I'm an expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally takes the guy two minutes and he charges you 150 bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I got a question for, for you since uh, Ms. Jill. I have gone, an answer. Maybe, I can, all, maybe I can you promise you I have an answer. answer. I cannot promise you that it's the right one, but I promise no, I will give you an answer. I, I, what I expect, it's not the right answer. It's maybe a guess. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Since I'm loving that Chernobyl uh, that uh, I've bought, I don't know exactly which year, but it's a long time ago. And I had it for, in my fridge for a long time. I've germed it and like assumed the fucking uh, uh, curfew and uh, everything at home. Everyone at home. I, I mean, I've started. I've I've started those seeds. Um, I still have. Uh, do that. I still clone it and smoke that same one. And um, yeah, I'm having those F2 right now. And Miss Jill was talking about the F2 things. She's talking about the original uh, 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 seeds that were that the, the Slimer or original the golden ticket have been picked from. So is it mean that I got the seeds that was on the same lot? That's the same thing that what they've selected uh, that that thing. If you have the F two, that might have been the recreation that's no, no. But I buy the F one. 
the oh, so you probably have the same. The yeah, no, you probably had the same generation because they say they used. Oh, my, my microphone seems so loud. I probably should turn the gain down or something. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, they remade it a number of times. Chernobyl was on their regular menu, so you may not have gotten the same original uh, breeding, but they basically cloned the same uh, mom and the same dad. And as far as I know, oh. they never had to replace those with with new uh, dads. I think they had some multiple copies. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the same space dude, space queen, depending on which uh, side of the cross it was uh, versus, uh, again, what was it? Uh, why can't I think of uh, the stupid uh, Blood Wreck and... Uh, Blood Wreck, there we go. Um, Jack the Ripper, I think. Yeah, it's almost the same as freaking Queen's Andrews of Revenge, but then exactly yeah. a different fucking dad. Yeah. Uh, you probably have the same edition. A friend of mine actually has the Slimer cut. As a matter of fact, the photos that I posted today from my Instagram, that guy's garden, he has the Slimer. So he okay. has the, the so-called golden ticket. Because um, it, it seemed like everyone said that it's super good, but I'm not. I'm like, I, I don't have a many friends to tell me that it's like that because we we're, don't live in USA. You know what, my friends, Slimer, uh, I feel like there are a couple of different versions of Slimer even out there because I think there's some really, really very, very flavorful Slimers. My friend Slimer looks like a magazine supermodel, uh, but tastes, okay, like uh, orangey, you know, good, but not, oh. not like, oh my fucking God, but can you hear Because uh, the picture I got right yeah, now, it, it tastes like mango to me. So yeah, mango. this is what I'm and it's See, Queen is kind of more famous for that mango, uh, but okay. uh, which is a weird one because I've never really gotten a lot of that mango out of any of the Space Queen crosses that I got. But, like, I got and the hardware F2? store candy and stuff, but maybe some of the earthiness from the mango, but never like mangoes. Oh. Uh, but uh, whatever. Apparently, it's super super famous for mango, and I've smoked people's Space Queen that was mangoey. Uh, Smash, go for it here. Let me uh, uh, turn your phone yeah, by the way and uh, uh, show off, buddy. Uh, yeah, Do you have a flashlight for, you could show on? I, I found I some really it. citrus things in it too. So in the F2, I got two males that are really citrus. So I'm <laughs> I'm expecting to do some uh, some seed for myself. I won't sell anything. From what I've heard of uh, Miss Jill, is that she would not like that kind of thing. I would I would have liked to at least just say that I like it and I do my the seed further just because I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think she's yeah, fine know. with it as long as you're not selling it. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. I'm, I'm I think so, that's. Yeah. I, 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 she didn't explicitly say, but I, I don't think she has a problem with it if you're just reproducing for your own production. Like if you're if you're selling it, then I think she has a, definitely has an issue with it. If if so, I do anything with it, I will try to do the the line further on and ask the permission if I do anything of an hybrid with it, just for the being polite with it. Yeah. Because I don't want to get any beef with anyone I respect. <laughs> um, Does it so smell like a burnt motor? It doesn't smell. It smells a little bit like oil. Well, that's because it's an oil furnace, right? Yeah, that's about it. I don't smell gas. Is it gas? Does it does it use gas to heat it up? I'm not. I'm not familiar. I don't with know oil. if the pilots. Pilot's gas, so I was sm I was smelling around for gas. I don't. Know, you see you know, a pilot was, light? I don't know how this one works. This all right? Hold on. This one's different than I've ever worked with. My old house didn't have central air like this. This is a whole different system. Like, it both usually work is oil will splurt out 
into like the like in this fine mist and there's igniter pins that ignite it. Oh, so it's like a diesel engine. Got glow plugs. Yeah, I've never worked with this type. It's a whole fucking like if you look, it's throughout like the whole house. It's it's central air, but there's no no cooling. It's just a heat. Oh, it's just central source. heat. That's all it is. Yeah, that's what I have. Uh, a lot of houses in Portland don't really have central air conditioning. Uh, uh, if they do, they'll add it, you know, uh, uh, these days, like in the last five or six years, because it gets fucking hot as balls in the summer. Um, but a lot of houses just have central heat. All right. There's a little restart thing on the top. It says how to restart it. So I clicked all the stuff and I did it. Um, it says depress. You have to literally click it longer. Sometimes you have to click the fucking button for okay, a stupidly long time. Like five seconds. But there's multiple red red buttons. <laughs> it says depress. Does any of them say warning? Do not press. Yeah. That's what there's, want. This, there's this red button, and then there's that red button. Self destruct button. Don't put that pressure on him. <laughs> Hit the eject button. One might be a primer. That's where you get the cord. This right here turns on the uh, motors. So if I click it, the motors turn on and the air will start pumping, but it's cold air. Turn off the air. It's flash. It's cold. I think I'm going to have to see if someone can come unclog it. I mean, it might be clogged. I don't know. That's why I'm scared. Hold on. Lighting plugs, something in the firing system, something like that is what I guess. Here, I'll show you why I'm nervous. Because if we go on the other side of this and just step over a little bit. So the other other real meat of the question, what's your your drying room temperature? (laughs) 58. Oh, fuck. That's perfect. But yeah, look, I'm, but the thing is, they're going to have to get moved because I need someone to come work on this. Dude, it sucks because I just had this. I'm having the worst luck. This just broke. Remember? Yep. Now, this big fucking thing isn't working. If it makes you feel any better, smash my furniture broke down, too. But I mean, like, that's what happens. Shit wears out. Sucks. Well, yeah, we haven't been. It sucks because, like, our old house, shit, the stuff worked for so long without a problem. Sometimes we had to prime it and stuff, you know, but it never it never really failed. This stuff, we've been here five years, going on like, what, six years now, maybe seven, and everything's starting to shit the bed. Oh, yeah. And I didn't tell you, West. Hold on. So the other thing that broke today, guys. Like, just my luck. I came down here and it's off right now, but oh, it has, where's my flashlight? This thing, oh, you guys are looking at me, sorry. Just turn the camera. This fucking thing was at 118 degrees and not shutting <laughs> off. <laughs> ah, good old Inkberg. <laughs> well, it's actually a 
BNN link. I went, I think they're American. I called them today and I actually American, like someone that spoke good English picked up. So I was happy. But they <laughs> sent me a new one right away. Hello. That's so always I'm, helpful. Do I mean? Hello. I got a helpline one time. I was like, was like hello? Are you? Did I? That could have been bad, though. Yeah. Can Never you guys hear me? Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Right. So I'm on mic on. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should we pretend so that I, he doesn't? Should we pretend that no. we can't hear? <laughs> so I, uh, so I contact. Uh, so I have a Nintendo Switch, and I contact Nintendo, right? And I swear to you, are you trying to show yeah. off? Are you trying to? No, no, no. So I because I because of the, the switch is break, it broke, and it's, this is the third time. It would be the third time I'm sitting in in. To get repaired for the same problem. So oh, I believe it. A lot I'm of those things are made poorly. Yeah. So I'm talking to this this dude and everything, and he says, he goes, uh, yeah, none of he goes all all the operators are from the United States. I was like, uh, no, because I was talking to some girl. She was clearly not from the United States, and and he goes, oh, was she from Brazil? I go, uh huh, that makes sense because. When you she was my talking, of flowers. When she was talking to me, she was saying uh, she was mm-hmm. rolling her R's and shit. But I don't even know what the fucking point of the story was. But anyways, um, I think it was something to do with customer service and stuff. But from uh, I mean, don't forget. Uh, actually, if you get a call center in New York City, you'll actually get like. I mean, just course, like sir, heavily accented. I mean, first of all, an accent that you probably are not used to. You'll get like uh, like all the camera stores. If you ever order from like B&H or Adorama, you'll get an accent that you rarely ever get, which is like the heavily orthodox Jewish, uh, 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 like basically like the, the I don't know. Uh-huh. I used to work basically orthodox Jew. Like it's a very unusual accent in the U.S. Acidic. This was yeah, straight yeah, beyond a pawn yeah, shop. Yeah. It was the funniest thing ever. Him and his like son. Got his sons, girls. They got good curls. Yeah, his, son did, <laughs> his sons wasn't as intense as him his sons were mad cool but his their dad always it was so funny that he he always it was i don't even know how to explain it it was just the way he spoke and, and yiddish and stuff like i think it's called yiddish, it's like from right? a movie it has like mel brooks or something yeah like you're like it's weirdly hilarious honestly because you, like, you associate it with all those freaking hilarious movies uh, but you'll get like puerto ricans you'll get like uh then you'll get everybody. You'll get Brazilians because New York is but a crazy, speak, crazy diverse city. Have, and they have a ton of call centers there. English. They speak English like, uh, well, okay. They have a lot they of learn well, They'll speak English. it heavily. Dude, have you ever been to New York? But, but they're There's speaking so our English, though. How do you they're mean? not speaking like the no. call centers from over in India and stuff and, and whatever. They're speaking oh, you mean like kind of British English, English or something? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're, they're, they're like, when she was talking to me, it was like, I could understand her because she was talking our type of English and not the Queen's English, but she was rolling her R's and everything. And I was all like, oh, wow, you, you're doing that way too well. But she got offended because I was like, are you Latin? She's Brazilian. Hey, Smash, your plants are drying. Give them some water or something. You see, the leaves are all drying. And they're hanging upside down. That's not healthy for them. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, with no that? roots or anything. Dehydrated. Oh, you've cut yeah. the root? You don't sell them in the dime bag? Holy crap. Can you see that? Is that actually? I see, I see four plants. 
that's mistreatment to plants. We try yeah, to show. Yeah, these zombie only four plants. It's yeah, hard. yes. I only. should go get my gimbal. This one's truly so nice. It's uh, <laughs> it's that purple one that I have as my background when I'm upstairs. Mm. Owner, you just to be showing <laughs> us and drop us on the dropping on the ground. All the best crystals are gone. I know. Uh, they're tied up. They're 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 zip tied zip tied up. They're not. They're that's not. By the way, another. Um, I was going to say that's another advantage. This is arguable. You know, we can we can certainly debate this. Perhaps Kud will come on or somebody, and we can uh, discuss if this is true or it's just my uh, interpretation. But uh, among all my friends and and. Okay, I, I guess I can't say that I've been to a thousand different gardens, but I've been to a few gardens. I've been to a few of my friends' gardens. I've talked to a bunch of my friends. And, of course, anybody, everybody that uh, brought weed to my tasting society, we would always ask, uh, uh, you know, in the process of tasting it, like, how would you grow it? What strain is it? You know, outdoor, indoor, whatever the fuck. And pretty consistently, the, the uh, outdoor or indoor organically grown, like living soil grown stuff, it didn't rain trichomes. Basically, the trichomes would stick to the bud. Uh, and, you know, a lot of us actually would farmer trim, you know, like a lot of us basically just kind of get a little bit lazy. And, you know, when we're out, you know, uh, working for somebody, we basically just kind of farmer trim our own uh, weed. And that would That's really just kind of contain the the trichomes. And when you would break, break it open, everything was still there. Whereas a lot of our friends that grew the synthetic stuff, it dried out a little quicker. The trichomes fell off a little faster. And it would rain a little bit more trichomes. And it was just, you would always notice it. Like you'd, you'd break up the bud and you'd have a little bit of pile of dust on the, the table. Whereas, for example, my bud, like I, I stopped even ever using any. That's one of the many reasons why I started using scissors. Because like I would use those grinders with the several sections. Yeah. I never got a hash Stop guilting me. I thought Stop there was something wrong me. with me. I was like, what's fucking wrong with my weed? I never I, got a hash. I cut the screen out of mine. I cut the screen out of mine. It really? made it way better anyways. <laughs> I, I, so I want to try it. I want to try a test with the same clone and trying I, to do a, a a good organic mix and a bucket and having a bucket on the side. A five gallon this. bucket. This I just put the plant in a five gallon bucket and put organic well, on no, the side. I just use this. Cocoa and synthetic. I want to know because what you think? I, I, I don't know really think that kind of thing. I'm growing the same cuts of blueberry side. When I like, cause I went over, I, I originally started organic and then I went over and I grew synthetic and I, I like up my game and went, tried like every different fucking basically method of synthetic that you could try. And then when I was, then I like, then I was listening to the, uh, it was like, it was like literally the, uh, uh, cannabis innovation and science podcast, uh, Tad Hussey's one. And it was actually Coot that was on there. And he was talking about, no, all that shit was bullshit. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, all you need is a fucking good earthworm castings. And I think he said something along the lines of, you don't see anybody out fucking fertilizing the fucking uh, redwoods, do you? And uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, no, you really don't. And, and I was just like, and then I started thinking about how much I spend in a run. And I'm like, well, I gotta try this. So, uh, and that was that was literally it. So I mixed up my first. I, I mixed up. My, I found some earth castings. I mixed up my first, and they were probably the worst earthworm castings I ever used. Um, I mixed up my first batch of Coots mix, and I ran a side by side. And the synthetic side, 
it had bigger buds. They were heavier, but they were less crystally, and they lacked in smell and composition. And in the end, like they don't hold the smell as much when they are dry. And they don't hold them as long, as long, especially yeah. not as long. And and like hands down, like you could put the two things out and not tell the people there was a difference, and they would always gravitate towards the organic side, and there was no reason or rhyme for it. And it got literally so that, like so that I couldn't even give away the friggin' uh, give away the friggin' um. The uh, synthetics uh, yeah. compared to the organics because like nobody was interested in it. They just they just somehow knew what what they wanted. That that's fun that you say that because you know wh when I started to grow in cocoa, my friend uh, my let's see, my friend partner was growing in rockwool most of the time. Or totally organic outdoor or indoor. He was doing both. So we've been always kind of uh, playing on both sides or like, yeah. But uh, uh, I would say when well, we tested the rock right? wool between the the cocoa, the cocoa had a better density and better yep. taste. The taste was holding better on time when it was right and everything. So for us, it was like a, a good compromise to have a good yield and have that kind of... A, Yeah, you know how hydro works. I won't explain yeah, the, the, why we like it or the, not. But the, uh, the organic side, I would say that the hearty flavor, some yeah. some strain have really pick up that hearty flavor. But the only thing I really don't like is when it, it tastes more leafy. And I had it, like if you use the bad fertilizer, uh, even if you're organic or not, if you use yeah, the bad way. fertilizer, either you can way, have a yep. bad taste in it. And um, oh, you see, humility. well, that's that's where I was really surprised when so the, uh, his organic when Chris's buddy like came on and he talked about bloom boosters, and I was really surprised he, that he actually used bloom boosters because, like, I really found that my weed got a lot better when I didn't use those bloom boosters when I didn't slam it in the last and in the end with that last spike of PPK. Like, I actually found that my weed quality went up went up. Uh, for my uh, when I was still doing salt by uh, by no, yeah. Sorry, uh, nutrient shout outs. You said uh, cheers, feeling of the flavors. Nutrient shout outs. If you guys are not familiar, and I'm apparently slurring my words a little bit, so I, I evidently am a little bit drunk right now. You're welcome. By the way, you guys, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a show where you drink and drive. So you motherfuckers better be home for the evening or take a fucking lift or whatever. I said on one of the re recent shows, I'm not rich or anything, but if you guys like literally are thinking about driving home, like Uber let me know, like DM me, and I'll fucking pay for your way lift. Way cheaper than a DUI. Or killing somebody, yep. fucking smacking into somebody. Yeah, straight up. Yep. Uh, what was I going to say? Nutrient shoutouts is saying uh, the fucking holy ball sacks. So Nutrient shoutouts, a longtime friend. He's one of these guys that I've known for a long time, like Charlie's uh, Farm, like a few folks. I can't say that I know Nutrient shoutouts super, super well, but we've known each other for a long time, right? Nutrient, I think we could agree to that. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be in Michigan uh, uh, in the near future, uh, uh, Nutrient shoutouts. We're going to be close to Detroit. I can't remember what city it is right now. It's to the left of Detroit. Silver Lake, I believe. Silver Lake. Uh, Captain 420 is going to be there as well. So uh, I don't know nutrient shoutouts were shootouts where you. I kept calling him nutrient shoutouts, and now it's like Freudian slip. I'm basically calling it again. I was for the longest time I couldn't figure out his name. I was like, 
why is he shouting out nutrients? It's like, yo, I'd like to thank the PK boost. <laughs> I literally I was like imagining that. I was like, what the fuck is he shouting out nutrients for? Is he like, is he shouting out advanced? I'd like to thank advanced nutrients for all the no, it was nutrient like, shootouts. I was literally reading his fucking name wrong. <laughs> Which I made like a lot of more sense. Bad, <laughs> I asked him like why <laughs> exactly I asked him why he's shouting out these nutrients. And he's like, no, dude, I'm shooting them out. I'm basically like one-on-ones. It's like, oh right. <laughs> so in other words, A versus B, that made a lot I more sense. I believe you asked me why I sung an E the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, at least we know our weed is good. That's the that's the upside. At least we know our weed is good. Nutrient shootouts. Cool dude. He's doing a lot of photography these days. And you guys probably would enjoy his photography because it's of the uh, scantily clad lady kind. Uh, uh, so many of us would quite enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm sure he's not that crazy. He's, he, he doesn't dislike it either, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, but he's a professional, a consummate professional. He's fucking saying his house burned down. So he's saying oh, that, uh, you know what? I vaguely actually did know that now that I'm remembering a little bit. I remember now that's actually why he's doing the photography because his whole fucking house burned down. That's some shit. Can you imagine? Fuck, for a grower, that's a, for anyone, that's a nightmare. But especially dude, for a grower, dude, all your dude, genetics, all your you library, everything. Trust me, I've lost my house twice. Wow. And like, it sucks when you lose your house. Mine were hurricanes, so you get, still get some of your stuff back. I can't imagine what fires like where you get nothing. Like, yeah, and then you realize what's, what's really not. important. Yeah. You, you realize but what's in important. Michigan, all of a sudden, it's pictures and stuff you can't replace. Like, it's the, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's terrible, man. That's all, that's horrible, dude. I feel bad for you. Shout out to you, Nutrient. Sorry to hear that. I didn't, I yeah, didn't. Man. But it yeah, could man. be a good thing, though, if you're a caregiver and you have 72 plants in the basement and the insurance company gives you like $4,000 a pound and they figure each plant's like two pounds or a pound and a half. So you Captain, got 72 I like your pounds. Thinking. Jesus Christ, you're, you think you're going to convince the insurance company to pay you that? No. Man. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that, too. I, I literally day. said I'm it like, today. What if, what if this, what if this lit my house on fire? <laughs> like, what if this actually malfunctioned to a point where it, like, caught fire? I think that can happen, actually. Well, maybe, I don't know. What I is that exactly that we're looking at? Burn. The timers definitely totally go, go bad. Is I've that a timer? At, I've looked at all of them yeah. and stuff. There's no I had timer melting down, man. Literally oh, yeah. melting. And it mm. shut off because I, I don't know, like a breaker somewhere of shut down. And I was like looking at it and it just melted and everything shut da- shut off. I was so lucky, man. Because so some bad. other time it just catches fire. And I can say I had both situations. Yeah. I'm pretty happy I have the breaker. I have not had the later yet. Oh, it, uh, old fan of catching I'm- fire. And my my friend that was there. Uh, did uh, the the present time for that? Um, I thought oh. about getting um those fire suppressant. You know those fireballs. Yeah, man. It was the exact thing at that time. We I mean, I don't really care if I ruin the weed at that point. Like, I don't. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. around my family. 
Right. And right. you know what? You can have some of those things that as soon that one of the the things that you set out outside of a per parameter, I don't know how to say that, as like outside of the range, you say, like what what we we've, we've set up was like uh, in Celsius. If it was higher than 35 Celsius, everything was shutting down. Everything. So uh, the same thing was if there is too much smoke, everything shut down. If there is water on the floor, everything shut down. We were setting it in a, in a room of a guy I know because he was fearing too much, man. He had his group catching fire one time and he said, never, never, ever again. So he spent um, the, the money for it. And I can say that it wasn't that pricey for all the security we had. And those sensors now, they are super easy. I think they call it the uh, uh, Raspberry Pi that you can plug all your things in it. It's just a programming yeah, stuff that I'm not familiar. If, you, if you're going to do all that, it takes learning to code. Yeah, yeah, basic coding. Yeah, that's what I've learned too. Because what if, what if by, it wasn't set out and we had someone uh, coming you in to, to uh, teach us how to. Yeah. But uh, and geometers and, and, and my friend is really not familiar with all high tech stuff. And when the guy came in and said all his stuff, you've been able to write it down and use it super simply, man. So I, I would say so uh, to cool everyone is, that can afford it, do it, guys. What West is talking your about? Life. I honestly was thinking about grabbing some and putting them up in the ceiling up here, all over around the grove. Just what in you case want? Yes. Happen. They're the balls. They they work. I've actually seen a fire department like test them and stuff. Um, it's oh, a dude, fire extinguisher, and it oh, there's, and, there's and, and it acts as a sprinkler. Yeah. So, so okay, well, it, just, it, it acts as a fire extinguisher. It releases the uh, fucking straight up fucking blue I mean, like, white. It's it's for it's for your garage. Like it's for your garage. It's for garage guys. Other cars is what they're really for. And just like you know, your car goes up, and then fucking those balls just fucking poof, go off and just dump. There's no stopping them, no fucking, no worrying about you, you know, do you use them right under stress? Have you practiced using them? Any of that shit? No, it just fucking rains fucking fire extinguisher on everybody. And yes, everybody needs to have one of them in your grow. Every room, one in every room. I got three in here, and that's uh, um, I actually got yeah. feet. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. One of them you put that you put it near the, your entrance. And if you got the things that like we we're saying that it's on top, that it right to where you got electricity or whatever that could catch and fire, like Wasanjan was describing. So be safe. I wanted to just I said this earlier when Miss Joe was on. I this one. It's giving me like weird butt structures. It's all like really fat beef, like like short squat. Some like these bottom leaves were like pancake buds, and then they started to like get bulk up a little bit. Um, it's so funky to the touch. Like that's your booba blueberry? No, this is the uh, one of the gorilla cookie. Oh, nice. Um, and then how long would you guys, all right, so that kryptonite over there, the big buds, it's at, I'm at 11 weeks. Oh, that's a white wedding for me, by the way. Oh, he's not there. 
well, yeah, that's a white wedding, and I'm going 11 weeks with her, and I'm probably going to pull I'm here. I'm just uh, snacking. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to pull her about, I don't know, probably next week, but these two are going to go. I gotta, I'm got i trying to figure out when I want to harvest these two. I just would like to know, what would you guys do? They're, they allegedly said nine weeks, but hold on. We'll go back over there real quick. Oh, I would take pictures of the bud and look at the trichomes and see oh, if I always do a fucking take and see if it's uh, out of state. I'm, uh, I'm ready to harvest that. I mean, why you think it's early? Get yourself. I still see a bunch of white hair there, bro. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to go another. Well, then <laughs> let her let her run, man. I never take anything early. If it looks like it's got to go more, it's got to go more. Like, dude, rule of thumb, if you think it's done, wait a week. Yeah, right. That's what I think, too. And I I was, I oh, would yeah. add, talk with your plant. <laughs> 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 Ask easy, her, what easy, you think easy, about it? Parts. Enough of that. Like, Can I cut your to, head now? I don't know or could I too. wait another week, my queen? <laughs> my, and she always going to say, wait another week, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, getting a little, there's little like kind of like new growth, like foxtails. Been 20 weeks, here, girl. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I've always think really... there was a French side about cutting head. <laughs> well, this <laughs> one is not really giving me the foxtails, but this nug is straight. Like, this is so rock hard. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. Good one, dude. Yeah, right. You got that thank you, dude. Come on, come on, man. Perfect. These are both sour, sour, sour. Like, uh, oh, come on, Smash. To... You're not ready to come down with that thank you, dude. Oh, I know. I think I was going to end up 12 weeks with her. Why not? If you think it, it may be super good. I don't know, man. I was wondering. Well, Fumi likes the. Well, he said he pulls the, the white wedding at nine weeks, and that's going to go. I don't know. I think I'm going to do 11 that for, with that one. Uh, the other one I already pulled. And there's one more going. And that's probably going to get pulled right around week 11. I always go a little bit longer than everything says. Yeah, man, like, you'll know when you've gone too far because they look fucking tired. Like, all of a sudden, the buds will look, like, tired. Like, Yeah, right. Under five days, I've, I've seen it, like, most of the time, you're like, oh, it seemed good. I may wait another uh, another week. Five days later, you look at it. Holy shit. Whoa, no, yeah. you were looking yeah, good no. last week. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of smell okay, like a so sour... Last week was window. <laughs> hey, they kind of smell like a sour Skittles. Like the, the candy. And I mean, you don't have to harvest it all at once either. Smash. You also could just harvest some of the bigger top buds and leave the bottom ones to fucking fill out and so, fucking ripen up. These four plants were kind of off to the side of the 600. So that, that mean- one was over in the corner. These two were over here. And that one was pushed back over in that corner. So when I harvested everything under the light, I uh, just pushed these ones in because I was like, now they're going to let's give them all the light they can take so i pushed them in all centered in it uh with the 600 so they're getting all the light now going whatever's coming directly down off the, the, the board so we'll see i think we're gonna be we'll see i'll tell you guys um i'm keeping track so i'm at 
going into, I would have to look, but I think I'm going into week 11. Well, I know I'm going into week 11. Maybe. You know, I can't wait till the summer so we can have, I got to get a dumpster and stuff because since it's been flooding down here, I got so much shit I got to throw away now, you know? Um, the cool thing is, I think we actually might have fixed it for now. Um, show you what. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, my basement's been flooding. Um, it got worse this last couple, like, uh, what's rain? Uh, I guess the defrosted from the winter, but yeah, we sealed all everything up here, all the way up the stairs to the top of the stairs. Um, it seems like it's holding it back enough, uh, which is good. So. As soon as like the winter's over, we're gonna dig it up and, and fix it the right way. And then I'm gonna take all this shit out, put new wood. We got the uh, what's that shit called? I don't know, I can't think of the name, West. The mold paint. Oh uh it starts with a Z. It's uh it to sort it out, right? Yeah. yeah, we're gonna get the we're gonna grab some of the mold paint, we're gonna put it on all like the, the crevices and, and oh, kills? Lyheimers or something like we have like so a, much. Oh, Zinzer, Zinzer, yeah, that's that that's the one. That's kills one. is better, yeah. I think, isn't it? I don't know. I guess maybe it's six and one half doesn't the other. I don't know if anyone's ever had a like a really bad flood in your basement, and then you realize like what what West was saying, like nothing cares when water is coming. If it's on the ground or if it's in its way, it's going to get wet or destroyed. Oh, yeah. You know, so like. I have a whole fucking pile of trash back there from the last couple of floods, just fucking wet shit that I got to get thrown away, you know? No, I learned that as a kid. Um, more and more, this is actually going to be a legit problem. I was just reading today that uh, the U.S. coastline is going to the sea, uh, sea level is going to rise by one foot, uh, basically. So, um, what is this? My brain doesn't work anymore. Sea level, the fucking regular, whatever. The, basically, the regular sea level is going to rise by one foot, basically. So everything. Yeah, but so that means high tides can rise by one the, foot. Oh no, no. Go ahead. The, the table, flo- uh, the table uh, water yeah. in it, right? What's it's that? going to raise and and flood more uh, more basement a bit yep. like uh, that's what it. you got. That's it. A lot of cities are already basically just above sea level. Yeah. Uh, there's places in Los Angeles that are essentially just above sea level. Uh, and San for Francisco, the most part, it'll be, be, part, it'll be fine. It'll be when storms come that they have the real problems. It'll just be that much easier when a storm comes. Or we'll have to build gigantic fucking dikes. Like on the West Coast, a lot of those places are hard soil and it gets flooded really easily. But over here, we got more of a, that porous soil in a lot of places, not everywhere. So the water tend to be absorbed more, but those those rivers still overflow and you know it like over here they've passed a law about about like moving people that are too close of the water, it's not too often and they've all rethinking all all where the, the allow the people to reconstruct when their house is destroyed by a flood. So we, I think we're going to face that kind of regulation more and more about the 
Yeah, because the, go the government and the insurance company at one point say, oh, okay, that place is not safe. And sometimes you're like, no, but I've never been shot. No, but when when you look at the elevation and everything, it's just a matter of time before it happens. So they may not uh, allow you to reconstruct, or if they do, you may not be able to have the same kind of insurance you had before. That's what happened over here uh, more and more. So I want to try Fumi. Go ahead. Oh, what uh, West and Fumi? Um, I don't have like a bed. But I really want to try reusing my soil again. I have um, lobster compost. Um, I have earthworm castings. I need to get some more aeration because I did use perlite. Um, so I should go into these pots, kind of break up all the, the roots and just put it in a thing, put the compost in, put the worm casting in, put aeration in, and I'm good to go. I think I misunderstood what you're fucking talking about. We're talking not about Rock the furnace, but about soil mixing. Go ahead. I want to try reusing these. I would just add some rock dust and earth row casting. That's all you really need. And some barley. Uh, by the way, yeah. uh, I was I, I have to admit, I wasn't paying attention at the beginning. Are you planting directly into these pots, or are you going to break them up and use them in a recycling bin or something? Yeah, I kind of wanted to have a bin and get some like soil going with them. I, I didn't understand down. you. Uh, uh, well, say, uh, say that yeah, again. Are you are you trying to use them right away, or are you gonna let earthworms eat their way through them? I think I want to let earthworms go through this stuff. I kind of want to get like a box going with like soil, uh, a, a big tub. That's I what I would like recommend. I mean, uh, if you're not going to literally repot, like I would recommend reusing the soil directly and that means like literally replanting into that same thing but those are actually small pots to do that so uh that stem i can see is uh seven. half inch this wide so that was probably a flower pot because i know you you flower in flower pots so those are probably fairly well rooted up basically there's probably like if you pull that out there's probably a pretty good root structure on the outside in fact if you wouldn't mind pull that up see, i i don't pull them out i i i discourage that i mean that's those you reuse pain. it, right? That's the whole magic of organics. I, I top that's dress. It. I just top dress and I reuse it because one. Dude, that's all those it. That's ninety percent that's of the amazing part of organics is the reusing part. Those roots Seriously. are holding all the mycorrhizal I need. Like you, they're like, oh, you can't put micro. The mycorrhizal doesn't work in the time. Yeah, if I throw up soil, it doesn't work, but it works, and it works if you if you're using it long term. If you add mycorrhizal. By the time it establishes itself, you're done growing your plant. Like it's not doing nothing for you, unless you're unless you're running run after run after run. I that's what I think, anyways. This one's actually not that rooted, but there's still a bunch of like that's still a decent sized root plug. And that that's that's air that's air pockets root, and as well as something to decompose in there. Give bacteria airways for root roots and uh, and whatnot else to move around. It I I I have not found any problem reusing root balls. Okay. Mind you, I've never had root root aphids or anything like either. So, so that's the is, thing. Uh, if you have root aphids, you have to basically commit burn, nuclear war, and you cannot ever reuse that shit until they're gone. Oh yeah. Root aphids are the Borg. They're awful. They're, uh, to my knowledge, they are the worst thing. I can, finally can actually we... eradicated 
Okay, every time I have said that, they've come back. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that I've gotten the goddamn spider mites under control Drop at least for a good couple months up. now. I've, I haven't had any significant fucking you know losses or anything else to spider mites. But again, famous last fucking words. But russet mites were removable. I, I, I was convinced that they were going to end my fucking grow career as I knew it, basically, you know, based on what you read online. Sure enough, they were removable. They weren't even all that bad of a deal to deal with. I mean, they were a serious issue, but they weren't that bad. Root aphids were pretty horrific. I had to resort to basically like a phosphate uh, a pesticide, and then I had to go through the whole thing where I basically had to cut several clones several times oh, until I knew they were safe. Yeah, man, that was my only choice. I tried every possible choice that was natural, and then I ended up actually having to use... Uh, I don't remember the pesticide right now, but anyway, uh, and then that pesticide was bad enough that basically you have to f follow. If you want to keep something, you literally have to cut several times to ensure that the half-life of that pesticide has been basically uh, uh, eliminated to the point that it's uh, safe. And I actually had to cut clones. I had to cut, uh, I had four things that I desperately needed to keep and I had to cut those things uh, eight times each until the, the number was low enough that I could actually uh, uh, reflower them. It was, it was that serious of a thing. That takes fucking forever. Can you imagine yeah. how long it takes to grow eight clones up and cut them and another one and cut them, another one cut them? I grow it just for vegetable matter and it's diluted and it's fine. I, I wanted to ask Western John, maybe you got an idea. Do you have any idea of people having root aphid up here in Canada? I've just not heard it. Uh, I, can't, I can't say I've heard of it. Can't say okay. I've heard of it. Okay. Because the russet might we we've not had it over here, but it could come with the uh, ornamental plant or whatever that came in your area, and all of a sudden. <laughs> I was, I was at the store it. today, and I was like, "Oh, bam! My wife would love those." You know what? Right there, and I'm like, "You know what? I'm just not gonna bring that home. I, I just, you know what? I don't need that." <laughs> I like to buy seeds from those places and fertilizer and Please. compost. I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, uh, plants, I'm like, them in something? not. Because you know what? I've, I've worked in nursery and all those shit and whatever. So I, I know that we have plants for a short amount of time, most of them, and some others last for a long time. So if there's something that came in, may stay in for yeah. a few months. Before we sell maybe the plant that was the kind of a co-host or sometimes it's only something that's spread around. But anyway, the best thing is just be careful, treat it like it's a nuclear war start before it enters your area. You can't be too area. careful. And when I was coming back from work, there's and I, I did it for a few, few work I, uh, I did. It's first thing, I got the garbage bag on the side of my entrance. So when I came in, I removed my boot and then I start putting every piece in the garbage bag. And the next move is going right in the shower with my underwear, just because I don't want to be naked before I close the curtain. So yeah, I, I keep my underwear to go close it. <laughs> and I go to take my shower and then I may secret. go to my garden. Keep it safe. Yeah, come on. And yeah. I had some like that. All I know for the comment is not he's beautiful, is oh so I don't <clears> know what they have to say about my body, but I was naked and I don't want to repeat it again. But it was funny. So if I'm gonna not plant right back into them, I can put them in a like a bin, put some new compost and some 
earthworms and some castings in there, let it go at it and then use it and just let it go, go through it and then give it, how long should I give it before I use it when I add worms? Man, I don't think you should do anything to it. I think you should just add earthworm cursed castings to the top, a little fucking malted barley, a little rock dust, and you're fucking good to go, man. What else do you need in there? Like, what I, kind of uh, aeration you you are thinking about, uh, Smash? Because I, I I've seen your 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 things. I'm just thinking I, maybe a good early. idea to add a little bit. But everything yeah. that was on John, I, I agree. Same thing. So. I've had problems trying to reuse it. That's why I'm asking. Like, I was oh, getting my, my soil was getting. I think it was staying waterlogged <laughs> because I didn't re re aeration. Chris, did you just say Calvin? <laughs> Magic. Magic. Magic pill. So I don't know. I want to reuse my soil. I've been trying to learn it, but I had a bad experience, so I'm always like really like skittish when I do it. Why are you skittish? Are you nervous like a bride on her wedding night? Well, because I lost a lot of plants to like my soil getting acidic -y, like like the pH yeah. dropping. Why you said you wanted to get it tested right there? You want to get tested in probes? I would you know, like to, but... Get some sticks, throw them in the soil, see what you have. That would be... As they say, you know, spikes. Smash, smash. If you have a garden in your yard, right? How yeah. often do you change the soil in there? Never. I mean, I add Never. stuff like casting. Just, if, as long as you keep feeding your soil, you can use your soil for fucking ever, dude. So why did I have bad luck before? Why did I keep losing plants is the question. Because those soils come packed with fucking salt nutrients. Yep. And when those salt nutrients wear out, you think the soil's dead. And essentially it is because it's killed all the microbes in there. It's, it, yeah. Well, that's it is that's, essentially yeah. I was gonna say that has a lot of. I mean, I added a lot of the compost to it and stuff, so it should be good. But I've just had bad luck trying to reuse it. I don't know why. Huh? It's just, about balance, Nash. So, so plants. What was Anton say too? It's about when you use those salt nutrients that may not have a good balance, and they fucked up all the life in your soil. No, but everything. Can, you see. See, Smash, what you don't realize is they stick stuff in your soils and stuff that you don't realize is there. Unless you're making your soils from scratch, they will put stuff in there that you don't know is there. I don't know about all that. Maybe maybe who you're using is better than is better than average, but if you're picking it up at the grocery store, if you're picking oh, it up yeah, at the yeah. hardware store, it's probably got something you don't it's got some proprietary stuff in there that you don't know is in there and they they don't have to tell you is there could set it over and over man over and over and over and over again there's not basically a dime's worth of, worth of difference in any of the fucking soils half a dozen of the companies around the country have something that's marginally better so one of the ones that you use smashed uh, is apparently marginally better it's got a little bit more stuff in it but it's still basically just bagged soil Kud is always talking about how it's all basically dog shit by other words, you know, like Kud is a little subtle, but he basically says it's essentially dog shit. At the no, end they of do. The day, they do smash. They basically load them up with. It's it's way cheaper to load it up with a little bit of salt and stuff. At the end of the day, it's all a, economic smash. At the yeah, end of the oh, day, yeah, it's that. like I they gotta they they look, no matter what company it is, they want to produce the product as cheaply as they can and charge the most that they can for that for thus product, right? 
They want to give you the minimum and extract the maximum. Like, that is fucking capitalism 101. No, very true. But I mean, I've been using worm castings and stuff. Like, I wasn't just, like, using. So it shouldn't be dead, like... Oh, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. In fact, it should be. And in fact, they'll probably do a run with adding nothing to it. But, like, you're probably a little bit just nervous from past events. Try it. Uh, like it's not like dude if you add it look if you add a the plant that you take off the exact weight in earthworm castings you'll be fine that's it you don't need to add any of this other stuff but i recommend adding rock dust and fucking uh malted barley but if you just add the if you just add the plant that you took off's weight in earthworm castings you should be fucking fine yeah that's like in the tea plantation that they say that they put like a, a teaspoon of, of, uh, of the warm casting by tea uh, tree. And it's like a ridiculous amount. Uh, of I mean, it. listen to what Ku talks about. Ku talks about label building. They'll literally bless like a rabbi or a, a fucking Jesus. Catholic priest or something Ten with holy water. Things. They'll bless a pound of or a ton of fucking soil with a, a, a teaspoon of kelp. Or they'll bless <laughs> it with a teaspoon of something else. And what's well, technically on the fucking label now. Can you bless my sword? Can you bless my sword, please? I would put like everyone else on the label. Even humidor, you have your base mix and you add stuff to it. That's kind of what I do too. You build the soil. You build it. Yeah, I use I use the shit as a base mix. Add my my earthworm castings. I add compost, but like even when I was doing that before, I took all this substrate. I took it all out and I put it into another bucket, and then I put it into flower. Or no, I put it. I was trying to veg plant. Things are already different though. Smash, you're using lactobacillus right now. That right now will break down a fucking shitload of stuff in your soil that's there that's just sitting there doing nothing. And make it plant available, as well as like you add in earthworm castings, you add in malted barley. Like, man, like there's a reason that they ro- crop rotate barley into every fucking field. There's a reason that lacto- barley lacto- comes after canola every best. time. Yeah, yeah, how much watering much should you do? The thing and is, I've always been a pots. fan of like rotating. I don't. I wouldn't like. You should rotate. I would, when, I would you like should the, water when the plants need water. That's that's. No, 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 no. Right now, when the when the right now, as he doesn't have anything in the pots right now, when should he water? Like he pulled it out. Like it looks pretty dry. Should yeah, he? There's still a little bit of a wetness that I mean, like, have to get watered. Should he still water them like there's something in, in there? In a perfect world, I would say you should keep them moist and watered. But I mean, like, if you go to my grow right now, uh, there's a bunch of dry pods out there that could use water. Kimmy, you would, I mean, um, smash. You would, I you think, would, I think right? microbes are able to go right? dormant. Oh, for sure they go dormant. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, they go I dormant. think my problem was what I did was I took it out. I knocked off all the, the shit. I, I mean, I left some roots and stuff in there. I did it for a bunch of smaller pots to a bigger bucket to a, like a, a, a tub. And then I tried to use it. And then I found that nothing was doing good in it. Every Everything I was trying to veg in that, that, that new soil I tried to use didn't last. So I, I wanted to try again. That's all. 
You, you know what's really funny is uh, I remember years ago I watched a Soma video on fucking uh, YouTube, and Soma was like talking about how the fucking soil had memory and how plants could fucking and how plants knew that there were cannabis plants in the soil before them and how they grew better just as such. And like immediately the fucking comment box on that fucking video lit up with people being like, what the fuck? You are crazy. That is so retarded. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's so retarded. But then turns out fucking here we are 2020 mycorrhizal fungus, the fucking it does. It does matter if plant was there before. It does do better if the plant was those, there before. Those leftover roots already have partially digested food, and at the same time, uh, as they're breaking down the cell walls of the of the of the root itself, it's feeding the plant. It's exactly what the plant wants. It is the same plant. So yeah, it's and just not just that. It's a, it's it's a whole. It's a hole as well as aeration for them to go through. Right. right it's absolutely. easier passage. So many layers to that onion, man. Yeah. So you said the equal weight of the plant and what I'm casting. That's the way I look at it. I mean, that's just this dumb fucking thing that I came up with to use. I don't know that that's actual fucking thing, but it's worked for me. Yeah, there's a logic behind it on the fact that the, if you compost everything that you don't smoke from your plant, you put it back in your warm bin, you add like you say, the same amount. Man, for I, I, I don't know where I've come from. I, I, tidy, but I think part. it's logic. <laughs> I've wondered the same thing. Like, if you made hash from your whole plant and you only ever added the uh, plant matter back to your worm bin, would it be enough to grow your plants again and again and again? And it probably. Is. I think we it's need probably more all you need. Don't you think we need a bit more nitrogen at one point? Because well, the there cycle you go. will. That's why you gotta have aquaponics, bro. Oh man, that's it. <laughs> we found why we like Steve. We need you, Steve. Oh, uh, it's internet. Fucking why? Terrible. You know what? You gotta pay when you're fucking living in paradise. You gotta suffer a little bit. There's a price. You can't have all the amenities. You can't He's have. He's paying the money. iron price. Fuck, like, can you imagine they, if they had not fucked up Game of Thrones, we would still live. be talking about that shit to this day. If they had not fucked up that shit, we'd still be talking about the iron price and all this different stuff. But they literally, the creator of the show fucked it up because they were like, oh, we want that Star Wars money. And so they literally mm, fucked it all good. up. Dude, the show no. was amazing. And then they fucked it up. No, we, now we remember it as not being that good. I, I feel the same way. I'm like, fucking Game of Thrones. You know, like whatever, but actually, it was amazing. You, after they fucked it up. Pants audiobooks. Like I've been, uh, I've been cheating a little bit. You listen to the audiobooks. You think but so? After hearing the Expanse audiobooks, I really feel that we we're cheated on the Expanse. Like it well, is. Well, that's uh, what I was gonna say. Isn't the book always better? Because it always it is always it is it is always everything. It it really uh, I I think it depends. Have you guys ever done the imagination test? They used to have the imagination test. And like I did it with a buddy who doesn't read anything. And like I read all the time. And like me and the buddy did the imagination test. And he's like, it doesn't work. And I'm like, oh God, this one's so heavy. <laughs> like, What's the imagination <laughs> test? It's like literally you imagine you're just imagining things in your hands that you're holding a weight in each hand. 
and like literally like you got your eyes closed and like you can't help it man like your magic oh your hands go down all right we did oh, that yeah, in school oh like, yeah oh, right oh, oh. <laughs> uh, believe it do, or not there are people who uh there are people who have no imagination if i think about it for a second i'll even remember the name i, I, I think it's like called it's anhedonia I'll look this up. I might have is, to run the name wrong. Do they just not have it at all? Like, they literally do not dude. have the concept of an imagination. Man, and they are baffled when you talk about it. Exactly. Life would be so boring. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's puzzling, right? Like, you, you have to think it must like, be so, whoa. so, di- excuse me, so different. No imagination. But. Uh, Washington, can you imagine power. without the Sears magazine? Back in the day, discovery. <laughs> oh no, and Hedonia is the inability. You to guys in USA, did did those did that people in USA thing. had those Sears magazine that you can Plus. order everything? Hell yeah, Fantasia. That's what so. It and come on, what? I don't know for you. I don't want to go to strange, but uh, okay, wasn't John to know what I talk about? <laughs> Look, <laughs> okay, I will live. I was there. a big fan of the of the bra section and the wish book. <laughs> We, so, man, uh, we've been guilty of it. It's like, I've discovered sexuality that way. We did not have anything else than that. That was, that was literally uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, then you didn't have the hookup for the black boxes. Man, yeah, I won't go in detail. That's so a We didn't have the internet back then, man. The internet developed while I was a child. Ah, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The black, <laughs> the black boxes were the like, things, things that, that unlocked like, every me. channel. <laughs> so oh, yeah, no, no, no. Black box, I, don't worry, Smash. I used to have, I used to have my little direct. I will, well, my uh, something TV box that, like, I would plug my little pirated card into and have every channel on. Yes, I mean, that allegedly. Was fun. I mean, it was well over statute of limitations. I did that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they would, they would zap that shit from the like. Every night or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They were. But you know what it was? You had to just be smart. You unplugged your box at Super Bowl. You unplugged your box that fucking, like, anytime there was a main a main event. Because that's when they did their flashes. They weren't stupid. They knew what you'd be watching for sure. And so, <laughs> like, if you, pull, if you pulled their, and, like, there was one time I pulled my card. And they did a big flash. It was the fucking, like, the whole thing. Everybody lost theirs. I waited like a week and plugged mine back in, and that card ran for fucking ever. Like, ever. My grandfather ever. used to sell the chips to fix them. <laughs> I, I might have had Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather was such a funny, like, he was awesome. He had, like, the hand, or not the hand radio, it was, like, the old uh, cop. Like cop stations and ambulances. If, if, your da- if your granddad had the fucking ham radio, I, I say he was a fucking drug dealer because anybody had the fucking high frequency ham, like that's literally all you heard on the ham radios. Uh, are we on an episode of uh, Moonshiner? Right? My grandpa had ham Yes, radio. that's it. This is a. Yeah. Actually, no, it's not. A different generation. Captain Calmag has flipped the table. <laughs> Does anyone know Captain Kelvin's identity? He's I a think man. I do. I think I do, I, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. 
Can we laugh at it? We thank you for not who it was. Well, I got paid to shut up, so I couldn't help but have been paid to shut up. I'm sorry. They fired some nitrogen with my Kalmaga story, and sorry. I missed the Albergas. I'm locked out, guys. I miss Steelbirds. Yeah, it is Steelbirds. Yeah, cool guy. Cool guy. Yep. Cool guy, yeah. Died in a fucking terrible car accident. Is that what it was? It was. A yeah, uh, yeah. plane, helicopter, like train accident. Convertible where it also cr- crashed <laughs> into a, a submarine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Derailed two trains. Yep. It was <laughs> terrorist cats. Karate yeah. cats hacked at him. No, it's it terrorist chihuahuas. We, we read it. Terrorist samurai chihuahuas. That was some shit. Oh, Never expected terrorist samurai chihuahuas. And could you imagine getting accosted by a gang of like 30 chihuahuas? We talked about this on the show. I still thought that you could just drop kick them all. But I don't know. I think you get through like five. I think you get through five before one catches you from off guard. From I mean, I understand the idea of kicking a dog really bothers like, me. But at the same time, if they're like vicious I think, chihuahuas, I, I would be like. I think at that point it's okay. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I'm not really fucking in PETA or anything. Right. But I think if like thirty of them is trying to, I assume eat. they're snarling and stuff, and they got like foam on their mouths. Obviously, and stuff. full frothing in the mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, like that <laughs> shitty little bark that they do. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. very nice bark that they do. Um, yeah, yeah, deadly animals. I mean, I, I've asked this on the show before. I should have asked Miss Jill. That would have been pretty funny. I, I'm curious what her <laughs> answer would have been. But I've asked one: Would <laughs> you rather fight? Would you rather bad. fight? Yeah, right. Would you rather fight? Oh, God. Right? He'd have a different answer than all of the rest of them. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, don't look it up if you don't want to disappoint I, I Look, I still give people room to fucking explain themselves because, like, he might take fucking two sentences in there that completely change my mind. So, I don't know. Like, maybe the dog bit me on my dick. What do you expect? <laughs> So he fist fought. He fist. So that's what you mean by dog He fist fought a dog. That's what happened. He boxed a dog that hurt his paw. No, ironically, the dog hurt his paw, not the dog that hurt his own paw. The dog hurt Colin's paw with his paw. So he he pawed his paw with his paw. What's in Jim? I hurt my paw fish. with his paw. Is that really what it was? Tell your fish to stop really that mouth. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't have had any of this conversation, oh, honestly. Allegedly, this is all facts. None of this is true. This is drunk. This, is, this fish are this looking is at goddamn slander. Yeah, stop <laughs> looking at me, fish. So this is this show is just cartoon characters. I don't know who any of you are. Uh, that white fish like, always you looks at us. Sativa, you seem paranoid <laughs> what the with the fuck, fish. Dude. Oh, damn. And oh, fuck you, fish. I fucking love you. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Yeah. Our side. Yeah. Yeah. Our side. Cheers, everyone. Four twenty. Uh, Fuck you, Australia. fish. Cheers. Is it Australia? I guess it would be uh, somewhere in Australia. New Zealand for sure. Somewhere like that. Too bad there's nothing you can. Four twenty somewhere. I I I just remember no, ten, ten o'clock ten o'clock my time ten Mountain Standard so nine uh nine uh Fumi time uh is. Ozzy and them hit their fucking. Uh, but I mean, Australia is so big. The there's probably like two or three. My dude, I love that guy. That's the guy. Yeah, that guy's a re- the only reason I fucking started talking. That I came on the show, man. Really? Yep. Dude, Ozzy's chill as fuck. We need to get him back on the show. 
Yeah, Ozzy. Uh, Ozzy was the one who fucking said to me, he's like, hop on, dude, hop on. Really? Yeah, yeah. he's a cool guy. You can tell he just loves weed. He loves just uh, chatting to people. He's a real cool guy, guy, honestly. Whenever he DMs me, like I, I had a little bit of a rough year last year, and he would just DM me. He was having a rough year, and he would DM me the nicest fucking messages. And it was always a voice message, too. And it was always like not only like a nice thought, but it was always at the end of it a joke. So you end up burst out laughing. Fucking that dude is aces, honestly. Like if you guys yeah. don't know Ozzy, just anyone aces kind of guy. The first man, time, man, I remember Ozzy thought we had beef for a minute, and I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> Does anyone remember the first time he used his microscope and what we looked at? <laughs> right. <laughs> if anyone's a good ass viewer, you'll remember when Ozzy first came on. We looked at when he first got his microscope. We looked at something. We should do the contest and see if, if anyone can give us the answer of what it was. So, I don't know what you'll win, but let's see if it, first person to answer it. What did he show us care. back then? Thanks, Gannis. No, I've never given them a worm, but when I had Oscars, I used to feed them uh, feeder fish. They used to love that shit, but. Then I changed their food and they got really into their food and then they stopped eating the feeder fish. They left them alone. They wouldn't even touch them. Once they once really? they found a food that they really liked, they wouldn't they wouldn't eat the feeders anymore. So I had to stop feeding them the feeders because they would grow into fish in here and I'd have to come up and kill them. So no, they, they're fucking ugly. There's a goldfish, right? These no, these are fucking are fish blood, these are blood parrots. These are fucking blood parrots. They're a no, fucking goddamn abomination. Are those like the sardaukar of fish? They're an abomination. They are they are basically two two fish that should never be bred together. And like only like a small percentage of playhouse them fish. Have That's the why they're looking at us right now. That's why that white oh, fish yeah. is just staring into our souls Dude, right they, now. He's they like, can't even yeah. close in his mental down. voice, he's like, he's, he's doing like, the Sardaukar. He's doing that throat singing stuff. The Oscar, I have no idea. I have no idea how they live the Oscar. No, he's cursing us. He's like, I will fly to your homes and kill all of you. I will be the blood of your souls. I would drag you to the underworld. They're so my gills and my fish fins. Yeah, those them ones ain't mine. Them ain't mine. For all we know, he could have an American accent. I mean, he's been living here for a long time. I mean, maybe he's picked it up. Maybe he watched a lot of TV. Um, I feel like it's Aussie accent. Good day. Good night. Blimey! I'm gonna take your soul today. Blimey! I'm so hungry. Suck his brains out. <laughs> Crikey! That's it. That's it. No, that wouldn't have been funny, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're goofing off. We're being silly. Uh, if you guys would like to hop on, now is the open session of the podcast. And no cheers. special guests, no whatever. So if you guys want to hop on? You can uh, go ahead and hop on. Just uh, don't show your wiener off. We're really not big fans of wieners here on this show, mm-hmm. unless it's like yeah, a hot dog man. wiener. Then, then it's okay, you know. If it's like a all beef. What else? Actually, I like uh, like a Don't bratwurst or something. I like pork. You know, like uh, there's a lot of people who are like, oh no, it has to be all beef. Like, no man, pork is delicious. Adds a lot of flavor, like a little bit of fat. Have you guys ever had lamb sausage? 
That was a fucking good I, one. I, have a lamb I can't hot dog say I time. ever had that. Sounds, I, I love lamb. Dude, it was so good. It was different and good. If you can visualize lamb, it's a little bit different. You know, that kind of the little, I don't know, muttony softness, the fattiness. Also good. So fucking good. Stadium yeah, brats. Dude, those Johnsonville, the brats they have over at uh, Costco. Oh my fucking God. Those are so and good. the lamb sausage you talk about, are they made? They are smaller, right? Uh, they can be, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They can be longer, and they're yeah. like, um, yeah, yeah. That's what um, she said. But I've actually right. Yeah. But I've also had like like hot dog shaped uh, lamb sausages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, what she said. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that thing. Uh, one one thing uh, uh, for the people that like a blue cheese. We, we made a a blue cheese a uh, hot dog with uh, with that. It was really good. And I found out that if you also make parts that are more fat. <laughs> Because when you take when you make sausage, sometimes you you take part that have way more fat in it, and it to me make said. it just better. It was just tasting way better. And with the spice you said. add more fat, yeah, it was just better. <laughs> That's only a good knockwash too. <laughs> All the women just fucking clicked off. <laughs> Dude, well, it's the way you want to say women don't like uh, sausages. I find that. Uh... Oh, come on. But apparently, come we don't. Hey, my wife good food is good food. You have to try it. Right. <laughs> oh, no, ironically, they actually quite enjoy them. Uh, as long as you're not crude, like, how do I say this? Uh, it's kind of hilarious how uh, folks have kind of uh, misinterpreted how society is like, uh, uh, especially at least American society. Cause I guess that's the one that I know the most, uh, has really siloed off like what they think men find funny and what women are supposed to find funny. But the reality of it is that basically everybody <laughs> kind of finds most of the same stuff funny. It's like when you go to the restaurant, most people order the same kind of food, like even the men and the women, like they'll order the stuff that's good. And sure, okay, there's a little bit of bias perhaps to red meat towards the men and let's say not red meat towards the women, but you'll definitely, you'll find women that like they'll get the steak every time or you'll find men that never get the steak, right? And yeah, so, so generally besides that, that's it. And that's what she said. But uh, how do I say this? Uh, a lot of times you go to the restaurant and the popular thing on the menu, everyone is getting it. It doesn't fucking matter who it is, man, woman, or child. Uh, maybe the kids get a different fucking thing. I don't even know. But how do I say this? Uh, um, uh, uh, men and women both enjoy filthy jokes, right? Like they both enjoy kind of dirty humor and everything else. But a lot of times I think it's true that people don't like to be, uh, they don't like to feel assaulted. So essentially if you feel like you're being kind of talked at, in some way, I guess maybe assaulted was the wrong word. Maybe that's a little bit too harsh. But if you feel like if you feel like you're being talked at, you stop kind of laughing at the joke a little bit, right? But if you feel like you're laughing with the people and you're you're not being talked at, but you're kind of laughing at something collectively, then everybody kind of finds that same shit funny. So, like, how do I say this? Men and women both they find these that's what she said jokes fucking hilarious. Arguably, the women find them more funny because literally, if you find something that actually a woman would have said then they fucking laugh their shit off or laugh their tits off because they're like, yes, that's exactly what I would have said. And you're saying it and it's hilarious. But when you fuck it up and you're like, Oh, the long dong went along the schlong. Da, da, da. No, that's probably not what she would have said. And so that's not actually funny. They feel like they're being talked at. You know what I mean? So you like uh, the key to being funny is to actually f listen to your audience or at least uh, think of your audience and imagine what they would find is funny. Right. So that's, I mean, that's the, how do I say this? Um, I don't know. The difference between being offensive and funny, maybe, is that everybody is yep. laughing versus some people are laughing, you know? 
Agreed. Agreed. You're muted, Chris. Chris. Agreed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I said. I thought he was going to drop some knowledge right there. I was like. <laughs> That's why I thought you heard me because you said it too, right when I said it. It was just yeah. that we uh, great minds think alike. That's why, Chris. Serendipitous. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right. Also, telepathy. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, alien mental quantum transfusions. That that's actually it. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, was DMT and yeah, yeah, coma. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I yep. love this picture right here. This picture's in like that's uh, awesome. In southern, uh, southern, southern. Monterey Don't County. burn your hand. Don't burn your hand. Out. Um, Southern Monterey County. It's it's a United States uh, U.S. Uh, park. The little hills that are on there. It's uh, oh fuck. What is? Hold on, man. I gotta tell you what park it is. Uh, have man, you I took that picture? It's a pretty picture. Yeah, I took the picture. Oh yeah. On this, on a regular iPhone SE. Like old one. So hold on, let me see. I'll tell you. It's in Southern Humboldt. Kind of going down towards Kings. San Luis Obispo. So Past the I, I had a photo moment today that I really regretted just having an iPhone with me for that moment. Because a coyote literally, and like not just any coyote, like the most pristine coyote with the fucking freshest coat you ever seen like what like 10 meters away from me and still i take a picture of it and it looks like fucking shit because it's just a goddamn iphone and i I'm wonder why i don't carry my good, uh, uh, photos of my goddamn iphone though i mean the fact of the matter is with the iphone and this is something that um I agree. I, don't know. I assume that I assume this will change. I assume that this is going to change over time. But I noticed. I wonder if I could show you one of these photos, and it would actually show off. It might be too nerdy, and this might be just my perception. Let me see if I have any photos on my computer. If I'd have to send them to myself. Um, so I was eating breakfast the other day, and I was taking these photos of my uh, uh, food, and it was, uh, by the way, super good food. I was uh, eating it like. Uh, I can't remember the fucking restaurant here in town, but it was some town, some place here that has uh, breakfast. Oh, okay, I don't think it's uploaded to my computer yet. Wait a second, maybe it has. Hold on. Um, whatever, it's not fucking important, honestly. I don't have to necessarily show it. So uh, how do I say it? I was taking pictures of basically like, you know, kind of brunch style food, lunch, whatever. And it was basically like I had eggs Benedict and man, they made it super well. Like the hollandaise sauce was, you know, uh, flowing over the eggs and the poached eggs themselves. The yolk was really, really runny. And the the sun was, uh, we were eating at like two o'clock or something. The, the sun was great, honestly, maybe three o'clock. So the sun was beautiful. Honestly, it was just kind of shining down. You know, it's still, uh, the sun sets at like five thirty, So it was almost honestly like kind of half golden hour. So just really rich light, whatever else is very, very golden. It was shining on the food. And if I'd had my cannon with there, I would have had like magazine shots. Like honestly, just fucking people would have pissed themselves. I'd be like, Oh my fucking God, if you would have, how do you get those shots? And Oh, it's cause I'm fucking amazing. But I had my, uh, I'm joking obviously, but anyway, I had my iPhone with me, which is a, it's a lovely device. I've said before over and over and over again, the iPhone takes wonderful fucking pictures, 
but the iPhones do not, not have a large same. sensor or a fantastic goddamn lens, like a, an incredible professional not lens that Canon makes. Is a little bit different, and it it cheats with computational photography. And so what you end up having is you have kind of a messed up background where the phone is trying to like wash out the background and stuff. And I guess in contrast to that, you're like, well, fuminator, you just you just fucking you just being a snob and blah blah blah. No, I mean, all right. You can but wash out the background at, with the SLR. It is so much. Look at look at a couple of these photos photo. that I posted yeah. today. You know, like and these so are, these were honestly with with Whoa. my older camera. Uh, it, it, lately, you, you guys are going to see some shit in the future here coming. Uh, how do I say this? The the optics are honestly more important than anything. Look at how the background just fucking melts away. Like those, yeah, those no, roses that's my favorite. That's my favorite right melts. there. Just like that. Just like oh, that the new, blurry the new one's in the yeah. back, and then like fucking your focal point imperfect. Oh yeah, no, no, no. The light see, is just that, perfect. I love that. I love yeah. that. And see that's what I've yard. done. And this is not like how do I say this? this is not me as a world class genius. A thousand different people in the state of Oregon could do the same photograph. But I'm pointing out right now that you can see, for example, from this leaf all the way to basically that leaf, it's basically all in focus, right? So you can see that one is largely in focus. I mean, that's essentially in the zone of confusion. So it's still basically in focus. You can kind of see what it is, but it's already melting away. So just like your human eye focuses on a specific thing and everything else kind of melts away, this is already the subject is made for you. So I've decided the subject for you. So this, by the way, is kind of a lesson for photography. Pick your subject, pick the thing that you want people to look at and pick wisely because the, the human eye follows the sharpest thing. It follows the most obvious thing. So anyway, in this case, I've picked something for you to look at. And that's namely this bud. Obviously the subject of the photograph is this fucking bud, but I focused basically right here, but I focused probably, I don't know for sure right now, cause I'm not looking at the metadata, but I probably used a, a, an aperture of F8 or F11 to basically allow the that everything from this leaf to basically right behind it was in focus or in within the zone of confusion, like those leaves. So it's already kind of melting away, but everything behind it and in front of it is still completely melted away. Whereas, for example, if you use like a, a portrait of a person, you'd want literally to use like F, you know, 2.8 or F4 or something. So literally only their eyeball would be in focus. And that way, literally all of their blemishes, all of their, you know, little pimples or whatever else, those would already start melting away, right? That's something that you cannot do with an iPhone. You can do it with a mirrorless camera. You can do it with a DSLR, you know, whatever you got in, in your pocket. You can even do it, honestly, with a, a really good point-and-shoot if it has a good lens and, and manual features. But you can't still do it with a, with a fucking iPhone, you know? And then look at this one, for example. Like, this is basically all optics and sensor. Like, you could not physically have done this effect with that yeah, melting away with the leaves. You could not that have done that with a, with a phone. Uh, it'll try, it'll try to emulate it, but this is being done with glass, with optics and the, the, like that, just that soft blurring effect and the kind of roundness of it. That's the fact that lenses are spherical. They're, they're, they're literally designed as parts of spheres and cutaways of spheres. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, the, the, the out of focusness ends up becoming spherical. Phones basically have these tiny little sensors and these shitty little lenses. They can only emulate that electronically, computationally. Yeah. So it never gonna, ends up looking the same. I was going to say yeah. is that like when you need to, if you try to do something like this with an iPhone, you have to run run it through a program or something. I mean, the iPhone does it for you uh, uh, and it does right. a really good job of it. But it's still not the same. I'm still, I guess I, I probably have uh, confused all of you guys. I realize now that this was probably way too nerdy. 
without showing you an example. All right, I'm a fucking. I'm just gonna uh, DM myself the photos, and then I and can show you what I was talking about. This right. was a uh, like the iPhone SE, the one not this newest one, but the one before it. So it wasn't even that great of iPhone. I'm still learning, like, to play with like the camera and stuff. Honestly, like. They've gotten about the 13s really good at keeping like things stable and stuff. Um, when I'm like holding it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not poo-pooing these phones. Like they are excellent fucking phones. Like my phone is with me all the time, and the best camera is the one that you have with you. One you got always, literally always. The best camera is the one that you have with you. Uh, and so the fact that I have a phone with me, and these these iPhones make spectacular images, and yet. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, we can be snobs on this show, right? We can just fucking have a fun in it. We're all drunk. We're just goofing off. Like, uh, 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 there's a ton of people here on this show that grow salts. I'm sure their weed is excellent. I'm not trying to shit on their weed. I'm sure it's excellent weed. I've smoked salt weed. I've smoked a bunch of salt weed. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I got high as balls. And yet, we can be snobs on this show. So we can basically say, you know what? I know your weed is good, but the fucking organic shit's better. You know, so basically we can be snobs. We can say, all right, man, the fucking iPhone, the Google Pixel or whatever, they make spectacular photographs. And yet a Sony A7, whatever the shit, that's going to be better, you know, or a Canon R5 or whatever the fuck, or a Nikon Z9 or whatever. It's going to be better. What do you want? You know, it's like a Ferrari. Is a Ferrari going to be better than a Honda? What do you want? You know, you want me to lie? Things got confused in its context, right? I just wanted to point out your your story about the eggs made me really think about how Mel Frank took the first picture of a trichome ever. That was really beautiful. And they've asked him if they made it, if he made it with a microscope. And he said, yes, but I've not used any light. And I've waited at the right time in the day to have the light and the right angle and the exactly the, the, the color I wanted to oh. shine it. So it really make me think about what you're saying you're hmm. you're saying i've not been able to shine the same things with the same that that tool i've used another tool to do it and that's what like those really important for me. kind of looks like a ferrari huh no i like it i like them better than a ferrari they're, they're more subtle when you said that i just thought of that car sorry hmm so here looks like I double sent it to myself, but whatever. What do you want? I'm freaking half drunk already. Oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so this is probably the best photo in that session. You almost can't tell that this was not shot with like a, a regular camera or something. I mean, I haven't developed these in any way. I haven't actually like fucked with them. This is basically just a JPEG. You can kind of see that the background here is not really that well mesh that's obviously like computational photography because it's kind of a little bit jittery as opposed to like beautiful glass uh uh, uh, uh melting in a way it would have been a little bit smoother but it's, it's like it, it's a fucking that's so nerdy nobody would ever notice that literally it's like probably i'm the only person that would have noticed that frankly and that's the only reason why is because i literally took the photo but this one already this one is kind of awkward like you can tell like the the you can see the yoke and whatever but you can see like the lens is not that good you can see this basically chromatic aberration so you can see that the lens is literally not very high quality so that's basically the how do i say this like it's a the whole phone costs a thousand dollars and they put fucking 10 tons of battery and bullshit and processors and whatever else and they spend 15 dollars on the, the the camera lens right so no wonder the uh, chromatic aberration all this different stuff and then the camera tries to solve it what's that word this mean? is a 
Chromatic aberration is, I could probably just show it to you easier than I could explain it. Hold on. Uh, Sorry, I don't know what that means. No, it's all right. It's basically the green or purple tinges on uh, photographs. Chromatic aberration. And it's probably, probably the most common problem that you would honestly really notice with bad photographs. You're like, that fucking doesn't look good. And you can't really put your finger on it. You're like, it's still kind of in focus and stuff, but fuck, it looks like shit. It's this kind of kaleidoscope effect here. I'll show you. It is, it was very common with older cameras. So in optics, chromatic aberration, otherwise CA, is also called chromatic distortion and spherochromaticism is a failure of a lens to focus all colors to the same point. In other words, uh, imagine that, uh, 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 a uh, prism that like uh, uh, you, you, you saw in uh, textbooks or whatever, you know, Isaac Newton split light or whatever. Well, you're trying to focus all the light that comes into the camera lens into one point on the uh, uh, film so that it actually represents, let's say, a dot or a, a keyhole or whatever else. But the problem is all the different colors are actually coming into slightly different portions of the camera sensor. So basically you have this thing where you have a shadow of purple down here. You have a shadow of green over here. And basically, like, if you could arrange all the different colors back into the same place, you'd have a great image. No, they're all hitting in slightly different places. That probably doesn't make any fucking sense. But anyway, I'm going to keep going. Chromatic aberration manifests itself as fringes of color along boundaries that separate dark and bright parts of the image. So, for example, here. Photographic example showing high-quality lens at the top. Basically, you can see sharp edges. Oh. For example, you don't see any purple or green. Those are the kind of the dead giveaways, basically, or even blurriness. Whereas compared to lower quality model exhibiting transverse chromatic aberration, seen as a blur and a rainbow edge in areas of contrast. Uh, so that kind of rainbow coloring, where literally what I meant to say is the green is going on one place in the image, the blue is over here, the fucking reds and darks are over here. They're not hitting in one place like they are here. You have sharp edges because all the colors of that edge are hitting in the same place. All the okay. white is hitting in the same place. All the black is hitting in the same place. Whereas here, all the stuff that was supposed to be black is hitting eh, some of it over there, some of it over there, some of it over there, some of it over there. So basically this lens is garbage with lots of chromatic yeah, aberration. Like this lens is good lens. with almost none. But you know, if you had like literally cameras in the old days, like basically all of them had some version of chromatic aberration. Polaroid cameras had lots and lots of it. Uh, even, honestly, Nikon lenses, all kinds of stuff had it. And if you didn't have professional lenses, uh, the lower quality Canon, Nikon, Pentax, whatever, a lot of them would still uh, exhibit some uh, uh, chromatic aberration. If you had uncoated lenses, like if you got lenses or, or cameras from your grandparents or something from way back in the day, a lot of those were even uncoated, like before the 60s, before the 50s, they were uncoated. Fuck, they had so much chromatic aberration. You were like, why is this photo so shitty? Well, it's because it's a uh, shitty lens. Um, so I don't know, let me see. Let me if I can show this picture again. Maybe hey it'll guys, make sense. You take off Charlie's? Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Have a good one, bud. Have a good night, Charlie. Nice to see you, man. Peace, everybody. It's good to see you. Cheers, dude. Adios, bud. Well, fuck it. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Perhaps we will call this a little bit early. Maybe this is, uh, yeah, maybe we're up for last call, gentlemen. Uh, Well, fuck it. We don't have to nerd on cameras. Perhaps we've nerded out out enough. I hope I can get it. I'm thinking of. uh, well, I'm probably just going to pull all those plants in, in my room for now. Well, when the guys come in, 
right before he oh, comes. because it's – so remind me now, is it hot in your grow or is it cold in your grow? Because you have two different temperatures. Oh, the grow uh, the grow's fine. The light's doing doing its job. Oh, okay. For now. Um, and it's late. It's so late in flower. I'm not really scared about the nighttime temps because I can, I can still control the humidity. Hmm. So that – I'm not worried about, but it was crazy when I went down there and I was like 118 fucking degrees. What the fuck? Um, yeah, I in your chest for sure. I, I, I contacted them right away. I called them and, I, and someone answered and they're like, Oh no. I was like, Yeah, that could have been real fucking bad. Like, some something could have probably really happened. And they're like, Yeah, can you eat? Just can you take a little video, email me? And they sent me a tracking number right away. So we're sending you a new one right now. And a new what? A new thermostat? Yeah, a whole new. Uh, thermostat rig thing. That but have. then, well, I guess call that company back because if the furnace has not come back on, maybe you didn't oh, follow different, the restart procedure. Different, company, different companies. The furnace is a, a whole different thing. The grow's not attached to the furnace at all. I see. The furnace is on a little... I use electric. It's on a little mm. uh, electric heater. The furnace mm. is uh, oil burning to... Uh, I think someone gotcha. said electric spark. I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure out. Hopefully, I turned on the fans kick on, so I know it's not the blower motor. The blower motor works. So it's something along the lines of clogged jet um, or no spark, no ignition. So I think when, uh, tomorrow when I wake up, call someone to come look at it because I don't really want to play with it. Uh, I'm going to pull my plants out, put them in my probably put them in my room for an hour or two while they're doing their thing and then I'll put them back down there. Shouldn't really bother them that bad. It's kind of cold anyways. It's 60 degrees up here. So, should be okay. Uh, um, right on. Cheers, dude. Perhaps so, I'll shut off this uh, camera. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, how do I say? Uh, I wish by the you way, guys, folks, you're welcome. We get stuff on the show. You're welcome. Don't even give a shit. Exactly. Mom, welcome. So, I wish you guys could. Don't stop. tell me. Tell your friends. Right. The yeah, fucking my. gorilla cookie right is so so funky. Like uh, I don't even. I I have to figure out what the other note to it is, but it's kind of like a ooh uh, smell to it. I like it a lot. That's uh, like uh, in a bad way, kind of, um, you know, Mr. No. was joking about a kind of baby poo or whatever, or what, like a, 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 a like a sultry perfume or what? Uh, hold on. It's interesting. Like, that uh, how do I say this? <laughs> exactly. No, uh, how do I say this? A little bit of that really like offensive terp is really good in cannabis. And that's the thing. Like, I don't mean to poo poo that. And then literally poo poo. Like, the, the, the fucking fecal shit is, is interesting in a small amount, but it's, it's kind of a biological thing. It literally tricks us into looking into something uh, more deeply because we're kind of, it triggers our fight or flight mechanism basically is what it does. No, for real. It basically makes us wonder, is this safe? Is this unsafe? Do we need to run away like a fucking, you know, crazy person? Or is this something that we're actually quite interested in? And it basically draws you in further. So it's this kind of, how do I say this? Um, um, I don't know. It's it's really a trick. It's a trap. Kind of. Honestly, it's a trap to bring you me. into I'm something. Like, Humidor is much deeper than me. I'm like, who's didn't wash their hands? 
<laughs> That's some foul shit right there. Disgusting. Um, it's like, kind of like uh, wait, is that on the weed? Okay, well that's cool. <laughs> a funky like fingers don't smell like that. Vegetables, maybe onion or garlic, like oniony garlic, like funky with like uh I'm trying to think of the seasoning. I can't think of the seasoning. It's like tangy seasoning. And it's got and like a you cook, really strong smell. All you gotta smell. do is saute garlic and onion, and I'll come in the house and be like, "Oh, what are you cooking? That's amazing!" And this stuff smells good, man. Um, I can't. I, I personally can't wait for the uh, Bubba Bubba Kush the blueberry OG. That that oh, one was nice. nice. Yeah, that'd be uh, nice. One, one smells like a chocolate, like blue raspberry, like chocolate, and then the other one kind of smells like a. Blue raspberry candy. Pretty happy with those ones. And uh, one, I'm hoping when I trim it off, I'm gonna take some pictures. That thing is fucking beautiful. Like the the buds on it are nice sized. Like uh, trichome production, awesome. Very frosty. Uh, color amazing. Like almost dark purple, almost black in some spots. Um, others, but it still has some green in it though. Like the fade on it was ridiculous. Um, yeah. And then the other one kind of faded to a pinkish, like, uh, not a full, like purple, but like almost a pink. And then I also had, uh, one of the gorilla Did you keep cuts. No, I didn't really. I have more seeds. Yeah. It don't matter. You'll never find the same thing. Oh, I know, but it's okay. I have so much more stuff I want to go through. Mm-hmm. I've actually grown the white wedding now. I think this is three times for white wedding. And then I think it's three times for white wedding and the second time for the gorilla cookies. So I've grown both of them a couple of times. By the way, folks, if you guys would like to hop on for the last, uh, I don't know, half hour of the show, we're probably going to hit the next 420 and then uh, fuck off. i got to water do a bunch of work myself, so it's actually going to be nice to cut off a little bit early. Uh, we had a fun show on this. Uh, I think I, I quite enjoyed uh, chatting with Ms. Jill. Always uh, a good time. Said, yeah, man. Uh, the interview, I don't know, just uh, I guess I won't say anything more about it. The interview didn't go quite like I thought it would, but it, it went well in the end. Uh, it, I thought I was going to ask a half a dozen other questions, and, and uh, I guess I won't get into it, but uh, we ended up asking different ones. It's funny, like, uh, um, I don't know, I, I, how do I say this? Maybe we can save her time, honestly, and folks can kind of read between the lines. Some folks just don't want to repeat themselves, and sometimes you don't really, you don't really know that that's been a problem in their life, until basically it comes to a head and they're like, motherfucker, I don't want to repeat myself. And then you're like, oh, okay, I, all right, fine. I, I didn't know that. Okay. Long story uh, short, she doesn't want to fucking repeat herself. Go you're ahead. too smart. You ask too good of a question right off the hop. Do you I? Need to, yeah. That's it. I yeah. honestly think you ask too much of a, too good of a question off the hop. I think you need to friggin' just offer some like T-ball questions. Just easy questions for her to tee off. Things that the guests feel comfortable about. Things you know that they're comfortable about. And let them tee off on those couple questions first mm-hmm. before you get into, you know, 
what's your directive in breathing or, you know, like, really? just because, just like, I, I like, even if it's just a family question or something, just something that you know that they're comfortable talking about. Like, just get them in their comfort zone mm. before you start asking them the hard questions. Okay. And so you, this is the just a, just a thought, just a thought. Right on. I'm receptive to it. I never got trained in interview school. You have great questions, without a doubt. Without a doubt, you have great questions. I like just, just like, especially even tonight. Tonight's more so than ever. Tonight's more so than ever. I think you got into the good questions. Let's go that far. Tonight was the best ever. I really. No, 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 no. Although we are drunk, I I thought you got into the hard questions too early. Gotcha. I thought you. I thought you to give her some tea balls first, just to. Gotcha. Just so. I mean, that's. I. I. I don't want to be. Uh, get them comfortable this, um, before you start asking them questions. That's all. I dig it. Just I get them it. comfortable. Feel me. Uh, so you see, like this, like blur right here. I dude, don't get me wrong. You're still getting an interview. That's bro. what you're talking. That's what we're talking about. Smash. By the way, Smash is showing it off. It's kind of a fucked up blur. It's not like lens blur. It's basically computational photography blur. And our human eyes can tell something's wrong. Like what is wrong? I cannot probably express it to you, but I can express to you that it is wrong. And that's basically an iPhone picture. That's how you know. Yeah, if I go in, it looks all right when it's zoomed all the way out. But once you start going, yeah, you in, zoom curious. in, and you're like, "What? That doesn't quite make sense." And you can't yeah, quite put like, your finger on it, but like the wrong things are in focus and shit. Yeah. Photo snob just fucking shaving an absolutely beautiful photo that, like, exactly, it was a nice photo. Ten years ago, photo. wasn't a pot, wasn't even possible. That's the irony. Yeah, like ten yeah. years ago, like basically, we could probably couldn't even barely have taken that photo. Well, maybe not. With film, you could have taken it, but with a digital yeah, You could have, but I couldn't. Our issues, <laughs> Captain, we just seen you. We're still asleep. We just didn't want you to be passed out on, on air too long. Oh, it's literally not a big deal. Uh, uh, I don't think anyone's worried about uh, uh, oh, the kid but Wes passes out. Dude, yeah, dude, I do it all the time. It's a fucking weed show. What do you want? People, yeah. You don't talk to me, sleep. man. I will fucking... I would do. I smoke so much weed that I will pass out every time. I'm sorry. I well, do it. I would say that that is a sign that your weed is excellent. Like honestly, I would say that that's the goal. Like well, thank you. Your weed is so I, fucking I, good. I like, oh my fucking god. I I could I fight that. I with that. that. You're mixing it with okay, the Lime River Rose. That shit knocked <laughs> me out. Fuck out. That's it. High as shit. I've been enjoying the shit out of it. It's a wonderful. You should all should pick up some seeds at Fumes of Gold. Thank you. Com. That's it. Perfect commercial. Where, uh, where try coke and your expectations works. are the same place. Can <laughs> 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 to cover your Trump needs? Hey, would coke cookies work? Fumedora.com, where your mama shops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's We're actually going to start supplying uh, dick candles uh, for your mama. That's it, exactly. No, I just, it's, it's funny because evil, evil Deadly Sparks makes dick candles. <laughs> soon to be, dick candles soon to be offered with these nuts. With these oh, nuts. Oh, oh, fuck. Smash and flick at my dick candle on the live it's show. It's a sorted uh, bag of nuts from, offered That's from so these. funny. Whatever. You would have job, like, there's a market for it. Why not? Like, I think. 
a candle shape. I think it's funny. It's just like a, a novelty. You know what I mean? There's novelty things like you seeing dick cookies or dick popsicles or always there's always stupid stuff like that. Just as a novelty, it's funny. It's always this it always thing, will be. Since they are yellow, I've <laughs> called them the Simpson dick, but uh, it just it makes me it's think beeswax, that. right? Yeah, right. I can show you that, but I won't show that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think it would matter if it was a candle. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you, you said it like Woody Woodpecker. As long as it was plastic. <laughs> we can't have <laughs> I see Christoph uh uh evil can you tell Chris ask him what he's showing please oh uh, qu'est-ce que c'est Christophe or someone I can't speak friend uh, uh, good evening uh, bonjour uh, bon... bonjour uh, Bonsoir. Uh, yes, tu m'entends, Pubido? Exact. exact. Uh, nous avons soir et uh, tu as le matin. Pardon? Uh, Qu'est-ce que c'est? C'est ça. Attends. Le matin, uh, Blackberry Gum. Blackberry Gum? Right on. Attends, Pubido, ça marche. Ouais, yes. Sounds good. Ah. Oh, what's that? Dude, Christoph has some nice strains, man. Holy shit. He's got some good stuff. Black break gum. Christoph grows the fire, man. Yeah. It's like, yep. I know who I'm talking to if I ever go over there. Mm. Yep. Uh, Edvide, s'il te plaît. Uh, regarde, je voulais montrer à Pumidor comment que ça se fait des fois on a des graines comme ça. Tu sais, c'est calcane. Ça marche. Esprit, what the fuck? It's too fast. Uh, okay, evil deadly fart. What the fuck did he say? Hey, he asked why why he got seeds like that at the first node, uh, like the first flower. The... Oh, knobs! I have something yeah. like. That. Oh, he got a little pollination. Yeah, he got he's, he has some pollen somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's uh, those are good seeds. Like... Honestly, when you get that seed, that's a great sign. Honestly, because it means that nothing really hermed out. It almost a... it almost certainly means you had some good pollen somewhere. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's a seed. Is that's it? a seed. That's a seed. That's hundred oh, percent. That's the first place you'll get the nodes because that's basically the first place Fuck the pistons yeah. will basically show in any node. Yeah, I would. I would keep those seeds. Whatever that is, I would keep those seeds, and whatever that crosses, I would try to grow them. I would take a look at what they are because I, I don't know what yeah. the potential male might be. But you know, like whenever I have those seeds, let's say on a. I don't know, something that I wasn't trying to breed with, I'll find those seeds. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Because basically whatever I was breeding with, the pollen basically dusted off onto something else. And those seeds are always super, like that That fat seed, those are always super viable. Like you saw how fat that was. That's going to be nice and tiny for stripes and everything. That's going to be a perfect uh, seed test. At first, yeah, just be like, careful uh, to try to notice what could have spread that pollen. That's the thing. If you don't you know, it's going to be a random chance. Yeah. But at least you know the mother. Yeah, all right. If you don't know, it's fifty percent chance it's a herm. That's my guess too. I mean, if it was a herm, you'd probably get seeds up in the bud. That's my. This is just my armchair opinion, but I've seen enough of those kind of 
what armpit seeds or whatever. They're basically the seed right at the node, nice big old fat seed. Those are kind of the fattest seeds of the entire uh, bud, honestly. Even when it is well seeded, those are the ones that get fat, the fattest of the seeds. Uh, how do I say so it? You're uh, talking like the one on the stock. Very little pollen. If you don't have any seeds in any of the other bud, but you have seeds in those, first stock, of all, it yeah. means it's fairly early. It means that it was pollinated. Basically, that's another sign, by the way. It was probably then, pollinated before anything else was ready. Go ahead, the male that was with it like that's, then i'm thinking I'm it's saying. the male with it and then if nothing in the later bud is pollinated then you're like breaking it up and you're not finding so, any other seeds yep. up there yeah then i'm thinking it's the male that just yep because that's the thing little, those those pistol like, in the in the armpits there those are the first pistols to show up, even before they crown so those pistols show up in Veg. And those are pistols from veg to week one to week two before it's even crowned. Yeah, those are the ones. You know, like so when I flip the flower, it crowns in like week one, week like the end of week one to week two. Then it's a crowned. Those pistols would already have more seeds if you had a pollination already in like week one or two. So basically, you had like a veg pollination essentially, more than anything else. That's pretty cool. Those are like the yeah. Those are where like at first when I was looking at it, it looked like uh, I had branching that has knobs on it. You know, mm -hmm. it looks like there's all knobs on the end of, like, where it attaches to the, the A-Miracle. But, uh, those, yeah, where where that's located, it's cool, because that's, like, right where the uh, pistols would be, where your sex thing. Je ne comprends où tu le comprends. Fuck, I don't speak French very well. Um, uh, whether or not Christophe understood that, I have no idea. Uh, Thank you. Christophe, uh, luckily we have evil deadly That's right. Uh, nous avons discuté quelque chose, beaucoup de choses. Uh, comprends pas uh, ou non? Uh, fuck, how do you say past tense of say? Uh, Go ahead, Evil Daddy Far. You speak French. Parce qu'ils ont, ont parlé de quelques théories, là. donc on avait chacun notre possibilité. Est-ce que tu as compris un peu ce qu'ils disaient? Bah ben non, à part que vous parlez de graines, moi c'est tout. Je ok, compris. donc, ça en, en, en gros, euh... on, on, étant donné que c'est comme Fumdor, ce qu'il dit, c'est que c'est comme des. C'est les poils qui. C'est les, les pistils qui sortent pratiquement à la première semaine de floraison, peut-être même en végétatif, parfois qu'il y a qui ont ces poils. Qui... Donc, s'il a été pollinisé, c'est peut-être du pollen qui est à l'entour d'un mâle ou peut-être une ancienne euh, gros que tu as faite avant, une ancienne pousse que tu as eue. Euh, euh, Fume d'ordi qui, lui, il s'essayerait parce qu'il croit que au moins tu sais la femelle que c'est, mais tu sais pas exactement ce que ça peut être. Donc, un peu ah, la oui. théorie qu'on a, c'est essaie-le mais essaie de trouver aussi pourquoi que ça pourrait être pollinisé aussitôt dans ton truc. Mais si tu n'as pas d'autres graines dans ta botte, autrement que ces premières-là, on, on, on tend à être plus intéressé à vouloir pousser cette graine-là. Parce que s'il y aurait d'autres graines dans cette fleur-là, peut-être qu'on s'inquiéterait si c'était un ou un autre problème. Non, non, c'est juste sur le calice, là. Tu sais, Ville, c'est juste sur euh, l'intersection, là. Il y a une petite graine à l'intersection. Ouais, so that's it, right? That's the only seeds, right? There's no other seeds in the in the bud. Like if you squeeze the bud, there's no seeds up above, right? Il n'y a pas d'autres graines dans ta botte si tu t'es fait... Non, non. 
Ah, non, non, bon. c'est juste comme ça sur la plante, quoi. So yeah, and so I stand by it. I think I, 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 my French is pretty shitty, but I think I understood what you said, and I think you basically explained it. Not only the most uh, interactive show in cannabis, but also the most bilingual show in cannabis. Indeed, indeed. Yep, yep. If any German 100%. people come and come on here, I can actually speak German. So if any of you motherfuckers would come on here and not make me babble like a fucking monkey in French. I can actually speak German. Qu'est-ce que c'est le fucking vache? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> There's any German stoners, motherfuckers. Fucking you, show you yourselves. You just have to be drunk a few times. It's like three and, and of them in the whole country. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, that's it. That's it. You won't uh, be shy to talk French anymore. <laughs> 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 some Italians or some shit. I don't even know. Man, we yeah, get listened to from all like over that. the world. It's a trip, though. It, honestly, like a, I guess it's probably an artifact of the fact that there's not that many cannabis shows yet, but we get listeners from all over the fucking place. South America, Africa, South Africa, like regularly Egypt from time to time. What else? We've gotten Algerian listeners from time to time. Brazil's pretty regular. What else? We get all over the place. We don't get a lot of Indians, believe it or not. We get one now. Brazilian listener. One Brazilian, one yeah, man. Listeners, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That's like, I wonder how many people actually yeah, one subtitles. <laughs> That's a good question. I actually looked that up one time, and I think I forget what it was. I'll have to look it up. Uh, don't, don't ask me to tell tragic four hours. Uh, of English and French because I may find it a bit <laughs> long to type it out <laughs> with one <Right>. finger <laughs> so. folks I hope you, you guys have enjoyed the, the show go ahead Smash oh you ever see the episode of South Park when uh, Butters has to like like go through everyone's social media and delete oh, all yeah. the like, bad comments. <laughs> Fuck, and it ruins his life. Yeah, he's all touchy and fucked up. <laughs> Fuck. I'm I'm gonna go to live here and say he was gonna be that way anyway. So like, whether he did that or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is kind that of a dark side of the face. internet, though. I've read about it a lot. There's it all these all, uh, like Reddit, Facebook, you name it. <clears throat> so much horrible shit. And uh, these companies basically have functioned on this. It's so bizarre and antiquated to think about it. But I remember, uh, like, I guess I'm, 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 I'm entering the uh, old age or something, maybe. I don't know, or that get-off-my-lawn age. But I can remember, like, the, kind of the beginning of the internet. And I remember when people talked about internet companies as if like, Oh, of course it's an internet company. Of course they don't have a, a customer service and whatever. Cause it's just an internet company, but somehow that well, it's just an internet company has consisted like has, has uh, perpetuated to today whereby like Facebook, one of the world's largest corporations actually effectively has no customer service. Like you, you literally cannot get customer service from one of the largest, most profitable corporations in the country or in the world. Um, Fuck again! Third time of the show, my brain fucking just vanished. What I was trying to say? Uh, the shittiness of the internet, ballsack. It was making complete sense. It was probably Zuckerberg's fault. He probably came by and metaverse me. Probably like, well, so like not, you will not be talking about my network. No, we are we are, we are meta. We are meta. Did you hear that they're metamates now? Facebook employees are now metamates. Exactly. Uh, Don't fuck the brain slap out of your skull. Fuck, what was I getting to the point? It was a total point that I was training. Yeah, you were all basically thinking I'm high. 
Yeah, Damn, Facebook has hired yeah, well, and other companies have hired people to be like uh, workers in the metaverse already. Uh, Dude, I, I think it's going to crash and burn like crazy. I think it's I the stupidest it does, fucking I, bullshit like, ever. I fuck, like, God, like, please fucking buy everything in me. Please make it fail. Like, come on. Like, like, like what? This world isn't amazing enough for you guys? Oh you yeah, right. You don't want to buy digital real estate on my digital. Uh, no, I don't. No, no, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pay real money for something that fucking doesn't exist. That's exactly. the thing. West Engine has the point. Like, I mean, honestly, we have to remember that. Like, do you want to pay real money for something that fundamentally does not exist in real life? I no, mean, man, I mean well, how is it? I guess this is a Happy fine line too because we pay money for software. Self. Software doesn't literally exist; it exists on our computers. But at the yes, same time, like you're paying to, for virtual real estate. Like virtual what? Virtual existence? Like fuck off! Unless you get there, every wall's gonna be plastered with fucking ads anyway. Oh yeah! So, like, oh, it's gonna be paid to be like, play like oh, there's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The, if you think real life is a money gets all kind of situation, just wait until the okay, metaverse yeah, yeah. comes along, right? Oh, it's it's terrible. I think it's fucking terrible. I think it's the end of fucking society as we know it, and like. Uh. We are going to see people that are going to be happier to be in the metaverse than in real life. And that is fucking the end of society. So yeah, I, really I, I want to live in the aquarium behind you before that. I want to become a fish before I become a fucking metaverse guy. <laughs> I, I agree. But look, dude, we'll be the dinosaurs on the outside. We're like, oh, look at those old fucks over there. They don't even fucking come on the you metal. Know what I was saying uh, before, <laughs> uh, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, Assassin's Creed, all those really immersive games and stuff is kind of like the ghetto version of the metaverses, especially like GTA Online or Red Dead Online. Yeah, it is that. Yeah, it is that. Metaverse yes, I movie. guess it, that's what folks have been saying. You know, how is the metaverse different than SimCity and stuff? Or uh, what is it? Uh, oh shit, I can't think of it. The not the Sims, the um. Fuck, the, I can't think of the word for it. There was a. I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly how it's different. I'll tell you exactly how it's different. You don't have relationships, <laughs> and once you have relationships in something, it makes it real. Like as soon as you're talking, oh, there will real be relationships people. and all that stuff. Metaverse, whatever. Apparently, there's a whole creepy like uh, 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 groping problem, and so now Facebook has like created a one meter barrier or whatever around uh, <laughs> uh, uh, avatars, so nobody can like go up and grope <laughs> the avatars. Because oh, right? girls go Man, that's a it's all fucking. There's it's actually like best you want to put on it. Feel touch. <laughs> oh my god! Interesting. I don't know. It's yep. it's a bizarre future where we're in store for. Uh, mm. Partly because the worst Here's people are in control, <laughs> right? Yeah, like Zuckerberg. Like the dude is just a dead-eyed fucking. I don't even know. I mean, fucking mutant. When they talked about people with no soul, they were talking about that that fucking ginger. That dude and his friends. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even get it. Oh, uh, I guess we're yeah, just gonna I mean, do it all the way. Or that fictitious character that we're talking about. Yeah. 
That's it, because we're cartoon characters after all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was getting to a point earlier, and it was a deeply good point, and then I completely lost my point. And ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome, because I'm... Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. I actually, I have to be honest, I didn't realize it because it snuck up on me, but... uh, Did you polish it, too? I haven't polished it, but I did a good job. I have to be honest. Oh, I polished the one we started Did you polish? Oh, well, you I actually followed. outdrank me, West Engine. I have to be honest, you outdrank me. Well, it but took I'm, two uh, shows, though. It took two shows. Like, I mean, okay. like, it took two shows. Seven well, I'm a little behind you then, though, because this is two shows, and I'm a little bit behind you. I still have about a, maybe a little bit less than a third of the bottle. Well, I will, like, you can't all win. You can't all win. I think I beat you at one of the last ones. Uh, is there really uh, a winner? Is, t- is there really a winner? Though? Not really. Not really, no. Really. Mean, like, but you win this one, Wes. Even no, still, you, you win this one. You beat me many. You beat me many before. Let me tell you, like you finished many more than even I more know, reason. Though, even more reason. This one is yours. You, 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 you absolutely deserve it. Thank you, thank you. I accept my championship belt. That's it. That's it. We do need to have trivia again. Wes Engine we was the two-time reigning trivia, a reigning champion of trivia, and we never got to have a three. I real I really feel like I'm not like you know like the three feet like would really make me feel like Jordan like I mean that'd be it like I mean it would man you know like, I mean, uh, like in fact probably Michael Jordan would call you he'd be like dude he, come I, come I to my like place steak is on me yeah, yeah hey yo Wes what's going on rude boy what you see that's, that's, that's exactly I feel like that's exactly what he talks like yeah, yeah. he has a he has a West Indian accent for sure man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were any of these people actually from the West Indies? I want to say that like, Jordan had a weird background. North Carolina, I believe. Uh, well, he was from North Carolina, but I want to say his family, I might be getting that wrong. It was somebody else. I don't know. When I was no. a kid, I was into basketball. One of those big stars had a background that was not like the normal thing where, oh, the fucking poor family had you know slaves and whatever else. But it was actually, they were... Uh, again, it might not have been Jordan, but it was through the Caribbean, and they were actually uh, freed slaves through like Haiti, and then basically they went to North Carolina as like liberated people. It was a weird fucking story. Again, maybe it wasn't Jordan; it was one of the other guys. Maybe it was Larry Ellison or somebody. Fuck, I don't remember. It's been forever, it's been a long time. Maybe I'm just high and drunk, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, man. That's it, uh, uh, folks. Uh, fuck, it's time to roll another joint because in five minutes we're fucking off, my friends. We are. Uh, we're doing. Uh, we're doing it to it. That's it. We've been. Uh, we've been burning the candle at both ends, my friends. So we're going to cut the show a little bit early. We're going to be here on Saturday, though. I don't think few. Uh, I don't think I can't even talk anymore. I don't think Potent is going to be on tomorrow because he's in Puerto Rico. Porter. Can't speak. That's a part of the American continent, or it's not actually part of a continent. It's part of America. Puerto Rico. But it's bumblecloud bullshit that they don't get to vote. I look. Oh my fucking God, it's ridiculous. In fairness, they have not decided to vote, so I can't like force that on them, but I do find it ridiculous. But until you give them the vote, they're going to want independence. So what what are you going to do when they want to come for ask for independence? See, that's where I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't don't understand it. Like they, they live in basically a state, but they're not allowed to vote. But if and they move to the United States, then they are able to vote. Exactly. It's the most right. fucked so up weird shit. I don't know. But, 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 on the, on the island, they know where But the, I guess the whole thing with the island is like they, they haven't decided to be a state, so that's why they don't get the vote, I guess. But like, yeah, but literally, literally there, they're like, 
that's why they have a separatist movement there because they because they don't feel that they're fucking uh, hurt. I don't blame them. The fuck, they're not really hurt, dude. Like seriously, nobody gives a shit. Like uh, people hardly give a shit what Oregon has to say, and we have two senators. It's really messed up. So you, can you imagine if you didn't even have two senators and then, like, oh yeah, we're totally listening to you? Bullshit. They're not listening to Puerto Rico. They don't listen to Oregon. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yep. I don't fucking blame them. Uh, dude, not only that, but we just totally fucking abandoned them. Like seriously, like they had that massive hurricane. <laughs> and we just completely <laughs> president threw paper towels. Fucking like fucking, toilet there. Oh, shit. oh yeah. Did you guys see that? I mean, I was watching that and I was like, what is going on? And he's and I could see in his head, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, this goes is wild. Good. This oh, yeah. You could see oh, it. You yeah, could see in his fucking head. Oh, that was such a good throw. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, that really happened. Yeah, big water, ocean water, he said. That was why we couldn't help Puerto Rico. Big water, ocean water. <laughs> Because I joked about it earlier, but it's not a joke. It's fucking, it's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the, let's end the show on a more positive note than, uh, and, uh the, yeah, doing weird shit in weird times. Uh, I'm, good. I'm fairly well, uh, toasted. What about you guys? Well, Christoph, what are you showing off? Uh, I can't speak fucking French anymore. Uh, a critical kush? Oh, how hilarious. Here, I thought it was going to be an animal, but it's literally the stems of critical kush. Amusant. Oui, je comprends. No, yeah. I was thinking it was like an animal. For folks that don't know, Christophe is a, is a hunter, or at least used to be a hunter way back when, and that kind of looks like antlers, and I was like, what kind of animal is that from? It's from a critical kush is what it's from. That's hilarious. I Critical hey, basement. That motherfucker. Hey, good. 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 Hey, do it to it, ladies and gentlemen. So actually, I was, uh, I don't know, I don't want to belabor the point, but uh, it was an interesting uh, experience. I don't know, this afternoon, I don't want to get into the details or whatever, but uh, I completely understand it. Sometimes folks only know the public image of somebody, and they don't know the private image of somebody. I know this from my own life privately. And sometimes folks have to deal with, I'm being deliberately obtuse, I realize. And hopefully the smarter of you will kind of read between the lines and then that'll be the end of it. We'll just kind of move God on. But I had this conversation this afternoon. Well, it, no, it, it actually, because, uh, no, I don't think West Engine was, a, uh, no, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to be abstract <laughs> without being fucking direct is what I'm trying to say. Just going on, I'll get it. Don't For the longest time, I kept thinking like, uh, hey, this part of the story is like, the, whatever, like the, these people, those people, they're all, they were all cool with each other, whatever. And I found out this afternoon, like, no, man, no, like, no, that part of the story, we'd rather, we'd rather put that off to the side. And literally the conversation was like, every fucking week, I got to talk about this shit. Every fucking week, someone brings this shit up. Every fucking week, I got to, you know, I got to remember this stuff that's been on my fucking mind for years. Uh, and I was, oh, shit, I had no idea. 
And uh, I literally, I had no idea. And I think a lot of folks don't have any idea. And uh, this is the thing that kind of comes up, I realize, with uh, people like Kevin Jodry. People constantly bring up Wonderland Nursery. Wonderland Nursery has been closed for like fucking six years. But they constantly bring it up. They constantly bring it up. They constantly bring it up. Because when you Google the name Kevin Jodry, Wonderland Nursery will pop up somewhere in like the fifth or tenth result. So they, without looking any deeper, they think, well, of course we're going to talk about Wonderlanders. How amazing. Wonder it's been closed for like six fucking years. And actually, California kind of closed it for him. It wasn't a super, you know what I mean? So it's one of those kinds of things. It's like, dude, you have to bring it up every time I come on the fucking show, right? And it's, it, was, it was a little bit of that, actually. If you folks can kind of read between the lines, it was a little bit of that situation. I was like, oh, all righty then. I understand now. And so from now on, I won't bring that kind of story up again, right? And uh, how do I say it? But a lot of folks, they don't know the public and the private. You know what I mean? So again, some of you folks have no idea what I'm fucking talking about. That's cool. We're just I'm not going to lie. I'm still, I'm still fucking loving I'll tell you lost, offline. I'll tell you offline. Or maybe Smash will tell you something. But uh, no, it's come up, man. It's come up with uh, uh, Ms. Jill's been on the EO show. She's been on my show before. She's been on other, other folks' shows before. And it's one of these versions of this. Are you fucking serious? I have to bring this shit up again and talk about it again? So shit. it was one of those kinds of things. Um, it wasn't me, was I it? Man, I dig it. No, no, no. It wasn't anything to do with you at all. At all. <laughs> all right, cool. But cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I understood it. I understood it. You know, I, there's so I, much. Uh, I have a PhD of putting my foot in my mouth. Right? <laughs> I seem to do that too. I really do. I may not have a PhD, but I at least have a master's. I at least have no, some no, serious, no, dedicated no, graduate work and put my foot right in my fucking yeah, mouth. Yeah, I got yeah. a doctor in it. Yeah, uh, I can do it. Anytime, all the time, anytime nice. of day, yeah, man. I can find nice. a way to put my foot in the board. Yeah, man. Nice. Good job. <laughs> well done. Cheers, by the way, folks. We missed the 420, but I haven't even rolled the joint. Yet. Well, fuck you guys. I'm still rolling a joint. Well, uh, screw you, the show ends when I say it ends, your, motherfuckers. Your clock watching abilities. I feel like everybody else is gone. I feel like the only one here is still like, this show is still on, motherfuckers. This <laughs> 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 is still on, <laughs> shit. Uh, but we will try to comment in the chat at least, right? Uh, no, I'll be the only uh, one commenting in my own chat talking to myself. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce over. Good. Cheers, Smash. How can people find you, buddy? Uh, with uh, for Smash TV twenty, uh, all mostly all platforms now. Uh, YouTube. Um, <clears throat> I should be making a video of the trimming process. I still get some plans to take down. Instagram is the same name. Uh, yeah, uh, check my stuff out. Uh, oh yeah and if you know anything about furnaces someone actually did send me a message which is cool right i'm gonna go look at it tomorrow um hopefully i can get it running before i call someone uh yeah so i don't have to dish out whatever whatever the going rate is right now <laughs> but all right guys have a good night cheers dude have a good, have a good one. night man. peace man even still, I would say it's one of those things uh, I don't like to, I like to do DIY stuff and fix stuff myself, right? But there are some things where you just, you don't really want to fuck with it unless you really, really, really know what you're doing. Uh, changing an outlet, changing a light bulb, changing a light fixture, whatever, that stuff's easy. You can look it up. You can, you can do it safely if you Google excuse me, Google it correctly. But even like working on the electrical panel or something like that, that's some fucking risky shit if you don't really know what you're doing. And I would probably, like if you're not really comfortable, I would call a fucking electrician. And the same thing, like a furnace, 
honestly, I'd call a goddamn electrician. You know, not the, the I would call the furnace dudes. You know, I'd call the heating and AC people because yep. it's a pretty critical thing, especially a place like Massachusetts, like snow on the ground. Like, if the house freezes, it's very bad things happen. So it's one of those things, like, dude, you know what? When you ask yourself, like, is this worth it? Is it not worth it? I hate to no. say it, but a furnace dude, it's worth calling. Once you've reached your level of expertise, go to the next level oh, up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, man. Like learn your level and 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 figure out what it is and understand when it's time to delegate. Like that's yeah. a very important lesson, I think, to learn. Like it's very easy sometimes to think, like, ah, I could pull this off. And you might maybe be able to do it and everything goes perfect, but a lot of times you won't pull it off and you'll fuck it up. You'll fuck it up worse than you thought you could. You know, like something expensive like a furnace, you know, like a furnace costs five, six, seven thousand dollars to replace sometimes. Like if you fuck that shit up, it could cost that much to replace it. You know, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, how, how bad is it going to be? I guess you could fuck a blow, blower or whatever, but I don't know. Worst comes to worst. You could fuck up the entire thing. You have to replace the whole thing. It's a lot of money. You know, it's worth actually getting fixed. I don't know. What do you think, Wes? I, it's not fair for me to answer this question. I have a fair advantage. Well, <laughs> you have, do you think you could, uh, yeah, the, do you think you could fix a furnace? Like, would you? Yeah, my dad fixed everything and like, anything on a fucking house, and like, yeah, so like, and like, always had me there at his side holding his tools. Uh, so like, I it's not fair for me to answer this question. So you feel like, like you could fix pretty much anything? Pretty much, I don't. Not, I don't think I know I could fix pretty much anything. That's interesting. Uh, I would think you, would you figure out what's your process? You. Go ahead, Evil Deadly Fart. Oh, sorry. I just want to be his neighbor. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, you, dude, you want to be my neighbor? I, I'll come over and build your whole fucking deck for you. Well, well <laughs> I swear I will do all time. I can. As long as you're good. You got weed and beer, I'm there. Oh, man, I will. Oh, we're, we're going to be a good team. Yeah, weed and beer, I'm fucking reshingling your whole roof for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Wait for me. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> And I, I'm gonna have the best time doing it too. Like I'm not That's gonna lie, good. I'm like not gonna not gonna hate a minute of it. Yeah. Are the shingles gonna be straight? Or are they gonna be like those spider? You, you ever seen those? Uh, right, have you ever seen the, the true facts right, with the spiders, with the drugs, I, and the LSD spiders? You, how dare you! <laughs> how dare you ask? Those fucking shingles are straight. Are they straight? <laughs> Fimino just got it. We I might as well just fucking shred my man card. <laughs> we need a spider on acid doing the plan for us. Oh, and man. me and Wes and John being fucked up on edible trying to build it. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Attempt to build a two-story shed. Now go. <laughs> oh. The Canadian way. <laughs> No, first we smoke like half a pound of weed and a bunch of fucking dabs right. or whatever. And then I'm like, as you're staggering there, I'm like, what's up? What's up, human? Or what's up next? What about Where are we going? All right. How's it going? And I'm like, Bit the shed. just like Tuesday. What the fuck? Let's go. <laughs> you, need, you need to have a limited amount of, of nail. Otherwise, it, w- it would be a fucking mess with nail everywhere. I don't know. I've never really built anything not high. 
I was just thinking you're like Bane from Batman. I was born for this. <laughs> uh, I built my first Lego house. Hi. Culture of that time. One of my older brothers dropped the roach right in front of me. I, I couldn't help but pick it up and hit it. Built <laughs> uh, uh, my the, first the Lego name? house. <laughs> My first Lego house hitting her plumbing. And fireplace. That's it. And working electricity. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got the hiccups already. Uh, let's see here. Evil Deadly Fart, my friend. Who? How can people find you? If people, uh, uh, if you want, excuse me, if you want people to be found or found you, find you. What the fuck? Yeah, I would say the best, the best way would be uh, the Discord. On your favorite Discord, right on. Uh, that's pretty much where I spend most of my time these days. So yeah, best way to find me, Fumidor Discord. I'll post it right now, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Join the Fumidoro Discord. I call it uh, Hiccup, the City of Gold, right there, ladies and gentlemen, in the chat. Discord invite, blah 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 blah, whatever the fuck that says. God damn hiccups. Christophe, uh, à bientôt, mon ami. Uh, nous quittons. Exact. Okay. Exact. À bientôt. <laughs> à bientôt, Christophe. Big force. Hic, okay, d'accord. À, bien, à bientôt, uh, mes amis, uh, my friends. Uh, big force. Cheers, buddy. Big force. Okay. Uh, Chris, I think Chris might be asleep right now, but uh, Chris, are you there? Chris is down for the count, and I'm hiccuping like a mofo. God fucking damn it. Wes Engine, did you learn something today? Bridget, always burning and learning, always nice. drinking and thinking. Yeah, man. If what? Did I? Yes, I. Nice. I and I nice. learned something today. Sweet. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. If you didn't learn something, at least Wes Engine did. So we're yeah, good. Uh, folks, hop on by. God damn it, fucking hiccups. Hop on my my website. Uh, uh, if you're not too drunk to, I don't know, drive the internet or something. I don't know what metaphor I'm going to use right now. God damn it, these hiccups won't stop. Fumidoro.com. F-U-M-I-D-O-R-O.com. That was too fast. F-U-M-I-D-O-R-O.com. As Wes Engine said, fumesofgold.com. Uh, God fucking damn it. Every single time I think they're gone, it's hick, hick, hick. Uh, contact page, my friends. Uh, go join the Discord Discord right there. If you the contact the chat, page is less interesting than the scenes themselves. Look. That's it. Contact page is less interesting. Show. The contact is if you need to in the future or something. I don't That's know why true. you want to. You'll never That's need true. to because you'll be more than satisfied by the scenes that come with a 100% satisfaction guaranteed, man. They do. Just like any gal at Tess West. Yeah, Thank man. you, Wes. Appreciate Wes, it. You know. No, you heard it. That, that That's it. He said it. Yeah, man. Hey, Ladies look, and gentlemen, thing, that's man. it. Look, what else do you want to know? You can try it all, man. Look, Lime River Rose, Morgana. Look, they are going to fucking ruin you. You can't. Hey, you don't even understand. Your girl can't handle it. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, what else so. do you want? 
That's it. Adios. Folks, coupon code BRAINS for 14% off. Irma Gerd for 14% off. Wes Engine, are you a fan of Birkenstocks? If what? No. <laughs> well, you could still use the coupon code Birkenstock. And I'm also not a fan of fucking Crocs. Look, if you put on Birkenstocks. But we don't have the coupon Crocs. code Crocs. You want a coupon code Crocs? I could add a coupon code Crocs. Look, look, my friend put on Crocs and I laughed at him and They're then he crashed his car. Oh, that's sad. Coincidence? Did he I have croc nuts? Did he have uh, croc nuts on his crocs? Mm, no. Because honestly, if you guys don't know what croc nuts are, Potent Ponic showed his croc nuts. You need to see what croc nuts are. Look, let me tell you. Look, he put on crocs and bad things started happening in his life. No, I believe he crashed his But car. croc nuts, croc nuts are every bit as hilarious as you think they could be. They're basically like truck nuts for your Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, while they level up your Crocs a little bit, they're still Crocs. <laughs> Imagine swinging testicle balls for your Crocs. I don't have to imagine them on Crocs. I see them on trucks every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, these are on fucking Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you are unfamiliar, people. if you are unfamiliar with truck nuts, I want to surprise you. If you are, for example, from a not truck nuts, truck nuts, uh, if you are from a civilized country that does not have truck nuts, now you are familiar with truck nuts. <laughs> if you've never been hit in the face by truck nuts, <laughs> why why do you need testicles on your truck? I don't know, but you apparently they do. They need to ensure. Look at how big those testicles are. You can ensure that that man is very you manly. Know he, that is, he is all man. He has the oh, biggest balls of all. That's it. Um, Weird that that was. A I like the, these little tiny little ones right there. The big, the, the little balls matter as well. Uh, what's this one? Truck nuts. Strangely popular fake testicles that suggest your truck has balls when really your truck needs pants. Douchebag says the meme. That's 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 true. You know, like why why is your truck naked? Why is your truck oh, driving around without boxer shorts? My truck's naked okay. all the time. Is it? But your truck is not showing off its balls though. Hey, my my truck has balls. Does it? There's it some Angela's balls right there. Those are like chromed. Those are like chrome truck nuts right there. So yeah, like if too. this is the first time that you've heard of truck nuts, you're welcome. They're all veiny and shit. This one's all colorful. Yeah, you're welcome. Truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what countries in the world have truck nuts. I'm curious what of the audience, Christoph, can, can, uh, can they do the uh, truck nuts? Christoph, can they do the couilles for the truck? For the camion? No, but no, in France, we don't know that. No, no, they have not made it there yet. That's what Christoph you could be the first. You could be the first with truck this nuts. This is a tragedy. This is this absolutely unbelievable that these people don't have truck nuts. We need to bring truck nuts to these people. Not what are truck nuts, you might ask? Well, they are surely testicles for your car. <laughs> so, friends need nuts to their truck. I need to tell them. Wait, why is my car need testicles? Wrong answer. <laughs> you put them on right after those ribs. 
dream. I don't go to work. You put them away for anything. <laughs> you truck is. You think it's you know what? I'm going to sell a free tech candle for every truck that we're going to sell to friends. Is this the most expensive truck you have on the rock? rock, rock? <laughs> okay, put them nuts on it. <laughs> it's like Portlandia. Put, put a bird on it. But no, it's, it's like Alabama, Portlandia. That's an Alabama. Put, put nuts on it. Put some nuts on it. <laughs> what? You got the Alabama truck? It is a Sunday. Shit. Wow. Is it, is it compatible with the coots nuts? I had the coots. So we have to ask him. We have to ask him if you could put oh, truck fuck. nuts on coots mix. We have to ask coot. I bet I'm you could pull sure it off. Spoils the soil. You think so? I think. Is so. it is it spoiled to the soil? Spoiled to the soil. Don't, don't spoil you to need soil. to cover that with some uh, pens of worm casting? Um, is there enough for worm casting? <laughs> <laughs> to cleanse truck nuts. I was gonna say like it would have to be a worm that is shaped like a ball, but I don't know if there's such a worm. That didn't make any sense. It was funnier in my head. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've had more than enough whiskey to choke a dead horse. And uh, probably more weed than that, honestly. We've probably had more than enough weed to, like, honestly, dose a small American city. Like, if we were to d divvy up the weed that was just smoked on this show, I feel like we probably could have gotten a metro area high if we really tried. Like, literally. Do you know how many lightweight could have got high for this, for this show? Oh, fuck. 100%. Oh, shit. Here we are. Oh, we could have blitzed out like Hellfish some God. small, maybe not like <laughs> LA, but like, I don't even know, like Minnesota, anyways. Albuquerque <laughs> or something. Yeah, like, I don't know, a smaller city, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, it's maybe, like, it's maybe. like a regional city, but like not maybe, you know, nationwide or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, totally like, like something like Bangor, Maine or something right, like that. We right. Right. Oh, we could have cut the that that town. Totally. Yeah. Maybe I'll drooling and shit. Going, yeah, like they eat all the yearly supply of nachos, Except and now they're out of nachos forever. Potheads there that are fucking they can hang with us. We understand. We know you're there. Those There's are the guys that show us where the freaking snacks are at, because the rest yeah. of them are all passed out. We're like, what the fuck, exactly. They're like, yeah, yo, maple syrup right this way, bro, dude. And that would be Come like maple maple donuts. I swear to this day, are some of the best oh, donuts God. you can find. Yeah, the old maple fashioned anything, donuts. Like, Right? Maple. maple anything my pancake i mean that's true evil deadly fart though is right like there's maple and there's maple like there's some shitty maple out there but then there's some really good maple. Yeah, that is that is 100 yeah. true that yeah. is there they, yeah there is very different grades of maple right well my, my brother made some uh, maple syrup with the oven stuff and it got that woody taste in it i don't know why i'm addicted to that it's just better with that woody taste, like the old-fashioned uh, maple syrup. Interesting. Nice. A woody taste? I don't think I've ever had maple syrup like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it got the taste of that. When you burn wood to boil it, it, it oh, smells. Okay. The smoke make, make it smell. Uh, uh, it, I feel yeah, like I know what he's talking about. Okay. Maple syrup. I can visualize it, but I don't think I've ever had maple syrup like that. I don't live in a maple syrup-producing place. So, yeah, we've we've only ever had, like... Imported maple syrup. And it's kind of funny because Oregon is famous for producing most of everything we eat here, but there are a few things we, we import, and maple syrup is one of them. Yeah, hey, you know where I got the best maple that, right? syrup? Was a chainsaw shop. 
where I really? buy all my chainsaw chains, my chainsaw tools, my chainsaw oil, all that shit. They had maple syrup and it's the fucking best maple syrup I ever had. And dirt cheap. Yeah, because it's right from the producer that have I trained say, must some have uh, chainsaw oil for a few gallons of maple <laughs> syrup. <laughs> I guess so. It was goddamn good. Well, I, I knew some beekeepers that were doing that just because it just just before we start to take care of our stuff so yeah it was a really hard uh, spring for them i would say it was a really buzzy spring for them the guy so that uh, makes up the guy that makes all my survey laugh or survey stakes as you guys would call them uh like he uh he's a beekeeper and every time i make an order he always gives me a big bash of honey it's fucking awesome I would never switch. That's cool. <laughs> right? Why would you? I'm just like free honey every time. Shit, yeah. Right? And free good honey. Shit, there's nothing like good honey. Oh, uh, dude, it's so good. My my, my go favorite way one down is the one that's full. That honey. Uh, what were you saying, Evil Lady Fart? Uh, my favorite one is the one that fall when uh, there's a goldenrod with it <laughs> and all the other really light flower. Oh, I got you. To, uh, it's different. I don't say it's the best, but it's my favorite to go back to. I would say. Uh, but I, awesome. I, sadly, for my own production, I do about half of my world production is that one. So I'm sorry. I got way more of the clover. Hmm. Clover is the big. The Dude, the clover honey is probably the most common that I've seen around here for kind of artisanal honey, for sure. Then what do we have? Uh, I guess because it's Oregon, we have blackberry honey is pretty common. What else? Oh shit! I would like to have it. I had some uh, buckwheat honey that I produce. It was interesting. Honey. I don't think I've ever had that. Interesting. I can't even visualize that. Buckwheat is such a weird grain. Like it's so, it's like a it's such a loud uh, grain. In fact, it's not really related to uh, uh, grasses and stuff. Actually, Coot was just saying this the other day, and I was laughing because I was like, "Fuck, this is the first time in my life that I've thought of this in all my uh, years." He was saying that wheat is a grass, and I was like, "Fuck!" So that means that they mow grass or they mow wheat. They don't actually like harvest it. Basically, they mow it, and then it comes back the next year. And he's like, "Yeah." It basically, it's a grass, so it comes back, and it comes back. I think it comes back for, like, two, three years, and they mow it. They don't actually, like, cut it to the ground. They just mow it. It's a stupid thought, but I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. They basically mow wheat for bread. But the buckwheat, I I don't say that it's uh, the cheapest seed to do it, but some farmer grow it to to have, like, a green kind of a... I don't know if you call it a green miner or something like that, that they're going to bury that. So if there's a beekeeper that worked with that guy, they will leave it later, but they don't want to the flower to form seeds. So, because it can be a bit hard to control uh, later on if you let it seed. But they will let it flower the latest possible for me to have some, some honey from it. But it really benefits all the local pollinator and the flies, normal fly go on it, everything go on it. When it's, there is a, a nectar flow in that thing, it's a real big party for every of those flies. So, yeah, I would say 
if you guys can just plant it in your garden, I mean, it's beautiful, right? Buckwheat is famous. Um, uh, it's a it's a very very peculiar flavor, and unfortunately, a lot of people kind of find it weird because it is a, a it's like a nutty wheat. Let me think. How can I describe it? Yeah, um, it's like a nutty wheat. A Would you say West Indian? Yeah, like yeah, a no, nutty that's wheat. A really good way to and uh, it. uh, it just kind of weirds people out a little bit. It even has a little bit of a, like a nutty texture, you know, compared to let's say an actual wheat. So like buckwheat bread, buckwheat pancakes, a little bit different texture than than wheat. But it's it's famously good for you. And like in Eastern Europe, in Russia, and stuff like that, they've been using it for for uh, decades because it's uh, uh, really good for your blood pressure and I guess it's uh, antioxidant properties and all. And, and I don't think it has gluten. So I'm actually surprised that more uh, uh, potent potent ponics calls them glutards, but I'm supposed I'm surprised more gluten intolerant people don't use uh, buckwheat. Actually, I don't know. Maybe buckwheat, for all I know, it has gluten, but I don't think it does because it's not like a wheat grain and so on in the same way. Uh, anyway, it has all these uh, really interesting qualities, but again, it has a very specific flavor, and I think also it's a little bit more challenging to grow than regular wheats because I think it's an annual as opposed to a. Uh, uh, grass like wheat it's funny i've never thought about wheat as the fact that it's a fucking multi-year grass i don't know i guess i never grew up around wheat fields i grew up around like grass seed and all kinds of other stuff never ever never fucking wheat this is tripping up that the coup was like no yeah it's a grass and i was like but wait you so you mow it it's <laughs> <was> like yeah <laughs> to this damn it's been a few days but i'm still laughing I'm like oh yeah you mow your wheat okay perhaps i'm the only person laughing but i find i'm finding it funny to just like mow your wheat you guys can all indulge me ladies and gentlemen uh, uh they're all waiting for me to fucking uh, cut the show honestly and we're just basically bullshitting thank you my friends for hanging with us uh we're gonna be here on saturday uh, again potent ponics i believe perhaps double check with him this is perhaps a little bit irresponsible of, of me but i'm pretty sure he said that he's gonna skip the show this thursday and he's gonna make up for it on wednesday no no no, not on wednesday on uh um monday i do not remember the guest but i think he actually had a really cool guest uh somebody that was at the regen conference or somebody i'm forgetting anyway a really interesting guest and i think it was going to be on monday so if you guys are uh, 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 doubting me or something just dm potent ponics i'm sure he'd be happy to help you out uh ladies and gentlemen thanks for hanging captain calmag lars larson dank gannix captain uh, i've just said your name twice but well captain calmag you're welcome twice my friend uh also, Captain Calmag, if you know uh, Steelberg, let him know. Let him know that we're interested in seeing him again. Lars Larson, uh, hate on skills. Cheers, buddy. Uh, who else in here? Australian grown. Uh, uh, man, I'm slurring like a motherfucker. Can you imagine if I had to gross, like, drive somewhere? Uh, bowl of seeds, uh, Val F. Cheers, Val. Didn't see your uh, hello earlier. Nice to see you. Uh, uh, welcome. Uh, Corinne. Uh, welcome, Eric in the house. Cheers, buddy. Alcoholic. Cheers, buddy. Atomic Spoon. Uh, cheers, legend. What's going on? Samuel Olson. Thank you very much for posting the links, my friend. Thank you very much. Uh, Samuel Olson. This whole show has been posting uh, Fumidoro.com links and you name it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys would like some uh, uh, genetic preservation kits or some photos from Fumidoro.com, let me know. Uh, I made everything on the website. So if you guys are, are curious, oh, does Fumidoro hire a photographer? Does he hire us? No, I'm I'm that guy basically. Like, if you find any glitches on the website, it's basically my fault because I built the website. I put the photographs together. I read the see that did this, I did that. Did your mama? You name it. So if you guys like artisanal what? products, uh, what come you on by. What? what? I don't know what you're talking about. I was. Are you talking about the website? Are you talking about the seats, the photographs? What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. West I don't know what you're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. 
Hey, Much appreciated. Uh, hey, unbelievable. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Don't be fucking pricks. I have said it how many fucking times and still it happens. Don't be dicks. Remember, don't be we dicks. went over this. We did, no, actually. It's not don't be pricks. True. We went over this. I know. Be, and it's, I'm just used to it. The people that tell us don't say it that they way did. anymore. No way I'm fucking shit. I just said it the wrong way again. No. I know. Stand back again. Stand back properly. Don't be dicks, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, don't be dicks. There we go. What would we do yeah, if we're not for the West Indian? And Christophe Lapuissant, Christophe. Yes. Of course. And if yes, yes, right, don't be a prick. Here, don't be a prick or a dick, ladies and gentlemen. Or a... I can't think of anything else that is kind of weirdly racist. All right. Don't be a dick. That's it. Do better. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen. Until we meet again, my friends, be kind.